right. Oh, okay, thank you. And Alex, uh, I'm not sure if it's that's the password that you just put in. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it case case sensitive like yeah, you put yeah. in? Yeah, you got to put it case sensitive. Okay. Uh, Alex, who can we expect to have on the show today? Uh, okay, so Josh will be joining us relatively soon. Um, we're going to have Seriously Serious probably a little after 7 o'clock. Um, Talawat is going to be joining us probably a little after 8. Um, let me look at the, our list here. And are you speaking in Central Time? Or I'm speaking in, in Eastern Time. Yeah, ah. Eastern Time when I say times. Um, Matos is going to be calling in. Hopefully, some of are between 7.15 and 9.15. Um, then Sonatine is hopefully going to call in. George, a.k.a. Degreek23, is going to call in. Doom. Uh, Brandon, your friend Jeannie, is supposed to call in at some point. Nice. Um, Adamatium is going to call in. Possibly drunk. We'll see. And uh, One Step will be calling in at some point. Um, like a good crowd. Um, and I now am on the uh, – I am manning the uh, Twitter account with Alex. So if you want to get the link at any point, we're going to be here for eight or nine hours, so don't uh, bust your load too early. Just send us a PM and we will uh, – or a DM, I guess you should say. And it's PFA Election on Twitter, at PFA Election. Yep. Uh, or you could email us. What was the email again? Uh, PFA Election at gmail.com. Okay. So right now, where it stands at uh, 6 and 11. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Let me ask a question, Alex. This, okay. This morning on Good Morning America, they kept saying that, oh, Trump could, like, declare victory early or something. Right? right? I mean, can you elaborate? Have you been following well, that storyline? Yeah. So certain states. So I, I was talking about how, you know, Florida and North Carolina, the initial vote you see is going to be very pro-Biden. Well, in states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, Wisconsin, it's going to be the opposite. The first vote you see is going to be the in-person vote. Um, and the reason is in those states, by law, they cannot start counting mail-in ballots until all the polls close. And it's going to take likely several days to count all those votes. So it's going to look like Trump's going to have a big lead. And then, you know, it'll go down and, you know, possibly disappear. What so, are the yeah. chances either party... Uh, concedes today and this is decided right, so, by the time we get off the air uh there is uh, a market for that i'm predicted um well, i don't know what about no market i'm asking you your opinion sir well i can tell you what the odds are so there's a market for will there be a concession within two weeks of today uh that was trading actually right around 50 50 so they were saying there's a 50 percent chance there will not be a concession within two weeks um, that has moved up. It's now up to a 68% chance. So there's about a two and three chance that somebody concedes. Um, but that's, you know, two weeks out. So as far as will somebody concede tonight, that's hard to say. My personal no. opinion is that it'll just depend on what the margin is. If it's a blowout, it's going to be hard to not concede. Well, listen, with all that's, a, with all that's occurred, with all that's occurred in this crazy year we're living, do you really think this is going to be smooth in any way? Exactly. This is going to be in the core. This is going to end up in the courts for for months, maybe weeks, well, definitely. I don't think. Uh, that's my opinion. We'll see if I'm yeah. right in eight nine hours. I, I mean, I think I, it's going to be two thousand all over again, little buddy. I would tend to disagree. I just think that 
the margin is not going to be as close as uh, some people are predicting. Hmm. Well, um, speaking of that, as much as we're going to give the facts and our own opinions here, uh, and just you know what we see, we're going to report live. Uh, Alex, you do have a lot writing on this. Why don't uh, you talk do. about yeah. that? I have. You have quite, quite a bit the of, sweat. Yeah, I got a lot of bets. This is actually the most amount of money that I've ever uh, wagered on a single event. I have somewhere around forty-five thousand uh, wagered on the election. Wow. Wow. Uh, and this is a guy that, that just uh, cashed in a poker tournament and got paid in precious medals. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, I, I might have to uh, cash those medals out if I lose. So, okay, your um, biggest sweat, I assume, is going to be Biden winning yeah, the I Electoral mean, College. Yeah, if Biden wins the Electoral College, I'll have a good night. And if he doesn't, I'll be not having a very good night. Um, what are the, uh, some of the other things our, our users can follow along and sweat with you? Yeah, I have, you know, Biden winning states like Florida, which people seem to think Trump is going to win. I have him winning states like North Carolina, Arizona. What's uh, the line on Florida? Uh, right now it's trading at uh, about 60-40 in Trump's favor. So wow. Trump's his favorite, but not by what very much. Did you bet that a while back or was a much bigger uh, dog? Uh, I bet it a while back. I actually bet it. When it was closer to fifty-fifty, so I'm a little underwater on that trade, but I, w- I would tend to disagree with the market a little bit. Um, I think it'll be close in Florida, but I think Biden's going to end up winning there. Um, I'm looking at the pricing, and Biden's actually moving up quite a bit in most states. Uh, he's trading at about sixty-eight percent to win right now. Huh. Um, I still think he's a little bit underpriced but uh you know we'll, we'll find out in hopefully not so many hours from now we'll start seeing returns from florida in 45 minutes so we'll, we'll see what happens all right i think uh, and what are the first dates again that we're going to be uh start seeing some data coming out of sure. so at the top of the hour we're going to the two most important states that we're going to see are florida and also georgia okay uh, and these are both states that are going to count relatively quickly, you know, whereas Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, they're going to take potentially several days before we know the winner. And tell me one more time, or for those that might be tuning in now. So states like Florida, where we may know the results today, what's the difference between that and a state like Pennsylvania where it may take weeks? Why such a discrepancy? So there's a discrepancy because it has to do with um, basically what the laws are in each state. So Florida They've been counting the mail-in ballots that have come in. You know, mm-hmm. the ballots that came in two weeks ago, they counted them two weeks ago. We don't know what the results are, but as soon as polls close, they can release those results. Um, there's laws in Florida that you have to certify the results by a certain time for the mail-in ballots. Sure. So, well, we learned that 20 years ago during the uh, yeah yeah the Bush Gore debacle. Yeah. So. Most likely, we will know the results of Florida before midnight. The only reason we win it is if it's so close that there's a sure. potential for a recount. Sure. But, uh, you know, what have, what have you, it won't affect that. What have you both observed today uh, like in terms of just on the news, social media? Is there, are things going smoothly out there? Uh, are there a lot of complaints, any discrepancies, any uh, controversy so far? Or are things just kind of going in an orderly uh, manner so far? Uh, I mean, it seems pretty orderly. I haven't noticed anything 
crazy in the news. I've been kind of actually tuning out the news. Yeah. Earlier, I tend to just tune it out and then wait for the results. But uh, Alex, you uh, you voted early, correct? Yeah, I voted two weeks ago. All right. Uh, Trader Ruski, when did you vote? About two weeks ago as well. Oh, wow. Okay, you guys didn't waste any time. Uh, this is going to be – I mean, does anyone – About a week ago, five, five days ago. Yeah. Does anyone disagree that this is going to be an historic turnout? I mean, just there's no way around that, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would expect somewhere around 160 million votes. Um, and what do we have four years ago? It was about 138. Oh, wow. So, yeah, quite a big jump. Wow. There is a market for that, and that's about what the over-under is, right around 160. What uh, what were if either of you know what were the president uh, president and the uh, I guess Biden what were they doing today what what cities were they in I think I read that Biden had a rally in Pennsylvania somewhere today like during the election maybe this morning is that correct does anyone know what he was doing uh, up to the election I'm not sure I know he went to church and then he went to uh, his son's grave uh, I'm not sure where Trump was. Is he in Florida or the uh, Beltway somewhere? I would. I don't know. He might just be back at the White House. I know he called into Fox News earlier. Yep, I did read that. Yeah. Wonder if he's at in Florida with his supporters at uh, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, well, he canceled. He was supposed to have an election party at the Trump Hotel in D.C. Uh, he ended up canceling that, and then I read he was just going to be at the White House with a few people. Right. The reason he canceled it from his hotel is because of state law. They wouldn't let a gathering that large say to go to federal. Of course. Through the White House. Yeah. Well, you know what? We've got to give the guy credit for uh, for his age and existing health conditions. He really did get over that COVID-19 pretty fast, huh? <laughs> that was like nothing, really. I mean, at least the way yeah. it was portrayed to us. And, you know, we saw him on video. You know, really? Yeah, if he had it, I agree. What When you say that, what do you mean? You think there's a chance it was uh, made up for publicity? Maybe. Maybe. Alex, what do you think? Is that? Um, I, I would tend to think it's legitimate. I don't think yeah. that him having coronavirus really helped him at all. I think, if anything, it kind of hurt his chance a little bit. Yeah. Well, so listen, guys, uh, we're not, you know, we kind of have a lull here. Uh, not too much to talk about. So this actually would be a good time. If anybody wants to call in, come on. Uh, again, you can feel free to just come on Zoom with your audio or if you want to reveal yourself. You don't even have to say who you are if you don't want to, you know, total uh, an- anonymity. Uh, what we need you to do, though, is tweet us at, P- at PFA Election and let us know that you want to come on. You don't even have to tell us your name, and we'll give you a uh, Zoom link. And when you connect through Zoom, if you're not familiar, you'll see that by default, you're on just with audio and you literally have to enable a button that says enable video. So you don't need to worry about accidentally doing that. And uh, just, again, PFA election, very, very simple. Let us know and we'll get you on here. Um, Or if you don't have Twitter, the email again, Alex, is... Uh, PFA election at gmail.com. And I just saw that Druff is posting that he will be on shortly. So I would expect well, him. You know to... what? That could be uh, wow. after George is called. Sons right. Of hey, and you could, you know, I mean, you 
could put the number in the uh, YouTube chat, Alex or Brandon, if you think that would be that might be cool I mean, for the people that are watching it. Okay, yeah, I guess we could do that. Um, and also, one of my favorite limit hold'em poker players from 2003 may be on today, Alex. Uh, can you tell the audience who that is? Uh, I believe you're referring to Jean Gluck. <laughs> I love Jean Gluck. Yep. She's a, apparently a fan of the show. She's been uh, tweeting nice. her quite a bit. So shout out to Jean if she's listening. No chance Jean is um, listening. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I think KevMath is listening, so shout out to KevMath. Oh, look, he just uh, tweeted. Streaming uh, PFA election shows now live mm. on YouTube. Thank you, Kev Math. Yeah, he's been keeping up. So he's a good guy. We like Kev Math. Oh, we got 47 people watching. So not okay. Okay. So I, we're off to get start. Don't you mean 10,047, Brandon? Yes. Well, we did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just tuned into the chat, actually. So if anybody. They're asking me to raise my camera. If anybody in the chat wants to also interact with us, you can do that because I'm now reading the chat. I'll do my best to go back and forth. They're asking me to lower my camera. Okay, let me get to a better angle here. Okay, um, so yeah, so that's where we stand now. So if anyone wants to call in, we're going to have Druff on shortly. Uh, several states, you know, right now it's kind of like a lull, but things are really, really going to start to pick up in about an hour, and then it's going to get crazy. Uh, yeah, the hour will so start. Just, just kind of reminiscing here, guys. Trey four years ago, 2016, from your best recollection of that of your day, the day that Trump won, up until when he, you know, officially, uh, I guess, was announced and Hillary conceded. Tell us what you remember about that day in general. From just, you know, as much as you can remember from the morning till the evening till to finding out Trump won. What do you remember about 2016, four years ago today? Yeah, you know, it was it was a surprise, you know, I think hopeful that, you know, all the stuff I'd known about him for many, many years could look, I think the whole thing about we should get a politician out of there and have a businessman run it, you know, I can certainly buy into that. It's just not him, because he hasn't really been successful in business. You know, I haven't really seen proof around that and why we're kind of all trapped in our house. So I, I don't think I was like where I'd be tomorrow if it continued for another four years, knowing how fucked up things could be. But, um, you know, so I was just whatever. I just felt like Hillary fucked it up. You know, they deserve to lose. And let's hope, you know, you know something good happens. Where were you when you found out uh, the results? You know, I was probably just at, at my house working. In L.A., where I lived at the time. Do you remember being shocked when you found out he won, or were you kind of just, did you? I was surprised, because like- I think that whole night you kept expecting it. Oh, okay, well, he's got the lead, you know, but then boom, 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 they started coming in, those states, and yeah, it was Yeah, great. I remember watching Florida and being like, all right, it's close in Florida, like maybe, maybe Trump will win Florida, but then, you know, Pennsylvania, that was the real shocker for me when, Trump won Pennsylvania. That was not expected. Yeah. Right. Uh, PJ Salazar, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jets. I am, by the way, Drexel DD uh, in the chat. It's a very old, obviously, YouTube account, hence the DD. Um, but I see a lot of the old boys in there. I see uh, Kev Math has joined us. 
Uh, Matthias Bloomster, he's a listener, I believe, in Sweden, one of the Nordic states, and we have a quite an audience here. So again, if it, yeah, if you guys want to interact, I'll keep the chat. I'll try to look back and forth as much as I can. And again, if you guys, any of you want to come on and talk, give an opinion, make a prediction, uh, anything you want to do, now is a great time. Um, so, Alex, going back to 2016, uh, tell me again. I'm sorry. What do you recollect the most about that day? Were you like in disbelief? I'll tell you about what I did and how mm-hmm. my day was, but. Tell me what you remember about 2016 in as much detail as you can. Oh, I, I mean, it was definitely a shock. I don't – I'm trying to think it back. I don't really uh, recall exactly my emotions. I assume I was uh, probably drinking at the time. Um, but it was, you know, definitely a surprise. And I think people are – because of 2016, they're kind of having PTSD and expecting it to be, you know, a really close election. But uh, – I don't know that that's necessarily going to be the case this year. I remember I was stunned. That's the best way to describe it. I watched TV all day. And if if my recollection is correct, and I'm getting older, I forget things. I remember it looking like Hillary was winning. Hillary's crushing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, yeah. yeah, And like, you know, you could kind of see Hillary is like probably like with her, with her, you know, fellow Dems and her supporters are at, you know, some luxurious ballroom. They're eating their caviar. They're like, all right, a couple more hours. It would be the president. And then all of a sudden, it's like somebody turned on a switch and Trump just went on a – literally, and I may be the first one saying this, but probably not. Trump just went on an electoral college heater. Like that's really what he did. And it just was like, what happened here? And then before you knew it, it was like Hillary's only path to victory is this, this. And then it just was pretty nuts. I mean, it really was. Yeah, well, I think your recollection is pretty good because some of the first results that we saw was Florida – and we started seeing the Miami-Dade and, like, Broward County vote, which is, you know, was very heavy for Clinton. So it looked like, oh, Clinton's going to win Florida. Well, then the rest of Florida started coming in and got real close. And then, you know, obviously we know what happened. But, uh, again, that could happen this year. We're going to probably see the mail-in vote and also Miami-Dade and Broward County, which is – It's my old stomping grounds. It is your old stomping ground, yep. All right, so I'm glad you brought that up because I'll be honest, this year, much more than most, I have not really followed the national, the national, other national races and even big local races as much as I had in the past. Uh, why don't, Alex, I mean, you're kind of an expert, you know, on this. You're well-respected on PFA, on, on social media. Okay. What are the other big elections that are going on today outside the presidential race? Any big go, go, what governor races, yeah. what Senate? Just tell us. I mean, certainly the, the Senate races are going to be what you'd want to watch. Um, the Senate could potentially flip. Um, it'll probably be harder to flip the Senate than it is to flip, you know, for Biden to win. Um, there's competitive races in Arizona, uh, North Carolina, Georgia, Iowa, uh, Maine. Uh, so I would be watching, you know, those races. Um yeah, but South in South Carolina, right? Uh, it's South Carolina, depending on who you ask. I mean, I personally, I have a little money on Lindsey Graham. I think Lindsey Graham is going to win South Carolina fairly easily. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, I just think that we're so polarized that he's going to probably trail Trump by a few points, but not much more. And South Carolina is, you know, it's a deep red state. They're not going to vote for Trump by eight points, and then you know 
vote for the Republican in South Carolina. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, people are I, just going to vote. They're just going to vote all Republicans or they're going to vote all Democrats. So, you know, the states that are heavy Republican, they're probably going to vote for the Republican senators most of the time. Um, You know, especially like you look at Alabama, uh, you know, Doug Jones is almost certainly going to lose his his Senate race there. Um, You know, Montana might be a little closer. Um, You know, Montana might be closer than people think in the presidential race. We're going to have somebody call in uh, in a minute or so here. Since Druff is his normal, his normal 30 minutes to an hour late, we're supposed to have four, four hosts on here. But I'm sending in uh, – I'm going to send this to our friend in Norway. Oh, nice. So let's get him on here. I want, okay. Yeah, I want to – like animated. That project that we're going to be starting in Norway the first of the year. Uh, by, by the way, shout out to Scott Browner. I think he's been more excited than anybody for this uh, panel. He's been uh, tweeting at us nonstop. Uh, Scott Bronner wants to know what the odds are that uh, you think Graham would lose. That, who, that Graham will lose? Oh, uh, probably 15% at most. Okay, that sounds about right. I, I, th- I think the prices are about 80-20 on predicted, and I think they're still a little bit underpriced, but I, I think Graham's a big favorite. The only, way, the only way that Graham loses is if it's a blowout for Biden nationally. Yeah. Makes, yeah, makes I, I mean, if Biden wins South Carolina by four points, then sure, the the Republican win there. But I don't personally see that happening. All right, so we're waiting for Adam Antium to come on. He's been a fixture of these forums. When I say forums, I mean PFA and then the two or three that preceded that. So he's over in Norway. Anyone know what time it is in Norway right now? I think they're plus nine hours from the West Coast. Okay, so about 1230. Probably, you yeah. know that off the top of your head? Pretty He's impressive. a smart guy. Yeah, yeah buddy. He's full 30. Yeah, plus eight. Oh, actually, now the time change could be a little different. But... All right. So right now we're looking at it's uh, 630 on the East Coast. And, again, the, two, uh, the first poll is going to close in 27 minutes and 26 seconds. And that's going to be, again, uh, we said Georgia and what other states? Well, there'll be, a, there'll be a few states that close, but the ones that are important would be Florida and Georgia. Um, wow, um, but Georgia's going to close, huh, Alex, first? That could be a huge – what's your thoughts about that? Um, I think that Georgia is going to be really close. Uh, Georgia, of course, is usually a red state, but polls have shown that it's really close there. Um, I have a little bit of money on, on Georgia uh, for, you know, Biden winning Georgia. I don't Did know if I'll win that bet. You must have gotten plus on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. I'm getting like two to one on that. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. What's it? What is it now? It's by like maybe plus one ten at the most, or is it, it even much? Uh, Trump is a fifty-eight percent favorite, so it's being priced fairly close. So it could be within a couple percentage points. So and it is indeed twelve thirty in the morning in uh, Norway. Yep. And I did invite um, Vintage Wine. I saw, told him. Oh, but yeah. Perfect. He'd be great Maybe for the show. get him live from the set. We, you know, we can get some uh, TV stars on. Also, we were just talking about South Carolina. They are also going to close at 7 o'clock, as will Virginia, Vermont, uh, Kentucky, and Indiana. 
And when you say they close, Alex, I'm assuming that's good for everything they're closing, right? Uh, okay, so Florida will close at 7, but the panhandle stays open until 8. But, I mean, you know, 90% of Florida will close at, at 7. Well, when did they announce, though? I'm sorry, say that again? Well, so will, the, they, will, will they have everything counted by then, too? Well, right? they won't have everything counted, but we'll start – We'll start seeing returns. So in 2016, we found out Florida got called at um, around 1030 Eastern. Um, so it took, you know, three and a half hours for the state to be called. And Trump only won by 1.2%. So even if it's close, we could have we could have the answer within three hours. Um, it, it won't take that long in Florida. Unless it's super close, then it'll, you know. Snevman in the chat who's watching us live on YouTube had a question. He wanted to know what bets do you all what bets do all three of you have on this election and what do you consider your best action? I know we kind of touched on this early. Um, neither Trader Ruski nor myself have any kind of action compared to what Alex has. Uh, Alex, I think I can answer this for him. Well, uh, your your best action is obviously Biden winning, correct? That's my biggest bet. Um, if you want a safe bet, I would say just bet Minnesota, bet Michigan, bet Wisconsin. I mean, these are states where you're betting at like minus 200 and, you know, Biden's a giant favorite. You know, if you want to gamble, you can bet on Florida or, you know, Texas or Georgia or North Carolina. But, you know, those could kind of go either way. Um, I can't imagine Biden losing Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin. I mean, I, I just think it's. I think Biden's going to win pretty big there, but sure. Yeah, I could certainly be wrong. We'll see in within a few hours. We'll start seeing returns, but those are the bets that I have kind of the most money on. And you have them with any of them with like a sports book or just with there's one legal site where you can bet on politics and that is predictit.org. So like half my action is there. And then the other half is, with sports books and with just, you know, private bets that I made. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about that get up you got going on there, little buddy. <laughs> Stand well, up. I, Give everyone the full view. So you have a, you have a it. okay. What do you have? You have a top hat. You bought all this as a package deal, right? Yeah, it was on Amazon. Okay. So I you have, have suspenders a- too, but they're just so uncomfortable that I didn't put it on. Oh, but you have to have them on for at least a bit. I'll, I'll put them on later. Okay. So you, um, what did it come with? It came with a top hat. Yeah, top hat and some glasses, some beads, and beads, a bow tie. Bow tie. A shirt. Is it? What about the shirt you're wearing? Yeah, this is my personal shirt. This is your personal. Now, and you have an assistant that's helping you do all this. That you want to maybe give thanks to? Uh, I have. Yeah, my assistant Anne is is standing by. Um, okay. She, you know, she'll be handing me information Anne. as results come in. Never heard of her. Okay. And yeah, what yeah. about Trader Ruski? You have an assistant that you, maybe you should give uh, some props to for helping behind the scenes and. Getting the Zoom set up? Do you want to give yes, him a- the assistant, maybe he'll come on later. I just sent down my computer to him so his camera's working now. Nice, nice, we could, nice. We did get him on, an appearance from the assistant. I wonder if I should try to get the actor on. Well, we're going to wait about five more minutes for Druff, and then we're going to – I'm just going to get someone else on here. Uh, yeah, Adam should- Antium is messaging me on Skype. I mean, come on, guys. He's telling me he needs to get drunk first. I need a drink, sober as fuck. It's 12.30. Why are you not drunk yet? 
I mean, yeah, it's. I, I mean, I'm already on, you know, beer number one. I just finished. Brett B. <laughs> Brett B. In uh, the YouTube chat with a shout out to Traderuski. Mumbles also said Traderuski. I love your hair. Yeah. Trader, uh, Mumbles, is- Thank you, Mumbles. And that's my self haircut. I did it myself. Mumbles wants to know, Traderuski, are you zooming from the beach where you're walking your dog? That's what he wants to know. I need to be. She's getting mad. I'm a little confused why I'm the only one drinking so far. I need to actually get it. You're, you're having alcohol? No, you're buddy, you got to pace yourself. You're only 68 pounds, little buddy. You don't well, want to drink too much, and then... I'm uh, 110 now, so... All right. I'm drinking well, anti-hero, which is... Okay, a, let me get something. I'm, I have a little yeah. mini fridge right here. You do have to pay yourself. You can't be, you know... You can't be blackout yet. Now, Brandon, I see you're, uh, you're smoking something there. Is that a CBD? Or is that no, TNT? no, no. It's nicotine. Oh, okay. no, uh, none of the other funny stuff, little buddy. You know right. better than that. Well, it's, it's legal in Nevada. It's no problem. It is. They got these dispensaries uh, on every yeah. corner here now, it seems. Yeah, yeah, There's like 70, 80 of them. It's amazing. It yeah, is amazing. It it's absolutely amazing. Oh, we have a special guest. Oh. Yo, buddy. Yo, buddy. Yo, buddy. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Hello, fellas. Welcome, Andrew. Andrew is a uh, longtime friend of Trader Ruski. Yep. He doesn't have any uh, association whatsoever with uh, PFA or forums. Andrew's here. But what Andrew is known for, Andrew does an excellent, and I mean excellent, the best I've ever heard, impersonation of Trader Ruski. Andrew, the floor is yours. Give us your best Trader Ruski impersonation, please. Okay, this is a this is in the form of a voicemail, usually about four seconds. Yo, buddy, give me a call. Link. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> You're right, though. It usually is in a form of a voicemail. That's what's funny. Brandon, you want to give your impression, and I'll do mine. We could kind of compare. Okay, my my impression of uh, I have two impressions I want to do here. Yeah, me too. Okay, so the first impression I want to do: a legendary person died. This week, uh, Sir Sean Connery. Yep. Uh, I mean, listen, you all can say what you want. Maybe Alex has probably never even seen 90% of these. I know Dave and Andrew probably have. Do either one of you have any debate who the best James Bond of all time was, whether it was Roger Moore or Sean? For me, it's not even – it's Sean Connery. And I I liked Roger Moore. I'm not – I'm not – but it's Sean Connery. I mean, I I like – you know, I like Live and Let Die a lot. I like For Your Eyes Only. I like some of Roger Moore's, but still, it's Sean Connery. Do either one of you? You think it was Roger Moore? For me, it was. Just because, like, that time of my life, like, you know, the spy who loved uh, me was like. All right. So, well, anyhow, for me, it was Sean Connery. And in his honor, I'm going to do an impersonation of Sean Connery in a drive through at a Burger King. Okay. I love it. You all ready? Go. Wampa Junior. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Get it? Wampa Junior. All right. All right. Anyhow, now I will do my Trader Ruski imitation. Yo, buddy. (laughs) I just don't think it's as good as Andrew's, though. Yeah, I think Andrew is the best. So It's all all one word. Yo, buddy. (laughs) It is all one word. That's great. Yeah, well, I think Brandon and I have kind of uh, 
changed our impression recently because we used to say, hey, buddy. Okay, and so we, now, were, we were told that it's actually yo, buddy, and not hey, buddy. So now uh, the chat is even getting involved. Brett B. is doing his impression, and he thinks the impression should be, what's happening, Druff? <laughs> that's, that's what he says on radio every week. <laughs> every time Druff says, hey, yo, and we have Trader Ruski on the line. What's happening, Druff? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony Unsworth in the chat thinks it's Sean Connery by them all like I do. Uh, 99 Queen Street says Mac. I don't, what does that mean? M-A-K. What is that? A, is that? Is that a? Uh, I don't know what that is an acronym for. Okay, Mumbles Batley agrees it was Sean Connery, and I don't think Scott Bonner likes my uh, Sean Connery imitation. But any, any, well, I got to give my Trader Ruski impression yeah, first. So. Please go All ahead. Right. Yo, buddy, that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. That was actually a good one. Andrews, but... So, Andrew, we're on this political show here, and uh, there's not much going on yet because we're waiting for the polls to close. We've got about fifteen Several... minutes. Yep, and several swing nice. states. Andrew, nice. where? Uh, oh, Andrew voted today. Nice. Where, oh, nice. where do you live, a- Andrew? I assume you're in. Uh, you're in Northern yeah, California. Apart. Northern California. Are you in your car right now? I am, fellas. I'm multitasking. Wow. All right. And did you vote today, or did you early vote? I I voted today. Can you give us all of us had early voted? So can you give us a little uh, in, insight? How was how, how was the voting scene up in Northern California? Were the polls packed? Was it easy? What did the you see polls, today when you're out? The poll that I went to was slow. Free donuts, free snacks, free waters, um, a very uh, lackluster uh, crew manning the booths. But let me tell you, fellas, they did not spare any expense. You go in, you can pick paper, computer. I brought my own. You know, uh, uh, I need a translator. And, and then you go into a little booth. They give you a card, like a, a hotel kind of room key, right? You, and you push it in. <laughs> it pulls it up. And then wow. each booth had its own printer. So you push the card in. It pulls up the touch screen. You pick, you, you know, you vote. And then you're done. You can review it or else just press print. It prints out one page. And then you stick it in the box under a lot of supervision and a lot of Purell. Yeah, I bet. What do you, uh, Andrew, what do you think of Alex's uh, little get-up costume, his uh, election uh, outfit? I love it. I'm impressed. I wish I had, uh, I think you probably could have, you know, double-dipped and used that for Halloween and <laughs> gone yeah, yeah. into voting. Alex, yeah, we have, uh, Alex, we have a question for you from uh, user... Thomas Davis, who's uh, in our YouTube chat, okay. YouTube chat. The question is: Alex, early Kentucky results favor Biden by twenty thousand votes. In yeah. Kentucky, was supposed to be an easy Trump win. Is there anything to take away from this, or is it still way too early? Uh, okay, yeah. So portions of Kentucky and portions of Indiana did close at six o'clock. Um, I would tend to think it's just too early to read into it much. Um. But I am looking at the pricing on Predicted, and Biden is climbing a little bit. Uh, Biden's hitting 70 cents, and Trump is down to about 38. So, I mean, the market is pricing in Biden. Yeah, but didn't you even yourself didn't – you, didn't you even say yourself the other day that Predicted was kind of whack because five people, 12 people voted and it influenced something? What, what was that about? 
Yeah. No, that's true. So, uh, sons of bitches. We did have results yesterday at twelve oh one a.m. from uh, Dixville Notch and another county in New Hampshire. Uh, basically, five people in New Hampshire cast their vote, and that's the first results that we see. And yeah, it did actually move the price in New Hampshire on Predicted, which is uh, pretty dumb to move the price based on how five people voted, but. Uh, Sometimes that happens, but once you start seeing results, usually predict tickets. You you would think they get a little bit better at pricing it in, but we'll see. Sometimes they're kind of dumb over there. And guys, again, if you want to be on, message us in message us in the YouTube chat. Uh, PFA election. Uh, what are we on? What is it? Just PFA election show? Is that what we put in YouTube to, for them to find us? Yes. Okay. Yeah, or you can. Space or you can. Got it. Or you can just tweet at us at PFA election. And let me ask let me ask you a question, Alex. So with the Kentucky so when you say parts of it closes a six, is it like so is it more like the deliverance areas rather than like a Lexington or a Louisville? So that would lean one way or the other? Uh well it, it's the areas that are in the eastern time zone closed. Um I'm not quite sure what cities that would be, but I, the reason I wouldn't read too much into it is because it's it's Kentucky and you know it's Indiana. It's not uh, it's not a swing state. You know when we see results from Georgia and Florida, that might be more analogous of how the election overall is going to go. Right, right, right. You know you can kind of you can try and read the tea leaves, but it can be a kind of a dangerous game. AJ Trigger uh, in the chat is saying CNN just showed the Kentucky votes. They're all early mail-in votes from a few counties only. Well, that would make sense, actually. And he said, not, John King said not to freak out this early. It's a good point, AJ Trigger. Thank you for that. Yeah, that, that would make sense if they're showing the mail-in vote first, that it would favor Biden. We know that's going to be strong Biden. So, again, I wouldn't read into it a whole lot. Um, when you start seeing a, a decent sample size from Georgia, especially, then you can kind of read into it. Um, if it's really close in Georgia, that's probably not a great sign for Trump. Sure. Georgia is definitely a state that Trump would uh, need to win. Absolutely. So we're looking at 11 minutes now and 27 seconds. 11 minutes and uh, less than 20 seconds now before the first polls close. So things are really going to start to get heated right about uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time. We'll have some data to start analyzing. It'll, it'll uh, take a little time for the results to trickle in. Andrew, uh, do you have any sort of political background? I mean, do you, do you have you been following – Various races closely. Are you, are you, do you have any bets on any of this? What, what, what's, what do you think, or what do you have at stake today, Andrew? Besides, you know, that's a really good question. I have you. to say, Yo, full buddy. disclosure. <laughs> full Yo, disclosure. Buddy. You got me. Yeah, give us full disclosure, um, please. Full disclosure. I've kind of come full circle. I used to think, gosh, what's one vote gonna gonna do? And I kind of. I was shirking my my fiduciary responsibilities as a tax paying citizen, but this year it's just like it's ridiculous. So I said, you know, I'm going to sack up and and voice my concern. So um, I'm. It's really interesting to hear you guys talk about it because, uh, um, you know, as an informed source or as an informed group of people. So I guess the thing, the biggest thing I'd say is that last I remember watching. Um, exactly where I was. I'm sure all of us do when we were watching the polls and I was, there's just no way 
Trump's going to win. Like we talked Hillary's, about this I mean, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I must've missed it. So, um, shoot, I have a brand call in a few minutes. But, so I was just shocked and I, I just don't want to be shocked again, I guess is, is, is what I'd say. So I'm really interested to see what happens. And it's kind of interesting how stuff trickles in and people are mailing in and people are showing up and there seems to be a lot of energy and attention around security and efficacy and cheating and, you know, uh, cyber attacks. So I, I, God, wouldn't it be interesting if we could take all the dough they spent on this election and the, and the, you know, the guidelines and the advertising and the messaging and just put it towards, uh, you know, a, a vaccine for COVID or something. I think sure. that probably would have been more productive, but uh, no, I don't have any magical insight or anything except for, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm taking my, my voting responsibilities a lot more seriously and I'm grateful for what you guys are doing. Thank you. Did, uh, did you vote for you in 2016? Yeah. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Did you? Yeah. Oh did yeah. You I did. I, I did. Voting? I voted. I voted. I mean, I, I voted for Hillary. Okay. And uh, hey, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. You know, I'm of the mind that anybody can answer, including Trudorowski. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, buddy. Um, I'm. It's. I guess I'm of the mind that uh, the universe, God, higher power, who's ever calling the shots, put puts people in circumstances in your in your path or in your way to show you where you're not free or to teach you a lesson. And if that's true then it stands to reason that Trump's supposed to be president. And I just wonder what your guys' thoughts are on that. And not to necessarily get off on the Trump bashing stuff or, or create any political stir, but I'm wondering uh, what your thoughts are on that. If that maybe we needed this as kind of a wake up call and that, you know, it's a little bit of the good comes from all things uh, mindset. David, why don't you answer that? No, I think it was very positive. I mean, digital transformation, you know, who would have thought could things could get fucked up so bad while trapped in our houses, right, for months at a time, but it allowed us now to really advance. We can do virtual conferences, use a lot of these platforms. The earth is healing, you know, I think as far as, far as like all the social unrest and the racism, you know, I, I think people are going to have to take a good look in the mirror and, and figure out what's important to them. You know, I think, you know, the, the rights for people, for the LGBTQ community, I mean, going after that and, you know, kicking trans people who are brave enough to fight for our country. I just feel like there's just such a cluster. And the environment, it's just just goes on and on. And then, you know, when you talk about you know, putting putting uh, <clears throat> for our soldiers and putting um, bounties on their heads. It's just see, you know, I keep I keep thinking about all these things. They just, you know, each one thing <laughs> could be like campaign ending, but it keeps getting just flushed out by the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, but if you look five or six deep, then those are kind of the big ones, but then they were just flushed out by the ones after that. So, Yeah. I, I have a feeling when Drift comes on the show, he's going to have a, maybe an alternative point of view. 
Exactly. <laughs> and that's fine. Listen, that's yeah, true. Everybody can the, come. The and whole rule of the show was everyone just has to be respectful of each other. But you you can freely discuss and share ideas and your own viewpoints. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have uh, a legend from a very controversial per- controversial person from PFAs in the chat. Even now, yeah, uh, I could do Dwight, a lot of people. is here. Okay, he's you know. Would you say he's controversial, Alex? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd say that's half of PFA. Yeah. Uh, I like to watch. By the way, Alex, you are even now, as people are entering the chat and looking at you for the first time, you're getting a very, uh, a ton of positive comments on your, on your outfit. Okay. I'm, I'm not reading the chat. What is uh, you know, just your dress to the nines. That Someone okay. said you look cute. They wanted to know if you were single. Someone okay. wanted to know if your assistant, uh, Bland, picked this out for you. <laughs> um, I mean, they kind of helped me out, but uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, David, I really liked your answer, uh, Alex. It did was. you want to dip in your oar? Sure, Alex. What are your thoughts on the same uh, uh, question Traderuski answered? I mean, you know, I, I have my own opinions. I, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, I would say I'm not super political. Um, I, I think no matter what happens, you can kind of live your life and you're going to be okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I do think Trump kind of took the country in a direction that I would tend to not agree with. So wait, you're saying that whether he was elected or Hillary, it wouldn't affect you directly. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. I, I think my life would more or less be the same. Uh, you know, other people probably feel differently, but I think you can kind of just live your life and you know, you're probably going to be okay. So that, I, that's how I feel, you know, just about politics. No matter general, who, no matter who was president, you were still going to cash in a poker tournament and get ripped off. Yeah, and, got, you know, and maybe silver, if, overpriced silver. Well, I mean, Regardless. maybe if Hillary was president, I would have got, you know, bronze instead of silver. I don't know. Why don't you explain yeah. that? I've made that reference a couple of times. I know Andrew, who really does uh, like poker. He doesn't know what we're talking about. Why don't you give the audience a brief recap of what happened? Alex no, was no, recently no. in a poker tournament in a Sheraton ballroom, folks. That's that's your first clue. You shouldn't probably be playing at a probably Sheraton. Ball- okay, yeah. but what happened? Well, Alex? it's Sheraton Ballroom. It's you know, it's it's a nice brand. All right, but what was the cashier, Alex? Just like tables they had there, like a registration table at a conference, just six foot tables. Yeah, it was just a registration table. So basically, I, I cashed in a tournament, and uh, I was supposed to be paid in cash. And instead of giving me cash, they gave me uh, a pile of silver coins. So that was a bit of a controversy for a little while. Jesus. And did they have it like pre-packaged, or did they like count it out one oh, point at a time? Was it a bag? It was a mess. I mean, they were counting out like thirty-five silver coins. I mean, it was they had silver just stacked up to the roof, practically. It was all in silver. They couldn't. Was even there get a pirate? Gold. Was there a pirate there? No a pirate. No. Yeah, picture like a pirate with the silver. Yeah. But, and then, and then, did they? So they had it pre-weighed out, and like, were people getting irate? And what the fuck, silver? You know, I mean, I could imagine some people must have been pissed. Yeah, people were uh, were not too happy about it. Was it currency, or was it just weight? You were paid in the weight of the silver, or the cost per ounce uh, of the silver. So they were they were giving uh, one ounce of silver coins, and they were valuing the coins at thirty five dollars. Oh, got it. Not not a good conversion rate because silver is like very optimistic. uh, Exactly. Alex, 
Uh, I have some questions again for you in the chat. Let's go through this real fast. MG, who I think I know who that is, he okay. wants to know if Biden wins, Alex, will we will we see you shirtless? Oh, that, that's going to be a no, MG. Okay. But I, I do have <laughs> AJ Trigger wants to know. Uh, AJ Trigger wants to know what is Alex's max max win if everything lands best case scenario. I guess he means even with all your long shots. Well, and if if everything hit, if every single bet you had hit, what would you estimate you win? That can hit, obviously. Say that again, Trader C. That can hit. You well, might know well, if no, everything miraculously hit. Some- not everything can hit. If he has both sides, he could have a hit. Well, I okay. Yeah. I mean, best I case scenario, even with some real long shots, what are we looking at? Are we looking at a hundred k? No, no less. I mean, most of my bets are on the favorite. So, but I do have some long shots. I have Biden winning by more than two hundred eighty. Okay. Electoral votes. I mean, I could win. I don't know, fifty thousand maybe. Wow! What's that line? Dude. What's the what's the mine? What's the two eighty? I guess that's minus twenty. Say that again. So what? The two eighty. So you're just betting over two eighty, and what's that line? Oh yeah. So um, I have a bet for Biden to win by more than two hundred eighty electoral votes. So that's trading at like eight cents. So I'm getting like twelve to one on that. Um, wow. Yeah, so I have some some lotteries like that. I mean, I have Biden in Texas at like three and a half to one. So I mean, wow. I'm not expecting to win that, but if it happens, then you know it's right. But crazy. what's that now? That's got to be what plus one twenty uh, or plus one fifty? I guess. No, te- Texas is still a big underdog. Uh, oh, Predicted is crashing right now, but I-, I think it's probably like two to one right now. Guys, we have an it- update here. Alex, what does our update sound? <laughs> Very good. Uh, the first polls have just closed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Alex, for those that are just tuning in or missed it, which, which polls are we talking about here? Uh, well, Florida just closed and Georgia just closed. Those are uh, kind of the, the big states that just closed. Um, we also had polls closing in Indiana, Kentucky, South Carolina, Virginia, and Vermont. Whoa. But uh, Florida and Georgia is what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at this map on Fox News. It says Fox News Democracy 2020, and it shows Trump winning 279,497 votes to Biden's 215 and change. What what are, what are these numbers even from? I'm seeing a total of like 500,000 and change votes cast. What what are these votes from that they're already showing? Anyone know? I don't. You know? Okay. Well, I don't know. Vote? Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, it's just the first votes that... But from where? Like, where it doesn't say where they're even coming from? Do we know? All right. What are you, I'm, I'm what are you looking at? That CNN thing? No, I'm on Fox News, and I'm just clicking on presidential results, and a map comes up, and it shows... Uh, well, they're showing Indiana, so some of it's in Indiana. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Lieutenant Governor of uh, Pennsylvania was quoted saying today that the Pennsylvania results may come sooner rather than later. Okay, that's interesting because that was expected to take a while. Yeah. I mean, does it say why? I mean, I'm going to look at it now. It's a video. 
and I'm not going to watch okay. it. Okay, so we have breaking news, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Do you have a breaking news sound effect? You Duo! Want okay, so it looks like uh, we have our first projection, and it is for Trump. Trump is going to win the state of Indiana. Oh, that Jesus. already been projected. That's the first state. Um, was he was, okay. but he was expected to win Indiana, of course. Yeah, it's it's not a surprise. Um, well, is it even worth going on, or should we end the show now? Are we done? <laughs> something tells me we gotta we gotta keep going. What's happening, right. Adam? Hello, I just want to say I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Yeah, welcome. There he is, <laughs> the legend, Adam Antium. What's up, buddy? Live from Norway. Oh, look at him. Look at that. Nice. How you doing, buddy? Get, get drunk before good, you good. come on. What's the status on that? Have you been drinking? Say again. We, we heard you were uh, Yeah, to I, had, I had a couple. Only okay. a couple. Is, is Norway known for their drinking? No. Actually, I don't really drink that much. I just uh, need to drink to go on air. That's fair. Adam, tell us, what, what is, what's the Norway uh, perception of all this? Are they laughing at our country? Be honest now. Are they just watching <laughs> this? Everyone in Norway, they're laughing at us, aren't they? Yeah. They are. I, th- I thought and, they were. And not nor- just Norway. I would say all of uh, Western Europe. Okay. Tell us more about that. No, really, it's interesting. They're yeah. obviously they're laughing at our country. They're laughing at Trump. What exactly are they laughing at? And are they at la- Trump. At they're at- laughing at Trump and all the everything's a conspiracy. It's yeah. like it's unbelievable. I'm. Uh, yeah. But um, and I, I I wonder. Do do you think people vote for? Trump or a Republican? I'm sorry. Come again? Do you think people vote for Trump or for just a Republican? Uh, what do, you, do you think they vote like along party lines? You're saying, or yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like Republicans for Biden groups I saw on the news over the last weekend, where I think a lot of them. You know, they're starting to separate, I think. I haven't seen any of that. Oh, you haven't? I have. Uh-uh. Well, the Lincoln Project and... Yeah, well, yeah. Yet, but yeah, I, I think those are still pretty rare, but you don't have to break off too many Republicans to... And Fox News right now is also projecting that Todd will be over an hour and five minutes late. Well, I mean, we, we also knew that going in, so... Unbelievable. <laughs> Scoop the Pot is uh, saying that, Alex, it's a good uh, good call on the Texas spread. Uh, okay. AJ Trigger is saying in the chat, and this is YouTube as well, that Michigan is saying that their results will be faster than expected, that they're going to have a lot to report by 7.30 Eastern time. That's good news. Um, Strasburg 01, nice bow tie, Alex. Lilal North, I'm not making this up. Lilal North, hello all, I'm watching from New Zealand, and we are all very interested. Well, thank you, Lilal North, for listening. Uh, Thomas Davis in the chat again, he's reporting that, or he's saying that Yahoo, so this is like a source of a source of a source, like Inception, Yahoo is reporting that Kentucky is decided for Trump and Vermont is going to go to Biden. Um, Daly is seconding that... Kentucky is going to Trump, and well, Simon what Temple. Is everybody watching because I, I got NBC on. I'm, it's kind of cool. We have someone in New Zealand. We have someone in Norway. We have people all over the world. So right now, Can Adam Antium. 
Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I have a question for you. So Adamantium, right now in Norway, how big a story is this? Like, you know, the, today's uh, election and what's yeah, going on? Is it prob- the dominating? Probably. Is it the yeah, dominating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. as big as uh, it is for you. Like, okay. the news is constantly yeah. showing uh, 538 or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. So what about Adamantium, what is the bigger news story when it's uh, the election in Norway or when it's our election? What's the uh, bigger deal? I would say this is probably the same, equal. Really? Yeah. Because you have an ins- insane person as president. <laughs> yeah. Do you, is there a market in Norway, betting-wise? Do you know of any Norwegians? No, that- we, we don't really, we don't yeah. bet, uh, like, no. Okay. Right. We just shake our heads and hope for Biden. Yeah. So, anyway, on another note, Adamantium, it's been a while since we've had you on any kind of show. Personally, on a personal level, it's very good to see you, buddy. You're looking good. What have you been up to? What's going on with you just in general? Election? Uh, craziness? Was well, uh, How is it? Well, the, this whole quarantine, what have you been doing? Like, tell us. Give us an well, update. Uh, I've actually been sitting right where I am right now since March. Been I, I worked for the city, so I mean, well, everybody just got ordered to work from home, and I I work with uh, computers, so it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I I'm as efficient working from home so as the office. We have a guy just like you in the United States on our forums, and his name is Sonatine. Yeah, and he hasn't gone anywhere since March either, and he works at home and he's in a chair just like yeah. yours. Do you yeah. know? Yeah, I know, I know the guy. I know, I know you do. So you're you're. <laughs> So even now, are you home a lot? Are you not going out much? I, I go to the store. I mean, I don't really... <clears throat> I don't care that much. I'm general. We don't have that much. I think we only have like 20,000 cases total and something oh, wow. like... That's it? Yeah. But but it is a uptick yeah. right now. We had like 700 new cases from yesterday. Wow. So we're... Pretty much all of Northern Europe is going on a lockdown. I read that. England especially. What, what's your personal opinion? Do you think this is overblown? Do you think it, it, it's much to do about nothing? Do you think it's as serious as they make it out to be? What's your own personal view? Well, that depends. Do you care about your uh, grandparents? Absolutely. I mean, sure. Yes. I might, so it's I like, won't know they're dead. All of them are dead, but you know, I have parents that are alive. I mean, I mean, old people are dying from this. So it's like if your if your argument is like, well, thirty somethings doesn't really get that sick. That's one thing. But if you give it to, if you're like, if you're seventy and get it, you're not in good shape. So well, you saw what happened with Trump. Do you think? Yeah, there was, a, there was a I was hoping of- that he was gonna die. I mean. Uh, they weren't going to let that happen. No chance. There, there was okay. So there. Answer this now. There was a little bit of debate on this panel. Traderuski was of the opinion. And Traderuski, have you ever met Adam Antium before? No, I'm happy okay. to meet Adam, him. Adam Antium, are you familiar with Traderuski? Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Hey, buddy. Uh, so Traderuski was of the opinion that this might have been fake. That Trump <clears throat> might not have even had this virus. It was a political stunt. Alex was of the opinion that he thought no chance or very unlikely chance Trump did have the COVID-19. What do you think? Do you think it could have just been staged politically? You think they faked all the 15 well, others? I, I'm just telling you what the debate is. I don't know. I'm you, not a Washington insider. I don't know. I no, don't no, think I'm so. Just if you ask me, I think well, he had it. I don't think it was made right. up. And all I yeah. was saying was it's possible he didn't, 
Then he's like, oh, I'm going to come out. Look, then a bunch of other people got it too. Then it just got away from him to try some more moronic scheme. But anyway. I think it's more likely that he would have had it and tried to cover it up. Um, but I, I think he realized that he couldn't have covered yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not, I was saying probably 95 5, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was lucky as shit to get it and recover that quickly. It was yeah. like best case scenario. Yeah, he, he had the best care that he could have gotten. So I mean, right, and oh. they probably had all the special medication and things they were trying on him. So Fox socialized News, medicine, they would probably have died. Fox News right now, boys, is calling Virginia for uh, Biden as well. So as, as Fox News has it right now, it is sixteen to eight with Biden in the lead in terms of. Oh. I might yeah. have to start off NBC because NBC is very slow. They've still only called Indiana. But it's all chalk, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing surprising. We're, we're, I mean, it'll be several hours before we get a battleground called. Um, is the whole thing that if Biden wins uh, Pennsylvania, he will be president? Is that? Well, that's pre- it's pretty Pennsylvania big. is the most important state for sure. Um, Trump needs to win Pennsylvania and Florida. Uh, if Biden loses, he'll be an underdog, but he still has some outs in some other states. But So yeah. if uh, Trump uh, gets uh, Florida and Biden gets Pennsylvania, is uh, it like 50-50? If, 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 no, no, no. If, if that happens, Biden will be a big favorite. Uh, oh, okay. Trump really has to win both of those, whereas Biden only has to win one or the other. <laughs> I saw bad guys said uh, Trump was in bad shape in Pennsylvania. I don't know what to... Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's just everybody's opinion until we see, you know, extra results. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been polling quarterly. I'm not expecting Trump to win Pennsylvania, but... I'm just amazed that you can have a madman in the race. Yeah. All right, so getting back... Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But, you know. Getting back to the chat here. Dead, uh, oh. you, Adamantium, you have a shout-out from Simon Templer, uh, Dead Court, which is also Adamantium's oh, previous shit. name. He wants to say hello to you. Uh, let's see. Who's that? Uh, can, Simon can... Templer. I'm, I... He must have a screen name other than that. That's the screen. I know that name from somewhere, but I'm not sure who that is. That's someone from PFA, of course. <laughs> you know our uh, female friend from Ohio is yeah, supposed she's to call gonna, in? She is going to call in, sure. Michael Stoud, shout out in the chat to you. Um, let's he see told me you were on a date. No, we we hung out. We had a very good time. Well, well I dinner, guess you could call bit. it a date. Yeah, you could call it a date. I guess we had a very nice evening together. We're talking. You can say her or you know say her screen name. Uh, Adam Antium is referring to referring to PFA four member Kilgore Trout, who I had the pleasure of having dinner with a few weeks ago during this quarantine. Oh, was you Vegas. like my gold tooth? I do. It looks uh, very very gangster, buddy. It looks very gangster. Okay. Thomas Davis is saying that Trump is up very big uh, early right now in Florida. Yeah, so I, I just saw that, and I have an update on the odds. Trump is now about minus 160 in Florida. So he's still oh, a wow. favorite in Florida, but not, not a huge favorite. He was minus 200 earlier, so. Hmm. Bad guys in the chat. Good evening, bad guy. Thanks for tuning in. Who uh, PFA election panel in the chat. Who is that? Is that Alex? That's me. Okay, I figured it was. Very, very nice. Uh, I was very impressed that Sidish could cough up the 750. I was, 
You didn't think he had seven fifty to his name? No, no. Yeah, well, I think that was all credit card, all credit card. Yeah, probably well, his mother's. Max, he maxed out his credit card to bet Trump. So yeah, he might be in the poorhouse if Biden wins here. All right, so listen, I have a question, and I know I'm going to come across as sounding very uneducated, and you know I am when it comes to this. That's why I'm asking. So all these people that voted early, all these early votes in all these different states. Were people allowed to start counting them like as they came in, or did they just kind of sit there guarded and now today they count it? It depends on the state. So, you know, it's a good question, isn't it? it, Also, it depends on the state for when you can stop accepting ballots. So, like if you're in Pennsylvania, you could have mailed your ballot in yesterday and it could, it might not show up until, you know, two days after the election. That ballot still counts. In Florida, it had to have been, it had to arrive today so they start counting those ballots right away in some states like florida uh and then they you know release the results as soon as they can in other states they can't even open those ballots until close close like you know pennsylvania so what is it in illinois your home your 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 state illinois excess ballots for like forever i mean it could show up two weeks from now and it still counts um, but, you know, Illinois is kind of the irrelevant state. Wouldn't it be a good idea to have, like, a federal law that everybody did the same thing when it came I mean, to voting? You, you would think there would be strong federal laws about this, but, no, it, it's really up to the states and it's up to the municipalities how they want to allow voting to happen. So, so each state is sort of like its own country? Yep. So I mean, each state has their own laws for right. how they Yeah, in essence, Adam, that, that is correct. Each state's like its own country. When it comes to things of, of that nature, yep. Sounds yeah, like I mean, a pain in the ass. Some places in Texas, they had actually 24-hour voting, and they had drive-through voting, which I had never even heard mm-hmm. of. So if you live in Houston, you could have right. driven up at 3 in the morning and cast your ballot. So if Trump goes out and says they're going to call it today without counting whatever million votes, what, what's going to happen? Uh, I mean, you can... You can kind of disregard it. I mean, it's not really up right. to and that's Trump. What, that's what they were saying here, Adam, on the morning shows, that, like, Trump was just going to say he won. Well, Trump, Trump, yeah, Trump was going to declare victory earlier if it looked like he was up in the early numbers. Right. Um, and then He's crazy the, enough to do it. Wouldn't that right, cost exactly. It's such a clusterfuck. But, uh, I mean, it's not really up to him to declare if he's the winner or not. So, I mean, that wouldn't really have much standing, but... It's more about controlling the media narrative, I think. Right. Thomas Thank Davis you. is reporting that Biden now is leading in Florida with 45% of precincts reporting. Okay, I'm on commercial on NBC. I mean, it's got to be pretty close, right? Uh, that's. I just read Thomas Davis's exact statement about mm-hmm. Biden now leads in Florida with 45% reporting. Let's go Florida. I'll see if I can find more detail. Yeah, let me look up Florida results. Yeah, 43% reporting. And, oh, wow, Biden is up 51.7 to 47.6. But, I mean, again, this is half the vote, and it we probably we could have just you know, the mail-in numbers dumped. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that Biden is up big. Florida is always so close, though, isn't it? Year after year. It's just amazing. Having in numbers on like- Texas? Uh, no, it's because the polls are still open in Texas for another two hours. In parts oh. of Texas. Oh, so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
What is it, like three hours play. time difference to the West Coast? Uh, no, Texas is one. Yeah. Texas. Texas is such so a big state. Hours. It's one and two. There's two time oh, no. zones in Texas. But Vegas is three, right? Yes. I, yeah. Vegas is on the same. Uh, we're on the same time zone as yeah. California, as yeah. L.A., San Francisco, et cetera. Yeah, so it looks like Biden is up 3% in Florida right now with almost half the vote. But, again, we, I mean, it looks like the half of the vote that we're seeing, it's a lot from Miami-Dade and some of the southern, you know, Miami area. Uh, Adamantium, what is the weather right now currently like in Norway? Is it cold? Uh not freezing. No, it every winter it gets warmer. We we haven't had uh, we don't have any snow. It's sort of like fall. It rains and it's a bit chilly. Hmm. So right now, what would you, what what would it what would the temperature be? Celsius is what you all use. What is the temperature yeah. Celsius was? Uh right now around five. Well, that Fahrenheit. What, is, what does that translate to? Be anyone know? Oh, you need to, you need to Google that. Zero yeah. zero is freezing. That's pretty cold. Yeah. That's still pretty cold. Like forty two or forty three. Nice. Uh, okay, so it looks like Florida in the betting markets is getting pretty close to fifty fifty. So, oh, there he is. Just I can see why he was late. He had a. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I had to eat a few a uh, few bites here before starting off, but uh, here I am. Put a spread behind you. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, no. I, I can't be hungry during election night, and I know yeah, it's going to be a show, so I, I can't prepare. So, a man that needs no introduction, folks. Uh, this is, I think, what your second time ever on camera in all the years I've known you. Um, well, I'm trying to think as far as uh, even with you, or I mean, well, I know we did so. We did a thing with uh, you know a live show once with William Kasuf, and that was the last time I remember either either of us ever being on a video doing any sort of show like this. Yeah, it was probably that's probably it. Uh, I've been on a few times uh, in other ways, but uh, yeah, yeah, as far as poker father shows, yes, I, I prefer the the audio version as I've said many times for the show um, because. You know, if I pick my nose during the show or if I, uh, I don't want to put pants on. I guess I could have no pants on now. You don't know. I can, I'll show you guys. You want to see? You want to see? No. Well, no. We're, we're okay. No, I, I, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm afraid to show you. Now, so. uh, yeah. Todd, as you know, you're on with uh, Alex, uh, PLOP from PFA. Yes. A man that needs no Hi. introduction, of course, Trader Risky. Yo, buddy. And uh, Adam, Adam Antium from PFA. Oh. And we are streaming live on YouTube, live on PFA, and we have a chat, which has now almost 70 people that are watching live and oh, chatting good. with us. Yeah. Uh, so, Druff, uh, before we go any further, what? first off, good evening or good afternoon. Thank you hey, for good coming afternoon on. To you too. Thank you. Uh, what do you think of Alex's outfit? You're not oh, going to comment on the beard? <laughs> well, well, hey, on listen. Alex's beard? Uh, Alex, Alex doesn't have a very long beard. <laughs> That's no. my comment. But uh, um, Alex's outfit, uh, well, I've been watching. I've been watching while I've been doing some things in the background, getting all that ready behind me. And, uh, well, yeah. now he's gone. I, I want to comment on him. He runs oh, away. hold on, hold on. Okay, now I'm back. Oh, okay, okay. He's back here. You know what? It's, it's funny because uh, I was searching my own house for an outfit like this, and I could not find it. So I decided yeah. the, the closest I have to red, white, and blue is this. Yeah, well, definitely don't spend the ten dollars on Amazon that this would have cost. <laughs> now, Druff, when I spoke with you uh, two days ago, you seemed. Uh, would you? Did you trim your beard since then? 
Or I, I did, you know, because I, I'm not seeing anybody, so I, I let I let uh, my yeah, beard, well, it was... I let my beard grow out to Jack from Twitter style, oh. and then uh, um, yeah. you know, I, I just decided I might as well look a little bit presentable for this. I know nobody's tuning in to uh, to look at me, but uh, I said I've, oh, I've got to okay. at least make it so it's not offensive. So so here yeah. I am. I did trim down my beard, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to not. Uh, not give the forum material to troll me for the next 10 years. No, you yeah. look fine. You look good. You look good. Oh, that explains why you were a little bit late. No, no. The, behind me is, what, is why I was a little bit late. Oh, okay. Looks, that looks actually really good. All right, so, Druff, getting down to business here, uh, are you caught up on what's going on so far with uh, Kentucky and Indiana being called for Trump? Is that correct? No, I, I, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. Obviously. Yeah, and, and Virginia was called for Biden. So, I mean, yeah. Florida is what we're looking at. Um, right. It looks like Florida is going to be pretty close. Um, the betting odds still have Biden as a little bit of an underdog. I was just told Biden is plus one thirty-four. So I mean, it's, now, it's going to be pretty close in Florida. Druff, let me ask you a couple questions that I asked the panel earlier. When did you early vote, or did you vote today? I, I, I voted. Uh, yes, I, I voted to see everybody in California gets uh, an automatic uh, ballot, which then we. Uh, we can do what we want with it. So I, I dropped it in a Dropbox yesterday, and uh, I haven't checked if it actually got counted. Right? There's a way to do that, but I haven't. I, I actually checked once, like last night, and it wasn't counted, so whatever. But uh, uh, I, I did vote for Trump, in case the someone's wondering. I know you guys know I wouldn't vote for Biden, but I, I voted for Trump. I actually didn't vote for Trump. Some may not know this. I did not vote for Trump in 2016, but I did not vote for Hillary either. I just voted third party because I, I – really didn't like Trump and uh, I definitely wasn't going to vote for the Democrat. And I, I also don't like Hillary personally either. So that uh, I actually like had a personal dislike for both candidates, regardless of the politics. So I said, so were, were you a Gary Johnson voter or did you? No, 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 I didn't know. I know Gary Johnson Aleppo was, that was the end of that. But uh, um, no, I, I voted for a, a, a very minor candidate. And, uh, and then this time around, why did I change? Well, I felt, and I, I don't want this to be like a, a political debate show. Yeah, sure, you can give your opinion, though. I know that's not the point of this, but I just want to tell you guys what I'm thinking, why I voted for Trump this time as opposed to 2016. And, and for those of you that don't know, most of you know who've listened to me on Poker Friday Radio or read my forum posts, I'm a lifelong conservative. So uh, um, that that's really the main reason, because I, I felt that the left became very extreme over the last four years. Uh Partially in response to Trump, probably, but but they it was already going that direction before Trump, so it wasn't just him. But uh, I felt they became very extreme, and uh, and I felt that uh, uh, a lot of their agenda, a lot of the things they want to do, I'm so opposed to that uh, I could not not only couldn't I bring myself to vote for Biden or, or any any Democrat running, but I also uh, want to vote against it. Not not so much voting for Trump as an individual. And I will say that policy-wise, uh, I actually have agreed with most of what Trump has done. His behavior, no. You know, his behavior on Twitter, some of the other stupid things he said and done, uh, I'm not blind to that. And uh, and a lot of it I, I don't approve of, and I, I, I facepalm when I see some of that. But I knew I was getting that when he took office. As I said, I didn't vote for him last time, but I wasn't expecting that to change. What... I, what uh, I was hoping for was that just the policies in his presidency wouldn't be a disaster. And I didn't think they were. And I think for once he ran bad in that COVID showed up at, at the beginning of the year 
where uh, at that point he was in great position to be reelected. And if you looked at the betting odds, then he was like minus 190 or something to be reelected in, in mid-January. And then uh, COVID showed up. And this this would really devastate any president because no president was going to stop this. It was going to be bad, bad no matter what. It's bad everywhere. It's not like it's not like uh, some other uh, Western country is doing great. Uh, so this is uh, whoever was in office, Republican or Democrat, was going to really struggle and was going to be attacked over the record on it because it w- wasn't going to be gone now. It was going to be bad in the U.S. no matter what. So uh, in that, he ran bad. Though I would say he, he ran well in uh, all the way up till then with, uh, in various ways, including uh, getting Hillary as, as someone to run against. And this time it looked like he was running well with the, the Democratic field was not very strong. But with, with the way uh, with, with COVID, they don't have to be strong. And this was kind of like the worst thing to come because anything that's messaging related, anything that's uh, where, where Trump has to appear presidential and serious, it's uh, it's not good for him. So th- with with this, he's got to watch everything he says, and he doesn't, and it seems like he can't. So this has been especially hurting him, and uh, say so he may lose because of it. And of course, he's favored to lose. And um, you know, it's a moron, right? Well, then I wouldn't say he. No, he's not a he's not a moron. So this is where. There's a lot of, uh, it's funny, you see a lot of contradictions. Either he's this uh, diabolical genius who's dog whistling to all the white supremacists and uh, has all these secret evil plans, or he's a complete moron and doesn't know what he's doing. You can't have both. It's got to be one of the two, uh, or neither of the two. But oh, again, he's a moron. Well, okay. Well, I mean, you can, you can think that. I know, but you can't get to where he was being a moron. Uh, now, is he, he's not very scholarly, Like he doesn't like to, to read or learn a, a lot of details about a lot of things. And that's just, that's, that's who he is. Uh, but, but he obviously has a lot of street smarts to even get where he is. This is not just someone yeah. who inherited money and ended up uh, with a lot. He, he actually, see, one myth about him is that he inherited way more than he has and lost it all. That's, that's not really true. He really, he, he inherited money for sure. But he built it up, and he did a very good job with his brand. And, and the fact that he won 2016 and beat all these Republican uh, uh, contenders in, in, in 2016, uh, he had a very, very good feel for what he needed to say and do to make that happen and, and how to appeal to people. He has, he has, he has a, there's a lot of smarts he has with this sort of thing that most people don't have. And look at all the money that was spent in the Republican Party to beat him in 2016, and he crushed them all. So this is, you can't say he's a moron. He's just not, uh, um, in, in a lot of areas, he's not that knowledgeable. In a lot of areas, he's not that well. I, I do have to interrupt you briefly only to say yeah. I have to give a shout out to one of my favorite female limit hold'em players of 2003 and four, who's joining us on YouTube. It's confirmed. And Druff, do you know who no. that might be? That would, I heard you're saying it before, yes. but I would, have, I would have known anyway because I saw she, was, she liked Very it. Nice. Uh, Jean Gluck. Thank you for. She says our uh, little panel here is better than CNN. Well, that's that's Very a pretty happy. low bar, but okay, I'm, uh, I'll take. Thank it. you, thank you, Gene, well, uh, for joining us. I, I want to give an update on Florida because it looks like Biden is still in the lead here by a little under two percent. Um, but I'm reading that Trump is minus three sixty in Florida, so the market is pricing Trump as a big favorite in Florida. Well, it might be. Is it based upon the counties that haven't come in yet? Yeah, I, I think what happened is probably the mail-in vote has already been counted, and now uh, probably Trump's numbers are going to go up. Uh, I see he's down by about one and a half points, but I, w- I would expect Trump to start uh, gaining in Florida. 
Um, so it's too early to tell, but it looks like Trump might be winning Florida here. Okay, so let me just give an update. Uh, we do have, as, as Alex mentioned earlier, Kilgore Trout from the PFA forums. It's going to be calling in momentarily. She wants to be on. Hmm. I think she's only going to be on audio, but she will be on. Also, just, so we can, just so we can start getting some new bodies in here, what time or do, who has the contact information for Kalawat? He's, I, I, no, I've been, I've been uh, talking with him. He's going to come on. Uh, what time at, does he want to come on at? At 5.15 Pacific, as, as we already discussed. Okay, so that was the time. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, so, Druff, what is uh, the mood like right now in California, or I guess even your area? Can you describe, well, okay, like, I, like the, I, is it I, tense? Is there a lot well, of tension? Okay, so, so let me explain here. Uh, first of all, I, I don't go out that much anymore. So I, I don't go indoors anywhere except for my own house. And uh, so I, I don't see the mood very well, but but I can tell you this: that uh, so I, I live in an area that's away from Los Angeles. I'll, I'll say that. So which is good now. It's a, like a, never have I been happier to live away from Los Angeles as this year, where I'm not close to any kind of social unrest, and COVID is not as bad where I am uh, compared to Los Angeles. So this this is where it's good to be away from the big city. Whereas before, when I was driving all that distance to get to Commerce every every week, it was a pain in the ass, especially if there's traffic. But uh, uh, what I'll say here is that uh, obviously California leans very heavily Democratic, and uh, Biden's going to win for sure. I mean, there's, there's no question he's going to win uh, by a wide margin here. So um, it, there's, what people need to understand about California, though, is uh, it's, the state is widely varied in both uh, climate and, and also in demographics and also in uh, political attitudes. So some people think of California if they don't live in California. And they, they just think of Los Angeles, San Francisco. They kind of picture it all like that. And, and it's not because the, the inland areas are very different. And uh, so, so it's in, in some ways, it's, it's like two states. And uh, even the weather's different from place to place. You have mountains where you, you get uh, below zero during the winter and a ton of snow. And then you have uh, you have Death Valley, which is the hottest place in the world. Uh, anyway, in the there's a lot of hatred for Trump in in the L.A. area, especially in the Bay Area. You know, San Francisco, San Jose, all that where, where big tech's located. Um, Trump, there's actually actually a number of Republican districts inland. They're just not as populous. And here, Teardrop on the Central Coast. It's I think it's at least. I'd say it leans more Republican, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, I don't know San Luis Obispo as well, but yeah, I, I, I would believe that in the Central Coast. Again, not super populous, and it's not like LA or, or the Bay Area, but uh, you know, there, there's some people there. Uh, but as far as uh, I, I think everybody is, is kind of, uh, in general, around the country, is just very anxious about the, both the results of this election and if we're going to have results tonight, which I don't, if unless it's a Biden blowout, I don't think we will know for sure. And, uh, and also, well, I guess we'll know for sure if there's certain swing states that Trump has to win that he just doesn't, then I guess we'll know for sure. sure. Trump, do and you, you think they should stop counting votes, uh, Todd? Uh, well, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that this, this whole mail-in voting thing, uh, I, I thought it was a mistake. I've, I've explained it before. And uh, and I think that counting votes after Election Day isn't good, and it's a bad look, even if it's fair, even if there's a 
even if it, there's nothing shady that goes on, it, it's a bad look and it gives people a lack of faith in the process. And, and, you know, if that decides the election, let's say, you know, Pennsylvania is still counting for several days after, let's say it's, it comes down to Pennsylvania and if Trump wins that, he wins. If he loses, Pennsylvania loses, which could be what ends up happening. Uh, and then they end up counting for days afterwards. Um, I think whichever side loses is going to claim there's some kind of fraud and get, even if one side eventually concedes, there's going to be a lot of bitter people feeling like they got stolen from them. So that that's that's what I mean by like a bad look through the whole Ruff, thing. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Do you see who's entered the chat? Let me see. A nice picture too. Looks oh, like yeah, I, I, I see. I don't know why. Why can't she get on camera though? How come? How can one female? You, you could ask her yourself. Got to keep well, my anonymity. My anonymity. Welcome you know? to the uh, to the PFA panel. The one, the only. Uh, What's up, gang? Legendary uh, Kilgore Trout. How's it going, guys? Kilgore, <laughs> going good. Kilgore is from somewhere in the smoking uh, hot. Midwest section of the U.S. And, uh, Kilgore, thank you for coming on. What's going on? Uh, what's your take on the day so far? I don't know. It doesn't matter what I think or what I thought because whatever anybody thinks, it's going to be the opposite. This is not the year to make guesses. I don't – it isn't going to be good, at least from my perspective, and I'll leave it at that, that interjecting my own personal thoughts and, and beliefs. Well, I don't think you can say that yet. We don't really know yet where it's going to go. I mean, that's four years ago. People thought that's it was the problem. Away. Then around that's around the one. Problem. You okay, know, well, listen. If, you, if you're rooting for one side, then it's uh, it's. I'm rooting for neither side, but like, you know, like everybody says, it's the least of all evils. So, you know, everybody was talking about where they were four years ago. Earlier, four years ago happened to be a big milestone birthday for me and I was betrothed Trump for my I'll just say it my 40th birthday so on election day so anything is a turnaround from from that day everything was going pretty well all day until about 6 p.m and then things just took a turn the opposite direction than what I would have liked and just got worse and worse and worse I had a really difficult pain in the ass dinner that I, I went to that could have went better, came home. It was difficult when I got home and then progressively got worse and worse and worse throughout the night. So anything that I think or want at this point doesn't matter. It's immaterial. I'm just going to watch it and enjoy. I have no money on it. I have, I mean, other than my whole life, no personal stake in any of it. So we'll see what happens. I, I really enjoy the candor and all the fighting and all of the the arguing that goes back and forth. I enjoy, at least in the last couple of weeks, watching all of you guys kind of like go at it. It's been real entertainment. So thank you all. <laughs> I, it brings out, it's brought out some really interesting uh, personalities, let's just say, especially oh. like the last 24 hours. To give an update on Florida, Biden is still up by a little over 1% with two thirds of the vote in. Um, I'm not sure what the odds are right now, but I, I think Trump is still a favorite in Florida. Yeah, Florida. So weird. in fact, that was I remember this. I'll tell you this. I wasn't on earlier when you guys were talking about like where were you when you know this happened four years ago. I remember I was out. I was driving, and uh, I wasn't that far from home. I was probably five to ten miles from home, and uh, I was I forgot how I heard it. I don't know if it's the radio. I think it was the radio. 
but I, I heard about Trump starting to rapidly catch up in Florida. Yeah. And then I go, wait a minute. And I, like that moment, I realized that Trump was probably going to win Florida and there's a decent chance he'd win the whole thing. And then, uh, I jumped in the car and just like I had stopped somewhere. I jumped in to zoom home because I wanted to bet on Trump on predicted and I wanted to get it in as soon as I could before the odds changed. And I, and I got some of it in. I, 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 not as much as I was hoping. I, if I was home, I would have done better because I looked and, and things moved between in those like 10 minutes it took me to get home. But I, I drove super fast home and I, and I jumped on my computer and I tried to hammer predict it, which of course is super slow on election day like it is right now. And, uh, and I remember I was, uh, I talked with Brandon right around that too. And I said, I, I think Trump's going to get it. I think it looks like he's going to get it here with the way Florida is going. It really looked like that was the indicator because everyone thought, unlike this time where people are looking at Florida as something very close and where Trump was favored and seems to be still he is favored. Uh, four years ago, it was thought he's going to lose there. So when it looked like he started to pull ahead and then he got, once he got way ahead, then it was like, okay, this is different than people are expecting. And if, I don't know if you guys remember four years ago, the very first returns we had on the election before election day was the Nevada early voting. And Hillary did way better than expected. Nevada was thought to be a swing state and she was crushing it there. So people thought, okay, um, even if this, the early voting is, is skewing Democrats, this is so much in favor of Hillary. There's no way Trump will win or even come close in Nevada. And that looked like a very bad sign. And it turned out Nevada just happened to be one of two states where she really overperformed in the swing states. So that was that in Colorado. So it was just misleading. And so when I saw what happened with Nevada, I thought, okay, Trump's done. He's not going to win. He has no chance if he's going to lose this badly in Nevada. It just turned out Nevada was trending more blue and people didn't realize it yet. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we still have the panhandle from Florida that's going to come in. So I'm expecting, uh, I'm sure Trump is going to pick up some votes here. I can't. Can you even get predicted to load? I, for me, it says uh, an error occurred every time. Yeah, I, I, I was about to say I'm trying to get predicted to load, and it's you know shitting the bed. It's is. such a fail. How how come every election they can't get yeah, to load? It, it, I know terrible. they have very high traffic, but it's like it's like the old uh, Obamacare site of the first day. It's like they they can't anticipate the traffic and uh, but this yeah. there's a lot of money in this thing, and they they collect a ton. Yeah, I mean they're feet. they're losing money by having it down, but uh, yeah, they're, right. They're trying to be a fail. Every year this happens. It's it's one thing if it gets a little slower, but I mean, they just can't handle the traffic. And every time I say, okay, they're going to fix it next time, right? Hey, they, hey Chad. Yeah. I think, can we uncage Marty tonight? Oh, no, we can't. Say, Marty. Come on. One night. How about three hours? Two hours? You know, an hour? You know, when they, you know when they say that uh, if you do the same thing over and over and expect a different it's result? Insanity. Yeah. insanity. I, I, may, I, I was insane this way for many years, and I just decided – at one point, I've got to stop it. I got, I got to. Okay, I got to but put at this in. point, you've been doing this with keeping him, keeping him banned long enough. So that's now insane. Let's let's let him free tonight. Come on. No, I, I uh, see. I don't want to invite all the trouble again. I just, I he he can go elsewhere and do whatever he does. I I don't want to cause Is him any trouble. Is still in the navy? I don't even know what he's doing. You know, I I, I don't want to I don't want to cause him any trouble, but I also don't want to. Uh, I don't want him in my life or on my on my forum or anything involved with this stuff. It just it just uh, it's it always ends badly and it's always something I regret. 
Are, no, he has talking, the iPhone sink in and another monitor. Are we, are we talking about Marty? Is that what this yes. is? Yeah. Yes. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's try to keep it to the panel, not too much forum stuff, because a lot of people that are listening don't even know what this stuff is about. Let's try to talk about Joe Burrow. Why don't we see Brandon anymore? The idea was to try to keep it to four people all at a time so people weren't talking. So I scheduled my breaks around when other guests come on. So we can try to keep it to about four guests at a time. So, you know, everyone can talk and no one's talking over each other. And you know what I mean? So now it's kind of like the Kilgore, Druff, uh, Adamantium segment. And then when can you get what I'm saying? Oh, I see. So I'm, I'm looking. See, I, I, now I'm looking at the YouTube channel and uh, I see so what I see on Zoom and what I, what I see on the channel are a few different things. So I see it's, yeah. it's you. I see um, – I see PLOL. I, I see Trader Risk. You just came back to the, to the beach. Well, if you look at the Zoom, open up your Zoom app, and then you can just see live what you'd be seeing. In, in real no, no, time. it's different. I, I'm seeing it different. Not on Zoom, you wouldn't be. You'd be Zoom and the YouTube channel look different. They look different. The YouTube channel doesn't show the non-broadcast. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. Look at Zoom, though. Don't look at YouTube. Zoom will be and in, and in Zoom, you can flip-flap the views. Like, you can, you can yeah. switch the views however you want. Or change it from speaker to gallery. So let's let's go back to Brandon and I had a very lovely evening a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not going to turn my camera on. That's not it's not in play. But Brandon, <laughs> why don't you just let the fine fellows know? Would you say that my maybe this image isn't exactly perhaps how I looked that night? The image that's uh, in my Zoom profile. But would you say that? It, well, that's you. I mean, it's not like correct. a different person. Correct, correct. Sure. But at this point, and this is the only time I want to even really visit this, am I fairly somewhat on some level what I have, what I've, I guess, shown to be or said who I was pretty accurate? Well, I mean, I mean listen, you're feeding me $50 pieces a la carte of raw <laughs> fish. So you could look like Barbara Bush, and I'm going to say, Shoddy, you look gorgeous. So, I mean, it's not a fair question. No, no. I, don't need, I don't need the niceties. I just want to know, like, the, yeah. the, listen, there's been a lot of discussion back and forth over the years. About Wait, I don't, are you asking me to validate this is who you are, like the picture? Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, that's and you. Like, Absolutely. Okay. Sure. All right. And that's you were right. feeding me $50 pieces of fish a la carte. I was, so, and it was a, we had a great anniversary yeah. dinner, and it was, it was nice. very special to me, and I will never forget. So we ate at uh, Yellowfish at the Bellagio. It was really, really Bellagio. Good. Very, very good dinner. Great was that your only time in Vegas since the? No, she's been here like eight times. So she I mean, my only there. time that week, yeah, yeah, I would say. I, I think she's been here what June, probably, five times. You've been five, six times. Seven, six, seven times since June. Jeez. And then oh. many times before that, yeah. So, well, this this is I actually have the opposite going on. I've only been in Vegas two days in the last fifteen months. Oh wow! Yeah, which, right, is, Alex, just, well, which oh, is not common. I'm usually there way more than that. So, that Alex, was, tell me real fast: Are we missing anything? Just with the uh, updates? Yeah, I, I do have an update in Florida because I just got predicted to load. So, I looked, and Trump is eighty percent. To wow. win Florida, so wow, it, it does look like Trump is a big favorite to win Florida. You weren't uh, expecting that, were you? Uh, I thought it could go for Biden, but it looks like that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was—it's funny, uh, the LOL, because I was actually thinking of betting the opposite way, but yeah. um, 
I, you actually kind of scared me. Now, I know you weren't insisting it was going to go Biden. I know you were open to it going the other way, but uh, I know you would bet the other way. I think, oh, PLOL is going that way. Like, I, I don't want to oppose him because I just kind of feel like, you know, he has a good feel for this. But I also, my gut feeling was he's going to win Florida. Like my, but I, I almost bet Trump, but I decided I'm just going to, it was kind of like a week. Well, you know, in all fairness, so PLOL, PLO has always gone the other way. So, just <laughs> uh, but, but, but I look at the general election odds. It's pretty much where it was earlier in the day, which is Biden is still about a sixty-eight percent. Yeah. Well, if tr- the truth is, if Trump doesn't win, if he either blows one of these uh, swing states that he that he has to get, yeah. like, uh, I mean, he still has to win Georgia and Pennsylvania, and uh, he's going to win Georgia, I think. I mean, it, you know what? It's it's kind of it's kind of like knowing it's kind of like you're going to be all in blind uh, like like four times in a row against someone else all in blind and you've got to win all four. And you go, you know, the, the chances aren't very high here. Even though I could win one, I could win two, it's, it's going to be hard. It's that's, annoying that's and agonizing after a while, too. Enough is enough. It, it looks like Georgia is being really slow to count. They still only have 6%. That, yeah, that's that's another one I think Trump's going to take. See, I, my, my feeling, and we'll see if I'm wrong on this. I may look like a fool when this is all done. But my feeling is that the... Areas that are starting to trend blue, but have always been red, like like Georgia, like Texas, like even recently Florida. I know they haven't always been red, but they've recently been red. And they were considered going more red until very recently, until like super recently. So I think those areas are going to go to Trump. I think in the future, it might be a problem for the Republican Party to win those states. And they have to watch out and they have to look at their tactics and not let their lead slip away in those states. But I don't think in 2020, those are going to flip. Arizona, I even think uh, that one that that one's going to be the one that's going to be closest. But um, but that one might flip. But I, I I can even see him carrying that. That where I think Trump's going to have the big problem is getting that last state, like Pennsylvania, and that's uh, it. Really yeah. could come down to that because I think I think Trump might overperform compared to what they're. That's what happened four years ago. Oh, remember Hillary went to Georgia to campaign thinking. Oh, I'm going to be the Democrat who flips Georgia. I'm going to clobber Trump so badly. Let me go to Georgia and flip Georgia. That's going to be really humiliating to him. And then she doesn't go to the northern states thinking, well, they've got those in the bag. And then you saw what happened. So, and then it turned out Georgia wasn't close. It turned out, uh, um, none of those were, they thought it was going to flip were close. So I, I, I do believe that those are going bluer over time because of population shifts and people moving there that, that are Democrats and, uh, demographic shifts and all that, but, and, and Republican party has to watch out. I just don't think it's going to happen this time, but I, the Pennsylvania thing, the reason I think that can be hard for Trump is because Biden's from Delaware and Delaware is, is kind of like Pennsylvania. It, it's, it's, it's associated with Pennsylvania very much. It's tiny. Well, and he was born in Scranton too. He was born in Scranton. Right. And then it, and then Delaware, it, it kind of derives its identity from Pennsylvania. They're all Phillies fans there. Everything is like Pennsylvania, like in Delaware. So, I this is this is the reason that Biden even became vice president because Obama, before he was sure he was going to crush it because of the the economy crashing, um, he picked Biden because he wanted to make sure he had Pennsylvania. So now, strangely enough, now Pennsylvania is going to be a big factor if Trump carries all the ones that he did before. That. Um, aside from the northern states. So, uh, so so we'll see. But it really could come down to Pennsylvania. I wouldn't be that surprised, especially 
given that it seems like, like when predicted to saying 80% at this point of the day, uh, I think it, it probably is going. I mean, if, if you don't think so, you can get very good value betting uh, Biden right now. But I think, I think that's a pretty strong indicator that, that Florida is going to go to Trump. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. I think uh, if it's trading at 80 cents, it's probably uh, going to be going towards Trump. And, and by the way, have you, have you explained? I, agree. I think Pennsylvania will be very difficult for uh, Trump to win again. Have you explained to people what the predicted numbers mean, like what 80 cents means for those watching? Oh, that don't yeah, I, I mean, basically, you're buying a contract at 80 cents, and if it happens, it goes to a dollar. So they're basically saying that there's an 80% chance that it happens. Yeah, right. That's that's a good way to look at it. It's kind of like a percent percent chance that yeah, it's yeah. eighty cents basically means eighty percent more or less. And, and yeah, so, so what would happen is if you were to buy that, ignoring the fees, which are very high, but ignoring the fees, if you were to buy uh, Trump at eighty cents right now, what that means is you would spend like if if you spent uh, eighty dollars on this, you'd get a hundred shares, and if Trump won, you'd get a hundred dollars back. So you'd make twenty bucks on the whole thing. So that's why I don't even bother with the ones like that because it's uh, after the fees, you make almost nothing. So, uh, but, uh, the, the, uh, so once you see something trading at like 80 cents, um, especially where partial information is known, like there is now, uh, then usually that, uh, it's going to go that way. Usually people, especially something that's very high profile where there's a lot of eyes on it. Uh, on something like predicted, a lot of the value is when there's not a lot of eyes on something and there's, uh, uh, like when there's poor polling of something. Beforehand. How much money do you have on the line, uh, Druff? Not that much, like three thousand. Yo, yo. I, I, my, my biggest bets were on Biden winning the primary, and I did what I did well on that because I did it early on when it was uh, folks, plus five hundred. Folks, uh, we have another co-host panelist joining us, and I need I have a couple announcements to make. So before we we uh, bring him on, uh, it's Jeremy, uh, also known up, as uh, Vintage One on Radio. Oh. Is that's this- right. That's right. What's up, guys? I'm driving home from work. Very nice. <laughs> so just to give everyone an idea of what they have in store for the next hour or so at, uh, do we say 5, uh, 30 past the hour, or is it 15 past the hour? Kalawat is joining. What time do we say? Yeah, it'll be 5.15 uh, Pacific, so, okay, so about, about 25 minutes. About 25 minutes, and then shortly thereafter, maybe we'll say 45 minutes after 5 on the Pacific uh, coast where she's located, we are going to have my favorite limit hold'em player, okay, circa 2003, 4, 5, Gene Gluck is going to come on. I'm really excited about this guest. And then all oh, we're going to have Matto, Samatin should be on in about an hour. So we have a really good panel. So, again, keeping with – not having too many on here. I'm going to back on out for about 20, 30 minutes. And, uh, Alex, if you want to take a little break now, you can. It's up to you. We're going to kind of turn the ball over to Druff. So, Druff, you're going to run this round table. Oh, wow. And, well, yeah, we'll check back in in about uh, 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I think we have a lot of panelists on, so I'm going to kind of uh, take a little break now, and I'll yep. so be back in a little Kilgore, bit. So, we'll keep Kilgore, Adamantium, Jeremy, and Todd, and Trader Ruski will be running everything in the background. So, you four have at it, and we'll see you in about uh, 40 minutes. Okay, okay. by the way. Before you go, I'm gonna say I, I'm I'm a little sad that I'm not your favorite uh, limit hold'em player from '05. I mean, I, I want to brace it, thank you. I'm not your favorite player. It's so sad. That's terrible. That's just terrible. Yeah. Well. Uh, so that, anyway, that one, for those of you who have, have never seen Vintage One before, I know you've heard him on uh, Poker Fraud Alert Radio, but uh, you, you're He'll driving check. you're driving home from a hard day of work in uh, in Hollywood. That's right. That's right. They haven't shut us down yet. <laughs> No, that's good. It's uh, and you know, vintage one. He he works for the major network show, and uh, 
he has a, he has two a, of them. Yeah. A two of them. Wow, I didn't know that. So he's he's got which a, ones? He he doesn't want to say. I don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> you've seen them. Something secret. But they're they're major though. I, I can I can assure you, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. They are they are major network shows, and uh, you know he's behind like the Big scene. Bang Theory. Big? Uh, well, that's not on anymore. Kind of along those lines, yeah. Um, well, yes, uh, more closer to that than you would think. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. But he worked behind the scenes, of course. He's you're not going to see him on camera, but uh, yeah, he has. Ah, a, you never know. I was in one of the promos this year. Oh, you? I didn't know that either. You got to show. You got to yeah. send that to me. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, you got to send it to me. Pretty That's funny. Cool. So, you know when you see like the end uh, text of a movie, and it says like "Best Boy Grip." Yeah. What is yeah. that? What is the that? Best, the best boy grip is the the second in charge of the people that are they're kind of like they're they're not construction, but what they are is they when you're doing lighting, they need flags and stuff to control where the lights go, and that's what the best boy grip is. He's oh. second in charge of the grips. And what, what about you. the dolly grip? The dolly grip's the one that pushes the camera. Hmm. When the camera's on that little dolly where they push it, it's and and the arm goes up and down. That's their job. The, okay, the dolly. Grip. You you won't hear this on any other election show. The, the, that's the, right. <laughs> CNN will not be discussing dolly grips. This is true. This is true. So, so is drones a game changer? What's that? Is drones a game changer in like camera? Yes, they're, they're being utilized a lot more, but there's a lot more regulations than you would think. Because you can't just put a 4K camera on and, and have network quality. There's a, you know, and also the FT, FDA is, a, or the FAA is a little more involved because people have gotten stupid and brought these planes way too high into. <laughs> yeah, um, that's. Well, I have a drone. I can, I, I can tell you, actually, mine is mine is malfunctioning, so I haven't been able to use it in a while. I've still got to send it in for. I was about to send it in for repair, and then COVID shut that down. I, I think they're probably operating it. I should do that. But I have a I have a drone, and yeah, if, something that's a pain in the ass is there are so many restrictions on where you're supposed to fly it and not and not fly it, and some of them make no sense. Like like for example, um, they decided, which is very stupid, that you can't fly it in any. Uh, national parks or California state parks, which you may say, okay, that makes sense. You don't want to bother people like the Grand Canyon. But the thing is, what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of national parks are, 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 not, are not super, they're not very highly visited. They're wide open. There's tons of space. Most of the space, there's no people. And these are perfect places to fly drones, but you don't want them flying over neighborhoods. You don't want them flying where they can crash and hurt somebody or disrupt traffic. Where you want it is over open nature, and for some reason this has been disallowed just because a few idiots take the drones exactly. to places like uh, like Yosemite and Yellowstone and uh, and the Grand Canyon and buzz them over people's heads, and they get pissed off, and then they complain. So they say, okay, we're going to ban. So instead of being smart about it and banning them where they make sense to be banned, they're they're banned from all the national and now the state parks, and then within a five mile radius of the airports, you can't fly them, which is a lot bigger than you think because it's a radius. Yeah. So, and, and there's a lot of tiny airports. We're not just talking like LA airport or JFK. We're talking about every tiny airport now gets a five mile radius. So then you, you can't fly that in those areas. So there's a, uh, there's a lot of restrictions and uh, th- that's disappointing. And a lot of people have just elected not to get a drone for that reason. Yeah. I have a, you drone have a phantom. I, I, 
Yeah, I almost yeah. thought uh, a D. What is it, DJI or something? Yeah, DJI is the company that makes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're fun though. They're fun. It's it's amazing with that that uh, GPS, that self stabilization, where that was changed the game, where you didn't have to fight just to keep it in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it is pretty cool. And uh, what my the problem mine has is mine for whatever reason it lost the ability to know its altitude that well. So it would get it would get really confused, and it would be, uh, it, it would be a hundred feet in the air. And, or it would think that, or, or better than be 50 feet in the air, and it would think it's 300 feet in the air. Oh, yeah, that's would, bad. You, you can't have that. It can, it can, it can crash very easily with that. It, and uh, so, and it was having problems hovering also. By hovering, it would start drifting everywhere. It's just, I, I'm not sure what happened, but I've got to send it in. You might just it. have to recalibrate it. I've tried, I've tried all that. I've tried everything okay. that I could do at home, and it was a fail. It might be related to the crash it had that one time. <laughs> Oh yeah! Didn't you have to go hiking into the mountains to get it? Yes. Yeah, so what happened is it, it actually crashed in the mountains, uh, and uh, I tried you to get it. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I I tried to get it, but it was so deep in there, and it was so steep, and and like I started to get uncomfortable of where I was going, and I said, "I'm kind of just too old." So I I said, "You know what? I'm just gonna. I know approximately where it is. Uh, I, I actually even have the. Uh, I was able to download the coordinates from it where it crashed." So I said, okay, well, I, I'm having a hard time getting over there. But uh, did you fly it too far away? No. Happened? What happened was, I, I it it had a feature I didn't like that it just auto lands when it gets to a certain battery. So I had yeah. enough battery to get it back, and it wasn't that far away from me. But then it just decided at 10% battery, it's just going to auto land. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I later <laughs> learned how to stop that. But it was I was so helpless just watching it just land into the mountains and in, in, in a place that was very hard to access. So I, I actually put an ad on Craigslist, and I said I, – I put out the truth. I said I'm in, I'm in my mid-40s, and I, I don't want to go in there. It's not impossible. It's just it's just difficult, and if somebody who, who's young wants to go in, and, and I'll pay them. So I, I think I paid the guy uh, – I think I paid him $200 to go in, this 21-year-old guy. <laughs> he went and did it. And he said it was pretty hard. Like he, he was uh, – it was – he said it was harder than he expected it to be. And I, I warned him. I didn't mislead anybody. I told him that. I kept repeating, I'm not like an old cripple. Like, if this wasn't hard, I would do it myself. It was one of these things like, you know, I'd rather pay 200 to some 21-year-old than than do it myself at this age. And if it, sure. was, if, it, if it wasn't like super, if it wasn't super hard, I would have just done it. And, and that's why I, I made sure everybody understood that, that I wasn't just being lazy or that there wasn't something wrong with me. And that's I, I even told the guy walking over there that this is going to be hard, and that's the reason I'm not doing it. So, and I said, "You're younger. That's that's why. Uh, that's why I think you may have an easier time with me." But uh, so anyway, he. he it, so it hey, what's going on in the election? Yeah, I we, should, seen we should get back to the election instead of drone talk. Um, <laughs> that's the problem. I'm, you know, with, with PLOL and Brandon gone, and I let it go to a. Who had Ian Trump? Well, I'm still here. I'm off video. But uh, I am here. Hey, Druff, um, I do have, we did a uh, drone building program for kids a couple years ago. And I yeah. found one of the kits. I found one of the kits we didn't use. I'll give it to you. Maybe you can build it with Ben and then you'll have a new uh, drone. Oh, really? Cool. Like okay. no, he'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Um, now, who's yeah, in so the I don't know. here? 
Who's the black and white here? Well, that's that's uh, Adamantium. He's actually not in the U.S. That's why he's got the accent. He's oh, okay. In okay. I'm not sure why he's in black and white, though. That's a mystery. I look better in black and white. <laughs> I think we all do. Once you, once you pass like like forty, then you always look better yeah. in black. And white. I'm forty five. Yeah, that's that, that's why if, if you're on a dating site uh, or a dating app and there's women who are posting pictures in black and white, just do not accept it. Just say, yeah, I want I want a picture in color and I want no filter. That's what you got to say. Fortunately, I don't. I haven't had to deal with that for a lot of years. Which is good because, like, and no angle from the top down. Yeah, no, yeah, no angle. <laughs> you want to see it? You want to see the angle upwards to yeah, catch you... that the double chin. <laughs> you want you want to see a number of of, of angles, yeah. and you want to make sure there's no filter and it, and it's in color. Yeah. That's what you got to do these days. And uh, if I was if I was dating now, uh, it would be a problem because. The women my age on these sites, and I know I have friends who are single who are my age, and they show they send me all these pictures, and the women they all have these heavy filters on, and and uh, and they look like they're thirty years old, and I go, and these women are forty five, and I go, this is not an accurate picture. They're running those into, filters are go, scary. You're going crazy. I I I would I would tell them just send me a real picture. I don't expect you to look thirty. I don't look thirty, so I I don't expect that. I don't even want that. So I I would just say. Send me the real you, but a lot of them don't want to do that. They're self-conscious. They want to. They want to look like they did twenty years ago. So it, it would be tough if if I were uh, this. How age. old are you, Todd? Like forty-seven? Uh, you're close. I'm forty. I'm forty-eight. So uh, yeah. I will. You don't be, have uh, that gray a beard. I think my beard is just as gray as yours. I have more gray on the sides. You know what? I didn't have a gray beard until April. My beard had zero gray in it, and then in April I looked. I go, crap! What happened here? Like all of a sudden, gray showed up. I used to brag. My beard has no gray, even though I'm 48. And then, uh, it's the then COVID. Right, after, right after I turned yeah. 48, yeah, it's it COVID gray. It's COVID gray. <laughs> it was just, just as people started dying in New York, my gray came. So, <laughs> anyway, like my uh, gold tooth is turning being, silver. That's <laughs> called being scared of COVID, boy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, let's. Uh, I'm trying to load uh, the election now. Of course, CNN. It's a joke. It's only. It's it, they only they're so they feel so burned over what happened 20 years ago with Gore that uh, they never like to call none of the networks do not to CNN they never like to call any states until it's like super obvious so so far they've yeah. called like uh, uh, Oklahoma uh, Indiana Vermont DC and uh, where's I, I, Florida right now um, I'm trying to load predict it which is honestly one of the better resources here but it, you you can't load it is the problem. It's it's so hammered, but that's where you'll see the betting markets. Um, if somebody else could load this, I'm trying to kind of talk and. I'm still in my car, so I can't really. Yeah, I know you can't. Uh, oh, PLOL's back. He's good at yeah, this. Yeah, Trump is uh, looking pretty good in Florida. Oh, this uh, is PLOL. What's up, dude? <laughs> right. Hey, buddy. Yeah, he's 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 All the right. only youngster here. Everybody else here is over forty except PLOL. Yeah, it did just go down, but it. I, Trump is a big favorite in Florida now. Um, I think he just took the lead, and there's most of the votes that's going to come in is going to be for for Trump. Yeah, it's, it's very likely. They he's say the last like uh, ten presidents all have won Florida. You have to win Florida basically too. Well, Trump definitely had to. The, the so yeah. Trump, it, it, it's more of a must win for Trump than it is for Biden. Yes, Biden can win South Florida, but Trump cannot. Right. So as, as now, said, Pennsylvania becomes more important. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so so if if Trump lost this, where it looks like he's not going to, if Trump lost this, then it's it's pretty much done. Barring some shocking development, it's pretty much done. So this is this is kind of like the short stack going all in and, right. and doubling up. 
So, so if he, if he loses, he's just out. So, so yeah, uh, obviously Biden's not happy to see this. He could have pretty much uh, stopped sweating if, uh, if Trump was going to lose Florida, it looks like he's not going to lose. What, what about uh, uh, Philly? I mean, Pittsburgh and uh, Pennsylvania. I don't know. Do you see anything? Well, Pennsylvania just closed. We're, we're not getting too much votes from Pennsylvania oh. yet. So we're, we're still just looking at Florida. Pennsylvania is going to be, uh, it's going to take longer to count there. Copy. Uh, yeah, Trump, Trump is up by 0.2% in Florida right now with like 86% of the vote. Yeah. So he'll probably win by, I would think, at least a 1% or something like that. Where's a good place for to, to see these these returns? Where's a good w- website for people to go take a look? Uh, I mean, honestly, if you just Google Florida returns, you can see like, oh, okay. the results. Okay. Yeah, it, it's going to be uh, slow going for a lot of this until uh, we know some of the more important areas. Florida, is, is they're known to get results early. Because they count very yes. fast over there, so Florida is going to be quick. Yeah, I, I see. They're now, now Trump has taken the lead of uh, 0.7%, which doesn't sound like much, but it, it is given the the trend here and, and where it's coming 83 from. 83% reporting. Yeah, and 83% reporting. To, and right now he is ahead by uh, 76,000 votes or so. 76, 77,000 votes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of what is missing is the panhandle. Yeah, and the panhandle is uh, that that's very red, so that's that's obviously very bad news for Biden. Is he he's not going to win? I mean, it's it's, it's pretty much done uh, in Florida, and uh, I have a feeling Georgia is probably going to uh, go that way yeah, as well. I, I would think if Florida is going for Biden, that or sorry, if Florida is going for Trump, that Georgia probably is going to follow suit. Yeah, and uh, so so I'm looking the uh, it, yeah, it looks like as far as the ones that are are called. Uh, it looks like the, according to what I'm seeing on Google here, I'm not sure where this comes from, but it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks like, yeah, Oklahoma, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, Kentucky, and West Virginia all for Trump. None of that is a surprise. Uh, Florida, likely, uh, very likely Trump. Uh, Georgia, North, North Carolina, and Indiana, they're claiming he's leading, but I don't know what the, where, where, where's reporting sending that much. And what's been called for Biden is uh, Illinois, Virginia, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. So, and, and Ohio, believe it or not, it's showing that Biden leads, but I'm not sure if I believe that's going to stay that way. So, um, that, that's none of this is a surprise as far as what's been called. Any of these, had they been called for uh, for the other candidate, it would have been a shock. So. Uh, it doesn't really mean very much. The, the really the election boils down to the swing states, and there's there's actually the heavy turnouts actually seems to be on both sides, and there's the conventional wisdom that if there's a heavy turnout, it favors the Democrats. But this this election is so weird, you can't really say that. It, there is heavy turnout, but it's uh, it's hard to tell right now who that's going to favor. Yeah, so, so it looks like in Ohio we're seeing. Mostly the absentee and mail-in ballots first, so that's why it's heavily skewed towards the right. Yeah, that's yeah. Absentee and mail, of course, uh, those those go especially the mail. The mail-in ballots are much more uh, democratically, and uh, so we have fraud. I I think uh, the fact that Trump is carrying uh, Florida looking like it's uh, 
I think that's a good sign for him to not get upset in uh, states like Ohio, even though Ohio and Florida are quite different. Uh, but yeah, Pennsylvania, as I said, that's going to be the tough one because Biden's uh, I'm there, right? His association and the fact that it's been a blue state every time, except for last time, and and uh, Hillary had much less popularity in Pennsylvania than the Trump. I mean, than, than uh, Biden does. So the fact that it's crazy has no bearing. Well, which, I mean, which, which one crazy? No, no, he no, he fits right in. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania is pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about Trump is crazy. Well, he is somewhat crazy, but uh, when um, you say stand down and stay ready. I mean, is that you think that's well, normal? I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you the crazy thing about that was the fact that he even said it. It's not it, the statement itself wasn't so bad. It was that uh, it was the fact that you'd say really? that. Well, I'll tell you why. Because what he was trying to say here is that uh, the the Proud Boys that he was saying don't attack, just be ready in case Democrats, in case uh, Antifa and other left wing forces are are creating violence, and then you can step in and and, and try to. Uh, stop some of that violence. That's that's what he was trying to say. The truth is, they shouldn't even. Why do that. would he say that? So he's telling them to be vigilantes. No, no he shouldn't say it. I'm saying that this right. isn't. It, it, but it's different than saying um, attack. This is saying stand back, and if if somebody if you start seeing the other side attacking, then then uh, then help stop them. Which he shouldn't say. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he right. should have said it. And it's a very bad look, and it was dumb. Okay. Uh, but I'm saying that this is not instructing white supremacists to attack people or anything like that. This is basically saying, be ready in case Antifa starts attacking, and then and then you can respond. Which, I mean, this shouldn't be happening. Right, but if but he's the president, so he can't. He obviously can't say that. So then he says this. Like the, I could argue that's the exact same thing because he's the president. But, but let's face it, Rodeo Drive's not boarded up because of. They're preparing for a Biden win, right? And that's and that's something that has to be. Uh, and that that's has just to be, a fact. That, that they, you do have to take a look at that. Is that if it is true? If if Biden wins, let's say Biden were totally crush it, uh, you wouldn't see that many Trump supporters out there burning the city down, or, or there there probably be very a very small number of Trump supporters who would be committing acts of violence or vandalism. I wouldn't say zero, but uh, I think there's a very small number. Whereas if Trump wins, who knows what's going to happen? That's right, why they're, guys, they're, let me interject. Let me interject. You just here. have the Michigan militia like kidnapping no, a senator. Gonna, who cares? They're not going to lie. <laughs> That's just one person. All right, let me interject for a second. We're going to have Kalawa calling in a second here, and what I want to <laughs> know is looking so far at what we've seen, the re- few results that we have. Are there any big surprises either way? Is there anything no. that we've seen that, that we didn't expect? No. The only thing I would say at this point, and PLOL, can, well, he's gone, so he can interject later. But what I would say from my perspective is that uh, right right now, I wouldn't say there's surprises. In fact, I would say this is pretty standard in that Trump is not underperforming. He's not getting crushed. Like It's not like, oh, my God, a big landslide. Trump's going to get destroyed. It looks like that's not going to happen. What we're also not seeing is, oh, wow. Trump is overperforming so much, Biden's going to get crushed. So, so, or Biden's going to get upset here. It actually looks here like this. This is starting to really trend towards like it's going to come down to Pennsylvania, which which uh, still makes it much more likely that Biden's going to win. But it it does make it to where Biden has to sweat it, to where he he Biden's not probably not going to be able to say, okay, 
Pennsylvania doesn't matter. I've got it anyway. It looks like it, it, it's starting because Florida, Trump was favored. Trump probably all, very likely going to take it. Uh, so that already is a sign. And then Georgia, because Florida is going that way, they're probably going to go Trump. North Carolina, we don't know yet, but you know, if Trump carries all that and then he manages to carry Arizona, then it really will come down to Pennsylvania. And I don't think, I don't think Biden's going to get Ohio. I think, I think all this is, so I think it's going to, it's kind of like wherever Trump was winning last time, he's going to carry except for, uh, the, those two northern states of, uh, Michigan and, and Wisconsin, which I think pretty, pretty, I think it's pretty clear he's going to lose there. And, uh, and we don't know yet, but I, that's, the polls are really showing that he's not going to carry those. So I think it's going to come down to Pennsylvania. That's kind of what it's looking like. Nice. And let me stop you right there for a second. Uh, we have a very special guest, and I, I just changed your name to Calwan. I didn't know if you wanted your <laughs> well, I didn't know if you wanted your other name on your real name on there. Or yeah, not. it's all good. That's okay. fine. Anyhow, Calwan's uh, good. Those of you familiar with PFA Radio won't need an introduction. This is the legendary uh, Calwan from uh, PFA Radio. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Hey, buddy, how are Hello. you? Good, uh, What's up, Calwan? Good to see you. Yeah, man, doing good. You know, you look like the type of I've never seen you before. I would put you more in the of the of the kind of guy right now that would be somewhere. You know, don't get mad at me for saying this. Having some kind of bar 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 brawl versus being on a very you know kind and and you know getting along you know election panel. I mean, you yeah, look, no, I get that like, sometimes. You look like you can scrap, brother. Jesus, look at you. No, I know that's why Cal. Usually, he's I, also he's also very tall too. Like he's not he's he, he's. Listen, you just don't expect me, this I, when you when you meet Calawat. You don't expect what he's going to look listen, like. Listen, do me a favor. If I ever piss you off, Calawat, just give me a chance to apologize and make it right. I mean, anyhow, th- I'll give you, though, I'll give you a chance to. I'll give you a chance to apologize. But no, I appreciate. I appreciate you having me on, man. I really do. Tell yeah. us what's what's going on in your neck of the world world right now. When did you vote? Uh, did you vote? How are things in your areas? All right. So first of all, yeah. look right here, right. I know people who were just listening many of it here, but I got a little voted sticker right here, right? So I voted. Um, I actually did it this morning. We've got like a church around the corner from us that does uh, polling. Went in there, you know, I waited for like maybe 10 minutes outside, went in, voted, and in and out, done. No big deal. That seems to be a common theme. Everybody yeah. seems reporting uh, was just... Now, the early voting, however, was really busy. Like I looked into voting early. And man, like the lines were super long, and I was just like, "There's no way that I'm going to deal with that." My wife was smart; she actually mailed in her ballot, so she didn't have to worry about it. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I guess it was be in part because of COVID restrictions, and then also in part because they had fewer advanced polling stations than they have election day stations. Um, but they have went fine by me, you know, no problem. And what what is the the mood in general in your specific area? I mean, is there a lot of te- do you feel tension in the air? Well, you know, I'm just saying, you know, people are boarding yeah. up businesses. Some people are really nervous here. What's what's the mood where you live? Yeah, but I mean, I live in a like a place that's kind of like almost country, not almost like between suburbs and country, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like nothing's changed. Nothing's any different. No one's boarding shit up. There's nothing to board up. There's not a whole lot. You know what I mean? And I live on a bunch of land, so the only people that are freaking out here are the deer and the turkeys, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's not <laughs> – I haven't heard any more gunshots than normal, so, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, 
That's good. You're, and you're in the great state. You're in the great state of New York, uh, more specifically upstate New York. Is that correct? Correct. Outside of Rochester. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Uh, wow. You're close to Sonatine? I don't know. Am I? Sonatine I is know. about 50. No, he's not. Uh, Sonatine is about 50 miles outside of Manhattan. So that's. Okay. So that, that would be like, um, depending on traffic, probably a five hour drive. Oh, shit. wow. Yeah. He's somewhere in West in Westchester County. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, that would be about a five hour drive, probably, give or take, depending on traffic, you know. Yeah. So, anyhow, Callaway, you've seen, uh, I'm sure, the uh, the results coming so far. What What do you think? Uh, you, everything kind of to be expected so far. Anything you've seen that that surprised you today? Um, with the limited data that we have so far, with just what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are that I fucking hate politics and I'm sick <laughs> of all this bullshit. So. Here's the thing. Like I, there years ago, I used to be super into politics. I used to pay attention to the news all the time. I was like a junkie, you know, whatever. And then I went. One of my passions is scuba diving. So I was on a liveaboard boat down uh, in the Great Barrier Reef, like near Papua New Guinea. And I was on that boat for like a month and a half. There's nothing. Like no contact with the outside world. Nothing. There's no no anything. And I felt like I was I was just missing out on so much stuff. You know what I mean? Because I had been, you know, the looking at the 24-hour news cycle and all that kind of shit. And then I got home, and I didn't miss a fucking thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I just realized that a lot of this was just, you know, it was almost like an addiction. You know, wanting to constantly be up on the news and, and figure out what's going on. And I saw an interesting quote, actually. I'm curious to hear what anyone thinks about this. So someone put a quote out that said... Uh, the 24-hour news cycle has done to our parents what they thought video games would do to us. What do you guys think? What do you I guys think? Yeah, well, it, is, it is true that uh, it's not just the 24-hour news cycle. That was kind of uh, that started about more than 20 years ago. It's now the 24-hour news cycle plus social media, and that yeah. just has really exploded everything. That has caused... Uh, a lot of the polarization you see today is that people can get on there and argue all day and night about politics. And, uh, and before there wasn't really a way to do that, unless you were one of the you know, small number of people who were online uh, on, on forums and stuff like that. I mean, these things existed, but they, it wasn't where, where everybody had it, where now everybody has Twitter and Facebook and all that. And, uh, and, and, and this has caused people to get angrier and angrier and to also, uh, what, what's always amazed me is people who block each other on something like Facebook or Twitter because simply because someone has different politics than they do. Mm. And I, I never understood that. I never, I never have, I never will block anybody for their political views. And I, I think that's crazy. I have been blocked for, for political <laughs> and I It's all bad that. news, uh, fake news. I didn't think you saw that, draw. Sorry, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but you're making a you're making a really interesting point that I was kind of so two two interesting points. So one is I don't know how many of you folks have ever seen this uh, next door website, oh, yeah. app, whatever. Well, what, right? I'm not familiar. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not so, familiar with it. So tell me. I don't so, think. I okay. Know. So so basically, what it is is it's kind of a local Facebook, right? So the idea is that you can have like a very localized thing with people that actually live in your neighborhood or in your apartment building, whatever that is, you know? So people that coexisted for 
decades together. Everything was wonderful. Then they fucking joined next door, and now they hate each other. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So at some point, maybe there's a reason why we have a little bit of distance between each other. You know what I mean? Maybe it's okay that I don't know certain things about my neighbor, you know? Sure. But then, but then your other point, Druff, that you're mentioning, which is people blocking you. My wife and I were talking about this because there's this guy that he posted a very... So the tech se- sector, which I'm in, uh, probably leans overall a little bit left, I would say. Um, and he is someone that was in the tech sector, and he posted this actually well-reasoned blog post about who he was voting for. First time ever he revealed who he was voting for, and he ended up voting for Trump, right? And I read this blog post, and it was well-reasoned. It wasn't inciting anybody. It wasn't, you know, hyperbolic. He just laid out the reasons why he did what he did. And, man, did people just pile on him on Twitter, like just fucking endless and really over-the-top reactions. So... For instance, someone was saying, you know, I didn't know this person that I had worked with for years wanted me dead, right? And I'm looking at it, and I'm just, I'm like, come on. Like, I understand. Like, you don't like Trump, apparently. You don't like his policies. You think he's this. You think he's that. But this guy had a reasoned post for why he did this. And you can't say that you now think he wishes you dead, and you're going to leave. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think... The reason is, I think some people are just responding very emotionally to what's going on and emotionally to the candidates and to the topics. And if you're responding emotionally to this stuff, I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to take it to the extreme sometimes and do what you're saying, Todd. You know, block people. Okay, all right. Like what they're saying. Right, but but hold, hold, hold on. Can we assume this person's a black? Go ahead. That, you know, if, if your coworker wrote that same piece the same tone, but was backing Biden, he would have probably gotten no grief, correct? I, or I, very think, little. I think that that's correct. And I think the reason it's correct is twofold. So one is because, again, the tech sector, he's not a, he's not a co-worker. He's just a colleague, okay. right? So he's in the, in the tech sector. Uh, I think it's largely left, right? So it would kind of be the majority would kind of agree with that anyway, right? And the other part of it is that, rightly or wrongly, Trump and a lot of his policies are are painted in a super negative light in terms of things like, you know, being anti-immigrant, being racist, being this, being that. Not saying that's true, but that's where these people are coming from. So I think that those two reasons are why that reaction was there. But you're right. If he had posted this, you know, endorsing Biden for those two reasons, I don't think he would have gotten that reaction. Yeah, well, and the other thing is that uh, the I've said for many years that uh, Democrats think that Republicans are evil and uh, Republicans think that Democrats are wrong. So when you think something's evil rather than wrong, you tend to get angrier that yeah. someone is aligning themselves with them. I'm not, of course I'm generalizing here. There's some people who don't think that, but, uh, but, but this is where there can be a lot of anger. Like if, if you're voting for Trump, then you're an evil person. You're supporting evil. You're, you're supporting an evil agenda where Republicans, they, they say, well, this person who's supporting Democrats or Biden, they're just, they're stupid. They're, they're insane. They're, uh, they're wrong. And so they have derogatory things to say as well. I'm not like if, if, if someone were to post in a uh, Republican space that they're supporting Biden, they're going to get hate. They're going to get criticism. They're going to get bashed, but they're, they're, I think they're less likely to get blocked and they're less likely to be called names like like sure, evil and, sure. and things like that 
and and uh and, and, and that's, it's for that reason. And I've, I even tried to have a, a discussion with somebody, not anyone you guys really know, but someone from Twitter. I, I tried to have a private <laughs> discussion with this person of, 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 I was explaining that because the funny, the funny thing, this person actually did like a, a podcast where they discussed the, the, the political polarization and they sent it to me saying, you may be interested in this. And I, and I listened and I go, okay. The first half of your podcast was, was very good. It described all the different reasons that were so polarized. And I, I agreed with like the first half of it. The second half went into like reasons people would support Trump. And what I noticed was since both people on the podcast talking were, were Democrats, they, they just had a poor understanding of what motivates people to vote for Trump and what, wh- why Trump supporters support him or why they vote for him. And I said, you got, let me explain it to you why they really think this is, you know, the, what they were saying is don't don't hate the Trump voters. They're just they're just ignorant and misinformed. If they, and so you, can, you shouldn't hate them for that reason. I said, no, 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 no. See, that's the problem. They're, they're, some of them might be, but some of them are not at all ignorant or misinformed. They just don't agree with the Democrats. And it's for that reason they're voting Trump. It's that simple. If they think that the major policies that the Democrats are going to push forward in the next four years are things that they're very much opposed to, they're not going to vote for that. And that's the reason they're voting for it. Not because they're evil, not because they're racist. It's because they, the policies they support are that. And you may disagree with those policies and that's fine. And, and of course that's your right to do. And, and, uh, not everybody's going to have the same beliefs, but you can't just say someone's evil because they're voting a certain way because you're not just voting for the person. You're voting for the party. You're voting for the policies. And, and you have to keep that in mind too. And I think we abandoned the whole thing about the president has to be a great person that, that you really liked. We abandoned that 28 years ago when Bill Clinton was elected. And the question was, why are you voting for Bill Clinton? He cheated on his wife. Really? Really? <laughs> what? What, 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 what don't you believe? Are you comparing Clinton to, to Trump? <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, I am in some ways. They're different, but they're, they're you really shouldn't. Clint, Clint was, Clinton was the first. <laughs> no, hang, hang on here. Clinton was the first president who was elected who had uh, a not so pristine personal life that was known before he was elected. This is the prior to 1992, it would have been unheard of to have elected somebody who cheated on their wife and admitted it, which, which he did. He admitted he cheated on his wife with Jennifer flowers and truthfully like tons of other women. And, uh, and he, he won anyway, and it wasn't even that close. And, and up till that point, in fact, there was a candidate, some of you who are younger probably don't remember this, but there was a candidate named Gary Hart, who, uh, of course. Donna, who was, was it Donna, Donna Rice? Yeah, Donna Rice. And so, so, so Gary Hart was thought to be the 1988 presidential, uh, candidate for the Democrats to face, uh, to likely face, uh, George H.W. Bush once, once Reagan, uh, completed his second term. He was really the favorite. And then the Inquirer posted a, uh, a bunch of photos of him on a boat cheating on his wife with a, with a woman named Donna Rice. And he was at the boat's name was actually Monkey Business, which was funny because that's what was going on there. Appropriate. So on a boat called Monkey Business, he's sitting there with Donna Rice on his lap. And it, it was obvious what was going on there. And the public was outraged, which is hard to picture today, but the public was outraged back in 1986 when this came out. And uh, that killed... Gary Hart's political career. And it must have really killed him to see six years later that a guy who actually admitted he had sex with other women when he was with, when he was married, Bill Clinton got a, another Democrat got elected. So Gary Hart's, uh, he got caught doing this just a little bit too early. So that, that shows you 
how much things changed between 86 and 92. I don't know why, but that's what happened. And then that kind of opened the door to, okay, um, these people voted for Clinton because they liked his policies. They liked, uh, he had a personality. They loved his personality. He was a very likable guy. And, uh, um, you know, he and Obama were both great candidates from that perspective. Same, same with Reagan. You know, certain candidates are very, very likable. And so Clinton, Bill Clinton is very likable and, and people liked uh, the, what, what he said he wanted to do. And they said, okay, we'll overlook the fact that, that he cheats on his wife. It's not really our business. We don't really care. And, and that, that was the bridge to where people started to care more about, uh, uh, the policies, uh, what they're voting for rather than the person. And then it even, changed more when things got more polarized, then it started to be like uh, people don't even want to change sides. Then it's, it also starts to be you're voting for the party, which... Well, it could also be, Todd, that standards have been lowered, right? <laughs> that expectations have been lowered because, you know, let, let's be honest. If we look at these two candidates, this is not the best that our country has to offer. And it's kind of sad, really. Like I think about people from other countries on the outside looking in and they're like, really? Like you have these two people to choose from. And I got to take issue with one thing that you said earlier. I, I really honestly don't think that either political party or members from either political party have the uh, majority or have different inclinations in terms of which ones are more civil than the other. I think there's a shrill side to each of these, both to the right and the left conservative liberal. And I think those are the voices that, get heard the most often. I think that there are a lot of people that are moderate, you know, Democrats, moderate Republicans, or just don't give a fuck either way. And I think it's really the people, the extremes that are kind of screaming at each other and are getting amplified. And the majority are just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, I think that I've seen Dem uh, people that are Republicans demonizing people that are Democrats, you know, all sorts of stuff about, you know, they're they're killing babies. And then on the other side, they're locking kids in cages. And, you know, the, the discourse doesn't even exist. There's no real fucking discussion from the people that have these extreme views on either side. You know, uh, Callawat, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, uh, as much as this is going to probably upset Druff, we have my favorite <laughs> limit Holden player from 2003 on now. Uh -oh. Ruff was upset uh -oh. because he thought he should be mine. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, Gene Gluck is joining us live from, <laughs> I assume, the west coast of yes. the United States? Huntington Beach, California. The, the very few red Hi. counties. How are you, Gene? What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm great. I, um, I'm already three quarters through a bottle of wine. So <laughs> nice. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. I got my own therapy going on right here, too. I got a little bit of Zaya rum. I, I actually am having flashbacks of the 2016 um, results watching, watching CNN, yes. Well, that was going to be my next question. I've asked, you know, everyone that's been on the panel so far. First off, did you vote today or did you vote early? I voted, to, I voted today. I, you know, I always vote on Election Day. I feel like uh, so I registered to vote when I was 18. Um, and I've. Funny, I've I've. I'm a Republican, registered Republican, okay. but um, I've never voted for Trump. So that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that is. <laughs> but uh, yes, I uh, Trump in 2016 was the first time I didn't, I couldn't vote for him. Fair enough. 
And what 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 it was your experience like with uh, the early voting? Was it in and out pretty simple? Was it you know, stressful? Uh, you, in Huntington in Huntington Beach, they're very well funded, and I've never waited in line, never. And I actually waited thirty minutes today to vote. So mm. you know, I oh, used wow. to live in South Huntington all the other times, and that's like the the rich area. Now I'm in North Huntington, so I don't know if it's correlated at all. But I think you know. I live. Minorities live now. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Uh, since since you're in California, like I am, uh, the the mail in or drop off option was available. Why did you choose not to do either one of those? You know, I I love the privilege of voting, and I really love to do it on the day that the election occurs because. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my mom, she was an immigrant, and she just really instilled in me how important it is to vote. And I just always have done it. And I was going to go yesterday and then I was going to take my daughter and then she decided, oh, I don't want to go. So I just went today. Okay. So I, I can kind of relate to this. I, I like going into the voting booth too and actually doing it. I've, I don't do absentee and all that, but this time I did do the, uh, the ballot that was mailed to me. I went and dropped it in a drop box, but that's because of COVID. Oh, rough. Against well, the, the, the <laughs> I've already had COVID, so, you know, I feel... Oh, you've already had COVID. See, I didn't know that. How was yeah, it? I have, I have antibodies still, so that's great. How was it? I'm curious. How was it? You know, I don't like to downplay it because I, I know a few people that had it really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've been pretty kind to my body over the years, so I think um, I, just, I, I, I had a super mild case. I just lost taste and smell, and I felt like I got ran over by a truck. That's mm. For how long? Did it come um, back? <laughs> It was the um, the loss of taste and smell was about a couple weeks. Terrible, mm. and the body aches was probably three or four days. Mm. Yeah. Do you know how you uh, contracted it? I do, I do. Uh oh. And yeah, I do. Sounds like it's a and, story. What happened? Uh, no, it's it's just like um, I was in a room and I was the only one that got it out of like seven people. So that's a pretty wild story, I think. <laughs> Was it still a friend that had it? Who gave it to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, it was um, just a walk-in, get together, got it, and and then I was the only one that left. I, I was the only one that got it. So he called and said, "Hey, I have COVID," and everyone got tested, and I was the only one that was positive. Which, you know, I'm type A blood, and they said that there's some kind of relation to your blood type, but I'm not too sure. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Mm, you know, right when we learn more about the disease, but. Um, no, I've had people that um, had it badly. So, yeah. Well, so I'm immune. <laughs> even though this is an election, even though this is an election panel, obviously. And again, thank you for watching and coming on. I do want to ask for those that aren't familiar with you. Can you just give a little bit? You know, because most of the people that are watching this know most of us just one way or the other from podcasts or forums. Well, just for those that don't know, what is your background? What are you doing now? Can you just kind of give us a little bio of you? Yeah, I, mean, I know, but I want to hear you say it anyhow. Yeah, you know, I, I started playing poker in 2003. I learned in a, like a Hollywood home game, like my actor friends, they were all playing. And um, we were doing home games, and they they all smoked. And I, I don't smoke, and it was really bad. So then they were like, you can play in the casino. And I was like, don't they smoke in the casino? Because I've only played blackjack. So then I played for the first time in New Orleans at Harrah's, 3-6 Hold'em. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, and then I slowly learned at Hustler Casino. I was there every single day and working a full-time job. 
win. <laughs> but I'm very competitive, that's why. I wanted to win. Like, I could not get up if I had a losing session. And I, most of the time, I want to say 90% of the time, I don't know, Todd, maybe you play them and hold them. 90% of the time, I felt I got out. But that could have been after, like, 28 hours. So um, then I started um, playing at nurse. Um, obviously, not a lot of women played at that time. I actually happy that the women who play today don't have to go through what I went through when uh, I played poker. But um, so it was easy to get noticed. So I got noticed. I was sponsored for full, by Full Tilt in 2006, the World Series. And um, yeah, so I, I used to play probably the highest was 100, 200 limit holdem. Um that's pretty much it. And then and I retired you, for 10 years. <laughs> what do you, well, are you back now? What do you, what, what Oh, I'm currently? back. I'm back now. I actually, uh, so I didn't play when I was married and I have kids. I have kids, but now I'm divorced. So I occupy my time when I don't have my kids playing poker and I still am doing pretty well. So I'm very fortunate. Are you playing mostly uh, live now? I yeah, I play live and, you know, I play No Limit tournaments. I've, I've been playing since the pandemic. I've been playing a lot of No Limit, been doing well. Nice. And, um, but I love Limit. What Hold limits are you playing? Limit, uh, No Limit? No, what limits? Like what oh, limits okay. in general? When, yeah, for cash games. So cash games, I, I play 4080. Um, and I play Gardens Casino because it's closest to me. But during the pandemic, I've been playing 2550 and 1025, and it's been so much fun. <laughs> you know, I, I heard the, the Gardens game is actually a pretty good game. The only reason I didn't go there is it's too far for me. Like, it's, it's already pretty far for me to get to uh, Commerce and the Bike. This is pre-pandemic. I, I don't play live anymore, but I was, I was told the Todd, Gardens the, game. The Gardens game is so good, and it starts early in the day, which is great. And they have the same people every day that come that don't go to commerce they don't go to bike they don't go anywhere but gardens and they're so like friendly and that's why when i the pandemic started i i would carry hand sanitizer because i didn't want any of these like my friend they're like in their 60s like i didn't want any of them to get sick i was so um worried about them so that's why i took it pretty seriously because you know that age group that well, I heard that I heard that two uh, two of the older people, much older than like like seventies and eighties, two of the older people in that game at the gardens uh, passed away. Is that true? Hassan passed away, but um, he was already sick. He had some surgery. He had a surgery, and then I didn't see him, which is very sad because I played with Hassan back in two thousand four. No, and yeah. Oh, if you ask Todd, they probably said that he died from COVID, and uh, then the statistics are all messed up. <laughs> no, he did not. But a prop that passed away from gardens, he did got pneumonia and did pass away from what I've heard. So let me ask you, are these games the ones I read about that are in a tent? Like because of the governor's restrictions, or these are still in the casino? You know, gardens hasn't been open since June. They're not doing the tent. They're just doing the aging games. But I know the bike and hustler and commerce are all in a tent. So are you are you playing in these tent games now, or you're currently no. not? You're not... <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> I can't play with a mask on. I just I'm a social player. I like to have fun, and that is not fun to me. At I all. agree. I, I don't think I, and I'm not an ask anti-mask or anything. Uh, right. But, but I, I would say that I, I, I wear my mask when I go out for you know, whatever short period of time I need to go out. If if I'm in a place I need to wear a mask, I do it. 
But I, I couldn't picture sitting there at a, at a poker table for hours and hours and hours with a mask. It would, it would be very unpleasant and uncomfortable. I just wouldn't want to do it. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's pause for one second and turn it back over to Alex. And he can Ooh, tell yeah. us. He can let's tell us just. I'm looking at the odds, so I'll just give an update on the odds. Hey, give us an update on what's going on. So I'm hearing. Hey, Jim, that- I'm sorry, Alex. One second. And Gina, can you stay with us for a little bit? Do you have some time? Sure, to no problem. Out with the I'm, panel? I'm just drinking wine. I'm good. All right, Alex, go ahead, sir. Wait. By the way, hi, Gene. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Um, so I'm, I'm hearing that Biden is back to minus 200 on some of the sports books nice. to win the general election. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised it's that high. I'm also hearing that Trump is a big favorite in North Carolina, Ohio, Georgia, and Florida. So it looks like it's going to really come down to Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, those type of states. And then I would imagine Arizona also will be uh, pretty important. I mean, Alex, I, I it looks have like to Trump be... is going to win North Carolina and or at least minus two hundred. Wow, that's yeah, like that's... a great. I know power. that's so yeah. great. <laughs> but it, it, it's also swinging pretty wildly. I mean, it went down to minus one thirty-five at one point, but now it's it's climbing wow. back. Up. Okay, so Gene, you weren't on in the beginning, so you don't know this, but Alex literally has roughly forty thousand dollars, give or take, of his own money on this. <laughs> wow, okay? which is by far the biggest bet of his life. But but so I mean, Alex, is it on Biden or is it on? Yeah, Trump? I, I'm betting on Biden to mostly Biden to win the general election. I think uh, friend of the show, Mark Hansen. <laughs> so Al- Alex, looking at this yeah. now, are you nervous or did you well, kind of expect this? Be this, honest, uh, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty close. So I mean, I think it's going to take a while, uh, especially since we need to wait on states like Pennsylvania. I, I mean, what I think number did you get? I mean, it, it's all over the place, but I, I mean, probably like minus 170 is about average where I got oh, it. Okay, nice. I was gonna say, did you borrow uh, money to bet, or did you sort of have it saved up? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm like, uh, you know, some PFA users, I didn't use my credit card. But, uh... you know, some people don't know this. Some people don't know this. LOL is actually, uh, he's better at getting good deals on everything than I am. He makes mm. me look like a guy who pays retail. I mean, he it's amazing. All the deals that PLOL manages. He's yeah, does he get waitresses fired though? That's the real question. No, I I don't go to that extreme level. That's more uh, that's more trust winner. Gene, Gene, are you yeah. familiar with Poker Fraud Alert? That we kind of all loosely know each other from this poker forum. So everyone right. on here, obviously, but you. That's how we've all either met or we all kind of just socialized. Are you familiar? You know, with you at all? someone said sent me a, a thread that I was on. Poker fraud yeah, alert! I'm I pretty sure I that started someone, it. So someone thought that they were going on a date with me. I don't yes. want to date with fucking anybody. I'm just letting you know. Like, um, but I didn't respond. You know, the only forum poker forum I was on was two plus two, obviously. Okay. Two thousand. The 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 thread that someone sent you. Do you recall? Was that a couple years ago? Yeah, I think so. What it was it was that there was a, a fake Scotty no account on PFA. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he was posting that his he his biggest crush in the history of po- it was a dupe. It was kind of a troll, but it was a funny. But anyhow, the fake Scotty No account on PFA was absolutely in love with Gene Gluck, and that's <laughs> really yes, that's how it all. It's started. a fake account, though, not not the real Scotty No. Yeah. Oh, okay, it fake just, account. I wonder who it is because it's probably yeah. not that hard. I mean, yeah, it's probably twice his age though, too. Yeah, so, so, Brandon, related to what you were talking about with PLOL, friend of the show, Bart Hansen, and this is public, so, you know, I'm not giving anything away. 
I think he's got over 200 grands in, in bets out on this Alexa. Hey, Callowa, uh, back away from the mic a little bit. You're over modulating. <laughs> just, just it, it goes well, it goes well with his. Uh, on it. Is it? Oh, it's it's sounding. Uh, is that a little bit better? It kind of goes with with your uh, your mask, truthfully. The, yeah, uh, the okay. Way. Yeah, that's better. So wait, so Bart Hansen has how much now? Please over 200,000 in bets. Like, uh, you know, it's on Twitter, so I'm not giving anything away on the oh, election. So he, he's got some. Uh, some money on Biden too here. Jeez. Bart Hansen is never afraid to bet big. Like he'll he'll play the very the high level video poker. I'm surprised sometimes at uh, the the gambling that Bart Hansen will do. So this is no exception apparently. Yeah, you're not surprised. Come on, he Bart hit a big bank on video poker not long ago. Didn't he it? did. That was one. That was one of the. If I try to play at that level, I'm just going to get destroyed. But uh, you know, Bart Hansen, he he puts it in. And he hits the 250k jackpot. So you know what? Let me. Uh, I apologize for being rude, Gene. Uh, Trader Ruski, he's a friend of the show of all of ours he's kind of producing this he's also in uh in california so trader ruski i'd like you to meet gene oh you're muted trader ruski (laughs) yep yo buddy i'm an old limit holder player too you too way before all of you guys though and jeremy (laughs) is a hollywood what would you call yourself a hollywood uh not a producer but behind the scenes he works in hollywood and he works on a very famous TV show that we're not going to name just for privacy reasons. But it's one of what would you? It's a top ten show, top five. What can we say? Top four, yeah, five, somewhere around there. Okay. Anyhow, Jeremy, meet Gene. The two Hi, Gene. Known each other, and uh, I'll be Gene, starting a, a new blog. The gentleman to your right, Adam Antium, he is actually located in Norway, where it's. Uh, what is it? Uh, Two forty-five in the morning now. Is that right? It's black and white. It's black and Perfect. white. Perfect. Yeah. 2.45 in the morning. He is in Norway. Yeah, they don't have color in Norway yet, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and then the gentleman to your left, optics. he's a part of PFA and in the poker world as well. He is in upstate New York. Okay. And then Alex, who is noticeably, noticeably a lot nervous now than he was about two hours ago, having $40,000 on this. <laughs> yeah, right. that's pretty Yeah, crazy. he's located. Can I just in- make a friendly suggestion? I don't know if you have a lot of stuff going on in the background, Todd, but could you please remove the silly background? It, the beards and everything is tilting as shit. The what? <laughs> the, what, 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 the fake what, background. What's tilting, the, my, my, my beard, or you're saying the stuff no, in the background? No, it's sort of, you know how the camera sort of floats around. He doesn't like the food. He doesn't like Todd, I'm confused. I thought Jewish people didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> That's just that's just a little snack. It's a light snack I prepared for myself. It's, it's oh, okay. still <laughs> when I play at comedy. Second dinner. It's, yeah, it's like a, it's not like live at the bike. That's yeah. what we talked about on the show. No, nobody. I did the second half of the show the other night, so probably no one's made it there yet. But I can't believe that A Hoosier's A story drop. I just finished listening to that. Yeah, it's it's a crazy Real. story. So right now, as it currently, could you stands, tell it again? Uh, it's, too it's, long. it's a very long story. You don't, you oh, don't okay. want to right now, it. guys, as it currently stands, and this is according to Fox 165. News, uh, Joe Biden has 91 electoral votes to Trump's 73. And although it looks like Trump has more states, obviously, Biden has the bigger states. So they've already called for Biden, Illinois and Virginia and New Jersey and Maryland. What What are you all seeing? You guys seeing those same results on other sites? Yeah. But that doesn't really matter because those those are gonna those are like almost all of those are are certain, sure, uh, one way or the other that we already knew before anyone even voted. Give me states. 
So yeah, so the the, the Florida the, the thing the most the most interesting thing so far is that Trump's going to win Florida, and that uh, it, probably going with it is Georgia, and then uh, maybe North Carolina. But the it what what PLOL said before I, I still and I said before too I still stand with it. it it's going to come down to Pennsylvania and Arizona, and if uh, Trump wins both of those he probably wins the election. If he doesn't win both of those, he probably loses the election. Or if Trump loses something like Texas, or if he loses uh, North Carolina uh, or Ohio, then he's in big trouble too. Makes sense. So basically nothing we've seen so far is out of the ordinary. It's all kind of within the realm of what we've expected. Yes. Right. Okay. What, what do you think the first date is going to be that we may see an upset? Uh, I don't, I don't think we're going to see any upsets. I think, uh, I think, my prediction is there will be no upsets that there it'll all the states that were considered semi safe for each candidate is going to go that way. It's not going to be like last year where, um, where, where Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania shocked everybody. I think it's, I think it's really just going to come down to which swing states that can carry Trump of course needs most of them in order to, uh, to win this. Uh, Biden has a lot more room to lose, but, uh, but if, as I said, it, it comes down, I think, to Pennsylvania and Arizona. Uh, Who do you think but, is winning? I, I, I can't even tell that because until Pennsylvania, like if, if if Trump gets crushed in Pennsylvania or loses Pennsylvania, then no matter how well he does everywhere else, uh, unless there there is some upset, then uh, it, it's, it's pretty much over. <clears throat> even if Trump does very well in other places, he was expected that he might be weak. So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter how much you lose by. It matters if you win or lose. So, what uh, at least Trump Wait, can so say. Are you saying, in essence, are you saying if Trump does not win Pennsylvania, there's no other path to victory that you see? There, probably not. There, there's, it, he could win Michigan instead. So, if he swaps Michigan for Pennsylvania, then, yes, he can still win. Uh, but uh, otherwise, no. And, and uh that's that has been the uphill battle for Trump here is everything has to go right, whereas Biden everything doesn't have to go right. So like Biden's going to lose Florida. Okay, that's some were thinking he could win Florida, uh, but he, he looks like he's not going to. But okay, he can still win the election. That's that's not the end of it for him. In fact, he's still a favorite right now. So Trump has to have everything go perfectly. But there there is some relation too that you have to keep in mind that uh, if Trump is doing fairly well in one place that's considered a swing state that might be indicative of the rest of the U.S. that Trump's going to do better than expected. That's what happened last uh, four years ago when when it seemed like Florida was going to go to Biden and then it flipped and it, it went clearly to Trump and people were like, well, crap, this is this is a surprise. And then it turned out that was indicative of sure. the way a lot of the states were going to go and they did and there Trump had it. So that's why you couldn't count him out here. No matter what the polls were saying, you couldn't count him out it's going to be tougher this time than last time, but you still can't count him out. And and uh, one thing that isn't happening, some people think, well, the, the voter turnout's going to be so high this time that Trump's going to just get swept out and we're going to see he's going to get beat down in all these swing states. He's going to lose most of them, and it's going to be a big landslide for Biden. Do you think there's a fraud involved if uh, Trump loses? What What was that? He's you asking think if you think going to be a fraud. Is there a fraud loses? involved if Trump loses? He's asking. Oh, if if he loses, I mean, unless it's really close, uh, no. If, if it's very close, it could be fraud on either side. 
Truth well, there likely is fraud on, on both sides anyhow. Well, yes, yes. I mean, so, the, so the thing, if it's super close, like if we have a 2000 thing where it comes down to a few, thousand, few hundred votes, which it did in that election 20 yeah. years ago, then yes, fraud could be a, f- a factor. If it's, if it's thousands of votes, if it's many thousands of votes in every state, then fraud is, is you might as well ignore that because it's sure. unlikely to have occurred on that level. Well, but you then, know, matter, Todd, does it matter whether there's fraud or not? Because here's the elephant in the room is that it, it sort, certainly seems like Trump, if he loses in any capacity, certainly seems like he's going to contest it. And what does everyone think about that? Well, he shouldn't. I mean, it's uh, it, 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 he shouldn't unless I know he shouldn't. <laughs> no, I know he shouldn't. I, I don't agree with it. If if unless there's a good reason to, he shouldn't. Uh, I do think there's there's some chance he won't. But if it's close and it looks like uh, he could lodge a complaint, valid or not valid, he might try. And and I don't. I think whoever wins or loses should accept it, unless there is a serious reason to believe that there's either fraud or some kind of mistake or. Yeah, you know, if there's a reason to contest it, like 20 years ago, it was understandable why both sides were uh, were very touchy about what was going on in Florida. It's, but, it's uh, a good reason you need more time to count all the votes. Yeah, if if it comes down to Pennsylvania and the votes that come that are counted on November 4th and beyond switch the election, then we're going to have a problem because there's going to be a lot of objection to that. That's something that we haven't seen before. So, but is that a good reason? So I, I think what is going to happen is, unless his spine is broken, unless it is a crushing defeat, I think he's going to contest it and claim fraud, whether there is actually any evidence of fraud or not. I think is what's going to happen. Well, it's possible. It's I'm possible. hoping it doesn't. I mean, Trump, Trump has, a, Trump has a, a personality disorder. He probably has a narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder. Probably. I'm not, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a psychologist, but he has some kind of personality disorder. And uh, and this would lead him to be more likely to do such a thing, and and that's, that's where I've said, even though I'm I'm a conservative, even though I did vote for Trump, I am not blind to the flaws he has, and uh, and and I don't agree with everything he does, especially in his uh, his behavior. So, by the pussy. Yeah, well, so, you are not a woman. Minus one fifty now. Just to give an update. Gene, I'm sorry, Gene, go ahead. What were you saying? I said, well, Todd's not a woman, so none of you are women, so you have no well, idea. Well, why don't you tell us from a woman's perspective, right. then, please? Yeah. Oh, well, that it's evident I didn't vote for Trump the last the last two times. Because, so I was, when I was 18, before I was 18, I wanted to be a singer. So I was in Hollywood a lot. And um, there were men just like Trump. And back then, Nobody, no woman said anything because they wanted to make it. So I'm not saying that I probably would have made it if I slept with someone. Just saying, but I didn't. <laughs> I know, so, I know um, that, and a lot of that came out two two years ago with uh, you know with the whole or three Harvey years, Weinstein, the Harvey Weinstein thing. So there, are, I mean, there are a lot of men like all yeah. of them do. I'm telling you, at, I remember my first job when I was 15 years old. I've been sexually harassed my entire life. And I don't know if women... Me too. (laughs) You too? (laughs) It's not funny, Adam. Like, I'm serious. Like, you don't understand, like, what I still go through in the poker room. Like, guys think that I actually like it because I have to laugh it off. If I don't laugh it off, then I'm this big bitch, right? Right. Yeah. So things aren't better even now with the Me Too movement and all the progress... Things I don't know. I'm asking. I, I just don't know. The poker industry. I'm not a woman. Is the 
probably one of the last sexist, misogynistic environments in the whole country. I can find you a couple more. <laughs> okay, there might be a couple more, but I'm saying it's like, I I'm like very laid back. I'm like, feel like I'm one of the so I could take a joke. I know the guys aren't joking, but um, no, something, a comment is made to me almost every single day when I'm at the poker table. This is not a lie. <laughs> this is 100% true. And that's what I'm saying. These girls that play now, they're so lucky that they don't have to go through, they wouldn't even last. They wouldn't even, they, something would happen. I don't, I don't even know what would happen, but all I'm saying is, is I probably um, accept, I don't say I don't accept it. It's, I brush it off because um, I know that men have gotten away with it for so long that they think that they can still do it. Does that kind of make sense? I'm, yeah, it does. But I guess my, my question again, and please forgive me if you already answered it, is verse 20 years ago when you first entered this industry. So you are noticing changes or would you say things are? No, no, I, I do notice changes. Definitely I notice changes. Um, there's a lot more better looking guys that play poker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, I do notice the changes and it's great. I love women playing poker. Because I still do believe we have an edge, and I, I firmly believe that, and that's why I continue to play, um, especially in limit hold'em. Well, what, but, hang on, let, let's let's stop for a second. Where, where do you feel the edge is in being female? Okay, so Todd, you've been at poker tables, so especially in two thousand, say two thousand five, one hundred, two hundred, against the guys that were like, "No way, she has a better hand than me. No way." And call me all the way, or they um, are oh, check nice hand, nice hand check check like they don't want to you know take my money. It's one hundred percent true. But just no, I, no, I, I, I've observed that. I, I have observed. So is that, that not an edge? That's a big huge. No, edge. it is. I, I just wanted to hear from you. No, I, I had I I've observed that too. And I will say that uh, so I, we we've been together a few times. You see, I've never engage in any kind of uh, no, never. harassing behavior. And I don't ever do that to anybody. But uh, I've, I've watched, you know, at, at the table, if uh, you know, how other people behave, I really haven't seen it happen very often where, where the women are, are mistreated or, or they're sexualized. I've seen you know it, what? Occasionally, but I, I haven't seen it happen that much. And I believe me, if I saw it happen, I wouldn't approve of it. And that's, and I never do it myself, of course, but uh, um, I'm Would surprised. You say something though. Would you say something? Uh, it depends. It depends how how what, what was happening and, and what was going on and, and everything like that. But I really I've hardly seen it to be honest. So mm, yeah. Well, Todd, the mind. women the women that you've usually played with, they're usually not the uh, most friendliest women. Is that? <laughs> like they probably are. I'm probably. Are you calling them ugly? Friendly? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not friendly. <laughs> I, I am probably the most friendly limit hold'em player, female that has played because I like to have a good time and I like to talk to people and I, and sometimes that messes me up. Sometimes I don't check raise when I'm supposed to. And sometimes I don't bet on the river, which, that you know. Karina girl is smoking hot. Huh? <laughs> it's like a Karina jet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's my the, friend. She, but she, the, the she, whole uh, white uh, slash uh, Vietnamese thing. It's a beautiful yeah, she, mix. But she, she plays that. No. 
She doesn't play Limit Hold'em. But Karina has been my friend for a really long time. But the thing is, is that um, that's, I feel that's the way it has to be. It has to be, they're very brash. They're very, um, just don't want to talk to guys at all. And then guys don't say anything to them. But I'm the opposite. I'm very friendly. And so that's why I feel like I get targeted with more. Not saying that I can't handle it because I definitely can. And I I can believe that because it, it is true that I will say, like, especially at Commerce. At Commerce, there are a lot of female players at, limit, at the upper stakes limit hold them, and, and a lot of them are attractive. It's, it's not that, that like, Cal Watts asks if they're ugly. They're not. There's actually a lot of attractive women that play there. But you're right. a, lot of, a lot of them kind of give off an, an unapproachable vibe. And I'll tell you why. They don't want any shit from any guy, and that's why. Yeah, because yeah. there is that added dynamic, and it's just a reality, that a lot of men... Heterosexual men, they see an attractive woman, they want to fuck her, right? I mean, it's it, so there's that added dynamic that is not there when it's a man sitting down with other men, assuming they're heterosexual. You know what I mean? It's so it is an additional tension that I, I totally believe you would be treated differently because of that, because of that that primal caveman DNA. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry, go on. No, I, and, I, and I'm trying not to date poker players anymore. Like I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> oh wow! It's just no, that's not a good idea. I, I, well, you know what? I'm signing <laughs> out then. Adamantium pissed off at the moment. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying it's just really funny because, like, um, I, I, I give props to everyone who's married to someone or dating someone that doesn't play poker because it takes a lot for someone to um, be with you and play poker. Like, sure. Yeah, well, I actually think it's a good idea to date someone from outside of poker. That's that's what I'm doing. I've been with someone for uh, over 11 years who doesn't play at all, doesn't gamble at all. Has it and been 11 years already? Over 11 years. Over 11 years. Man. Well, Benjamin, How are the numbers see looking, some Alex? Pictures? I was just going to say, Alex does oh. have an update for us. All the numbers, okay, Alex. The, the chat is telling me I need to drop a low house here. but uh, Go ahead. So the interesting state seems to be Ohio – um, Ohio looks much closer than what was expecting. It looks like it's pretty much a coin flip between uh, Biden and Trump. Um, that would say to me that that is good for Biden and Pennsylvania. Um, Ohio is quite a bit more red than uh, Pennsylvania. So I, I would say Biden is has got to be favored in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, I, I see that, and I, I see that, I see that Georgia looks. Uh, yeah, Trump has a, a big lead, at least what's come in so far. Uh, I see with uh, in Ohio, uh, Biden actually has a big lead at the moment with fifty six percent coming in, and I know that uh, it you know depending on the other forty four percent of uh, what the political makeup is there, this uh, this could change. So, right so the odds in Ohio are minus one thirty for uh, uh, for Trump. So pretty close to a coin flip, but I mean that was supposed to be a state that Trump is going to win. Speaking so, of, I'm sorry, Ohio, Alex, repeat Todd, that what again. Do you think of Joe Burrow? Hold on, hold on one second, Adam. Alex, repeat the last statement. Okay, I, I guess it just moved to minus one sixty. So I, I mean, Trump is now a small favorite in Ohio, but you know, previously he was going to be a big favorite. Um, Ohio and Pennsylvania are pretty closely correlated, so that can be kind of a tell for how Pennsylvania okay. is going to go. Interesting. Um, yeah, they're, they're so right, guess, next, they're right so, next to each other, those two on the map, so that, that matters. Yeah, 
So again, I want to ask I want to ask all the panelists the same question. At this point now, six oh five, you know, Pacific time, have we seen anything we didn't expect? Or is all this kind of the way we expected it to play out? I think point? that I think that's the first thing that the Ohio that Trump is is struggling a little bit in Ohio. He was expect it was expected to go better for him, and that that could be the first uh, surprise. Yeah, he, I guess according to the betting odds, it looks like he's still going to win. He's behind right now in votes, yeah. but uh, um, if the betting the people betting this know pretty well, and if they see the areas that haven't come in yet, they probably have figured it out, but. Uh, um, if, if he's going to struggle and barely squeak by in Ohio, which has gotten more red in recent right. years, then that doesn't speak well for him in Pennsylvania, which is right next door to Ohio, and and will have some of the same voting patterns, similar to how Georgia has some similar voting patterns to Florida. Right. Yes, yeah, so, I mean Trump is off to a good start in you know Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia, but uh, you know if he struggles in the Midwest, it's going to be uh, it's going to be difficult for him. I would say I'm somewhat surprised that, you know, based on the media hype, that there aren't more things on fire and guns being in riots and all that kind of stuff. Like, there, there's a decent amount of it that was being played up that, you know, it was, this was going to be essentially a war with, like, paramilitary groups coming out and all that kind of crap. And thankfully, <laughs> we, ha- thankfully we haven't seen that yet. Right. Tell what. We don't know. I mean, it hasn't swung one way or the other yet. I, I know. Mean, I, I wanted I it know. to be a landslide. Yeah, but, we, but there were going to be, like, burning ballots, and there, there's all sorts of, like, crazy shit that people and, – and I get it. Like, you're in the news business. I get it. You need clicks. You need people to look. Like, I understand. But god damn. I mean, some of the stuff that was being talked about was ridiculous. Well, it's still, some it's stuff might happen still. Yeah, that's the thing. Once, once it seems clear who it's going to go to, uh, which we may not get tonight, it's starting to look like. We may not. That's the sad. We may get to the end of tonight. We may have to shut down the show without actually knowing who the president's going to be in 2021. Yeah, probably. Probably. And, you know, it's weird. Like, I got a, I got a buddy of mine that he's, he's normally a fairly rational person. But he said he's been looking all over uh, the country for ammunition. And I'm like, well, what are you looking for ammunition for, man? Like, you're you're a 3D modeler. Like, what are you doing? And he, <laughs> and he, he he thinks that all of these paramilitary groups, if Trump loses, are going to, like, I don't know, like, rise up and do God knows what. And I just I don't understand how all these strange things are getting in people's heads, you know? Well, that's not going to happen. But I, I, I was thinking the reason he wanted it, and I think the better reason, is uh, in case Trump wins, that there's not uh, riots which march into neighborhoods where, you know, like, um, I don't want to get into a whole debate about this thing, but about that couple that stood outside with those guns. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, they look kind of ridiculous, but what, what they, kind of got lost in that whole discussion was the fact that uh, that a large, angry mob went into a private, gated neighborhood and, and was shouting very uh threatening things like eat the rich and so so they they wanted to come out and do a show of force like hey we've got these guns stay away from us but it wasn't that unreasonable that they were scared that come in their house so here's the thing though like and no judgment no judgment on my part at all but let's be honest in terms of the people that have guns it's probably people that supported trump right more so than people that supported biden just from yeah. The demos, right? So yeah. people were marching to the mayor's house that was in the gated community, and it was a peaceful protest. They didn't do shit. So I don't know where you heard that because I read the whole thing, and and that's why those people were indicted for having you know 
Well, it, it, the thing, regardless of where they were marching, there was a, a giant crowd going in front of the house that, that were shouting, eat the rich and other incendiary comments, which it, it wasn't, uh, it, it, nothing ended up happening. Like there wasn't any violence that they occurred. They didn't do there. anything. Yes. But, the, but they, they got, first of all, they got into the, a, a private neighborhood they weren't supposed to. Uh, they, they opened the to. gate for them. They didn't break the gate down. They, no, they didn't break the gate. They, they got the gate open somehow. They didn't and, break it. But, right, but they, and they were going to the mayor's house to protest in front of their house. But right? but they but the, the thing is, if if a big mob goes by your house, when you've got a they're nice going house, by your house, they're not breaking into your house. But, but a giant mob saying "eat the rich," you don't know what's going to happen next. With you don't know they happen. were saying that, but that you know, like I I'm telling you that those people wanted to make it a point that they saw them with those. So they didn't come into their house when they could have definitely been inside their house with the guns. And if someone would have done something, they could have shot them. Well, I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying here is that the, the, the thought process these people had was not, um, scary black people were coming to get them. Well, no, it wasn't oh. black people. It, it was, <laughs> I don't care what color they are. Honestly, if a giant mob goes, is, is marching down my street and is shouting very, uh, incendiary things like eat the rich. Uh, I, I am not going to, I'm, I'm, I think there's a, a a chance that they might attack at some point. That they might start uh, lighting the houses on fire. They might start attacking. Every happy family should have an AR-15, right? <laughs> oh, right. No, no. <laughs> it, the, the I'm going to go get one. <laughs> it's not. It's not unreasonable when there's a mob, an angry mob out there shouting incendiary things in a residential neighborhood where you live, sure. where in, in a private one, that you're concerned that something might happen. And so, um, now what I would have done, I, I, if this happened in front of my house. Uh, I would have gotten my gun out and been ready in case something happened. I wouldn't have gone out to the front because that would have exactly. excited the worst. So, but I'm saying that this this wasn't an act of racism, and this wasn't the thing. Was you have to look at the mob that if a mob comes into a residential neighborhood that's gated and shouts "eat eat the rich," of course people are going to get scared, and it's reasonable they get scared, and it's reason when people get scared, then they will then they will start to react and. They didn't If they were a bunch of white people marching down their street, right. shouting stuff, they would not have gone outside their house oh, with guns. Oh no, I would. I would have. Oh, hold on, drop, drop. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let's get the opinion of another Southern California resident who is also an attorney, the attorney of uh, PFA, and actually personally now Todd will tell us. Oh wow. Eric Ben Samacon is on. Eric, thank oh, you for wow. joining us. Good evening, everyone. Eric, turn your turn your video camera on, Eric. I want to see my enemy face to face. I want to listen to your eyes. Okay, all right. A little embarrassed. I'm out. I'm out walking. So all right. So Eric, for those that don't know, he is the official. I guess what would you call it? The mediator, general counsel, mediator for PFA, and currently he's representing Todd. Would tell us in his lawsuit from Mike Possel. Oh, for God's sake. Well, I have to say. Pro Bono. Okay. So, anyhow, Eric, are you, do you understand? Are you, did you follow what they're debating here, Gene and Todd, about the, the marching crowd with the eat the rich? And uh, what are your thoughts on that if, if you, you follow the dialogue? I think if Trump wins, you might see some of that. Um, but I don't think you're going to see that if Biden wins, uh, which I think he will, by the way. Um, but, but I wanted to, I'm sorry, I just, I wanted to see something different. I need to ask Todd a quick question. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much have you raised or been, or how much has been committed to cover uh, that guy's legal fees for this restraining order nonsense? Oh, you're talking I've been about listening. 
very quickly. Yeah, Bradbury. If you go listen yeah. to the last radio show, I won't go into the whole story here for people who don't know because it's very long. But on the last Poker Fraud Alert radio show, you can listen to a, a, a pretty frustrating story about one of our members who goes by Ahu Dre, his real name is Lee Bradbury, uh, that a, a very frivolous restraining order was filed against him. And then the judge was an idiot in Las Vegas and, and granted it for stupid, very stupid reasons, which you can hear in the segment. And then he had to uh, go hire attorneys for a, a $1,500 flat fee to, uh, to get it reversed. So, so what's uh, been raised what, as of right now? So, so what I did is I, 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 I started out a, uh, a fund to raise the $1,500. This guy, this guy, Lee, he's not a professional poker player. He's not a rich guy. He's, he's a working guy. Uh, the $1,500 that, that hurt him. Uh, so I said, I said, not only did I start it out, but I actually reached into the, the Jew wallet and I pulled out a hundred dollars and I, I started it off by donating a hundred dollars myself. And, uh, and we've had, uh, we've had some donations coming in already. Uh, we, we had another uh, hundred dollars from a guy named uh, Scott, who, who's a big fan of the show from, uh, from California. I've met him. He's a very nice guy. And uh, so he, he gave a hundred. We've had some smaller amounts from other people, uh, even Kilgore Trout. I don't know what you meant, but uh, Michelle, she actually donated ten dollars, despite uh, I guess she and Lee even had some arguments on Facebook in the past, and she still donated ten bucks. So, uh, but anyway, we, we've uh, we've raised a little, I think, somewhere between two fifty and three hundred. Though some people have said they still want to send money in, our, our you know, they, they want my Bitcoin address. I just haven't sent it to them yet. So we'll get we'll get at least some more. Uh, I'm we're kind of early in the process. We're and what I said to everybody is. He's not going to make money from this. Once we get to fifteen hundred, I'm, I'm going to stop, and I'm not going to take any more from anybody. I'm, so, I'm so you've raised between two fifty and three hundred. Yeah, okay. probably like two sixty five, and probably once I give the Bitcoin address okay. to those people who asked for it, I'll probably it'll probably be over three hundred, and, right. and then probably maybe some more will come in in the, in the near future. Eric, let me uh, ask you. Eric, well, hold on. Where, wherever you're at at midnight, in my best Bill Perkins impersonation, I got I got the rest. Wow, thank you. That's that is incredibly oh, generous. Wow. I mean, Very a, nice. Eric, Eric is such a generous guy. I mean, he's, he's donated to so many free rolls and he's uh, he's such a, a generous guy. And, uh, and we, we appreciate, you know, we will appreciate that very much. And, uh, I it's, mean, it, I, I, listened, I listened to any of those free rolls though. <laughs> I listened to that, that whole segment, you know, the two hours and plus, I was just shocked at, at how poorly that went for this guy and how ridiculous the whole thing yeah. was and that he had to go out of pocket. So, uh, you know, whatever whatever's left to be, you know, raised after midnight, I'll, I'll cover the difference. Well, he'll he'll really appreciate that. What I'll do is I won't even be after midnight. Just he doesn't need the money immediately. He's he's you know for for months now he's he's been out the money, so he can wait a little longer and and uh, we'll see what we can raise and then and then I'll let you know what what the difference. That's uh, I that's uh, he that's incredibly generous. Thank you. And uh, of course, Eric has, has not only donated to, to free rolls in the past, but he's also don't he's also donated his time and uh, legal expertise to appearing on the show to give. Uh, uh, to give us legal analysis on a lot of topics, and uh, nice. that's always been. Eric, did, uh, where, did where you are you post- walking right now? By the way, oh, just in my neighborhood. I, I try to go out and just do a little walking. Don't uh, start yelling "Eat the rich" while you're out there, okay? <laughs> yeah, someone might come out with their guns. <laughs> Take it easy, Eric. Did you vote today, or did you early? Did, did you vote early? I did. Well, no, I voted today in person. And how? What was your uh, impression? How did it seem? Was it well organized? Just Kind of relate to us. What was yeah? What was it, was, your experience? it was it was pretty calm. There, it was not mobbed with people. There was about nine people uh, that were there when I arrived at about five thirty. I left the office a little bit early. There were, you know, my office is in Beverly Hills. They shut down like Rodeo Drive and 
uh, off Wilshire and everything's boarded up. I mean, they're, they're like bracing for the worst. Um, but when I finally was able to get out and uh, get closer to my neighborhood where I live, uh, my polling place, it was pretty calm. They had the distancing, you know, uh, blue footprints, you know, every six feet. You sanitize as soon as you walk in. Hand sanitizer when you walk out. The voting machines were pretty nifty. There was no paper ballots or anything. You, it's like you scanned it in, and it's a touch screen, very big uh, font, easy to read. Uh, everything was touch screen. Then it printed back out, scans it, and you're done. Nice. And what what would you say the mood is just in general in your area? I mean, do people just seem kind of tense today, or does this just well, seem like oh hum? How would you describe no, no. just the mood in general? Well, I mean, for guys like me and Trader Ruski, we're, we're cruising today. This is this is our night, right? The, the only two blue voters on PFA Radio right now? No, yeah. no, no. No? Oh, right now, <laughs> you have more? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Seven. Definitely not me, but... Uh, oh, but hold, on, hold on, hold on. What are we trying to say here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, about some of the other people here. I, I, know, I know myself, and I know Trader Ruski and Eric, where they're voting, but... Uh, I, I did not vote for Trump, if that's what you're asking. All right, Alex has an update for us. Alex, oh, the floor be, uh, Yeah, there's been some Alex. movements in the uh, betting markets. So uh, Trump is now a big favorite in Ohio before it looked really close, but uh, it looks like Trump is pulling away there. Um, he's about a almost three to one favorite. And now in the general election, Biden is minus 110. I'm looking at results here. I'm a little confused. Maybe you can help. First of all, predicted such a fail. It actually says yeah. it's down with, with technical issues. It's such a fail. And, and they're costing themselves tons of money. But anyway, um, uh, regarding the, these results, uh, like in North Carolina, for example, I'm seeing that uh, with 80% in, uh, that, that Trump is down 2.5% points so how is that supposed to be leaning like why why would they say that uh biden would be minus 110 also in uh, in ohio I, i'm not seeing that uh like wh- why is trump such a favorite i'm a little confused here unless there's some things that i'm not seeing that... i i just think they counted all the mail-in votes already and uh okay the vote that's going to come in is going to be pretty trump heavy yeah because but, biden's ahead right now by almost four yeah. points in ohio and yet you're saying it's three to one with, with you know, now there's only 62% reporting, but yeah, I guess, I guess because of the whole mail thing, that's really caused a, a weird phenomenon where someone could be several points ahead. And then yeah, the, the vote is just so skewed for which, which numbers you're seeing. So, I mean, you can't really trust just what you're seeing on the screen. It, it just Oops, depends. Uh, on we have another addition to the panel. Adam Antium in Norway is, uh, left us for a bit, but we have form legend and, uh, Friend of mine, Sonatine, from hmm. the uh, very nice with his friend behind him is dancing. Looking what, at what, me. Looking at me. What was is it? Raul. What was his name again? Sonatine. Uh, that'd be Ricardo. Ricardo, excuse me. <laughs> Sonatine is from uh, New York, Westchester County, about what forty-five minutes outside of uh, Manhattan. Is that about right? Yeah, it's about. Right. And Sonatine, you're joined. Uh, do you know everyone on the panel for the most part? Who are you? By large. Sonati, I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting uh, the legendary Limit Hold'em player, Gene Gluck. Uh, Gene Sonatine, Sonatine Gene. 
Hello. Damn it, there's my hand. Hi. Sorry, it's difficult to wave with my dancer behind me. It's and I believe you know yeah, everyone else. Know how it is. Pay attention to you with him dancing behind you. <laughs> it's Salatine to your left. Do you know Eric uh, Ben Samakon, the PFA attorney? Uh, by name and reputation, yes. Okay, very fair enough. Salatine, uh, how are things going with you? Tell us, have you voted? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, how do you see this evening playing out? What do you think so far? Floor is yeah, yours. I mean, I did the write-in thing. Um, you know, it's funny because Hudson Valley is um, surprisingly conservative. There's a lot of Trump people up here. Um, you know, it's farm country up here. So it's like, you know, you'll drive around. You'll hear, like, Rush Limbaugh on the radio. You'll hear, like, you know, you see a lot of Trump signs. People around here are working class. Um, they do not seem as interested in going along with the program as they were four years ago for the same reasons that a lot of other people aren't. Um, they just don't feel uh, particularly heard in general. So, you know, it's the same story everywhere. Um, that says a lot of people are kind of coming out of the woodwork to get into <clears throat> the Trump program. We saw an interesting trend developing where we were seeing a loss of support among seniors and it would be like 10, 15, 20%. And then somehow when you're done tallying up respondents, you see that he's actually only a couple of points off from, from where they expected. And apparently what, is going on is that people are kind of flocking to this who were actually kind of disaffected in 2016. We've got a kind of a new broadened base for Trumpism in America right now. Um, they have certainly been driven into that kind of uh, mindset whereby the QAnon shit is relevant to them. Mm. Um, the fake media shit resonates uh, and they're just, um, you know, this is uh, rapidly becoming the new normal. I'll tell you something funny that I've been thinking about. When I was growing up, I listened to a lot of punk rock, as did we all. And I remember hearing terms like America's fascist, blah, 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 being tossed around a lot in the 80s. And by the time I got old enough to understand what fascism was, I was really confused because I knew from our history that we had gone to war with a lot of fascist countries, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of thought it was kind of this like, kind of coquettish, like, you know, almost an in-joke where punkers were calling, you know, the United States fascist and blah, 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 and it didn't really mean anything. And what I've realized lately is it's not that we're against fascism when we go to war with other countries that are fascist. It's that we don't like competition. And this has become kind of like the naked face of the American empire moving forward. We're simply like, we want to be the only fascist on the blocks. You know, so it's like we, if we're the best at it, why tolerate the people who aren't? Um, so that seems to be the agenda moving forward. I think that we're going to see um, a very interesting retracement with regards to our foreign policy. I think that we're about to get sun cityed. I think that's coming fast. Um, we're going to see fewer people showing up here to do concerts. The China-Russia alliance is going to be getting a lot more overt. Uh, they're going to be putting pressure on the currency markets to go ahead and, and devalue the dollar even further. You know, we're down like 15% last time I checked. Um, and that's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I'm watching the futures market right now, so I apologize if I'm like a little bit distracted, but oh my God. you got to lose the background too. I'm looking at everybody's eyes. They're like this over the. <laughs> I like it. 
But it is, it is kind of hard. It is kind of hard to listen to what Sonatine's saying with that in the background. It's kind of like two opposite things. Traderuski has problems talking when he's got a raging heart on. That's the problem. Jeez. Practice makes perfect, is what Ricardo would say. <laughs> such great points. I'm like, <laughs> you got to be able to tune it out, just like Jean's got to tune out all the people hitting on her at the poker table. You can turn out that guy's dick dancing. Oh, oh, come tables. on, man. You know, Trump is a favorite, by the way, guys. I know. I'm I've just seen the news. Uh, okay, so a couple breaking news things here. First of all, shout out to TMLK in the chat. Uh, Ball, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep, I keep, forget, I got to read the shout outs. In fact, yeah, you told me we have a shout out for TMLK and it says hi to Gene. Well, there's more than that. Hang on. He says he says uh, shout out to Gene and Zod, please. Zod being Brandon for those of you that don't know, and Vintage One. He wants me to give shout outs to all you. Somehow, PLOL, you didn't get a shout out. I'm sorry. Well, he, he was asking me to do the show. So right now, as we speak, Trump is the betting favorite, guys. Is that what I'm? Yeah, he, he's. Wow. He, I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree with that. But you know, I don't understand because I don't bet. So why did they still? What do you mean you don't bet? You're a poker player. What do you mean you don't? You know, bet? I like to win my money on the poker table. I okay. don't have. So you don't have any other degenerate uh, tendencies other than I, poker. I like pie gal. That's oh, that's that's a no. big. Uh, but I don't, I don't bet. Okay, so I just want to know why are they still doing like negative, you know, one forty five, one ten? They you, do. It you can bet up right till the end, just like sporting yeah. it. Yeah. Like you find out Florida's going why, this way, then the line changes. Well, I'm they sorry, Gene. Are you, Gene, are you asking why is there a live market? Is that what you're asking about a live market? I'm just, I'm just saying, like the the elections already like aren't they tabulating all the votes? Why are they still? Like, why is Trump a favorite now when an hour ago he wasn't? Because of based on what we've seen, the data that's come in so far. Okay. It's changed so the live market. Bet, people can bet all the way up until the last vote is counted. Is that? Not like, Probably not the last vote, but once it becomes apparent what the decision is going to be, then they stop taking money because then, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense. Everyone would just bet on the sure thing. So once it's okay. it's – once it's become a likelihood of what the result will be, then that – and it's the same thing in football now, baseball, all sports. You can literally bet up to the point where it's almost a sure – you know, a, a mere certainty of what the result's going to be. Then they stop, and then you can't okay, bet. so what does that anymore. mean Trump's a favorite right now? So if you vote, vote right now, there's – That a- means right now, literally, like, if if things go the way they're predicting it, Trump is going to be the president for four more years. Well, he's the, he's the betting favorite, though, right? Isn't that different than the actual favorite in terms of the tallies? Well, okay. He's where the money's going. Yeah, right. That's right. 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 Okay. right now, okay. right now okay. the money, the money, okay. more people are betting on Trump now being the president in four right. years that aren't. That's correct. Right. Yes. Right. That's what the market's showing. Yep. Whereas before, Biden was almost a two-to-one favorite. Now he's less than a one-to-one favorite. <clears throat> exactly what we saw in 2016. Yeah, it's note it for note. Jesus. 2016 yeah, was up fucking then. crazy. Up again. <laughs> Where's Eric Ben uh, Ben Samacon with his? I guarantee Biden's going to win. I don't see him now. He's oh, you know, Yikes, poor Eric. I thought this was going to be a landslide. Honestly, like I was poor, waiting for it to be a landslide. Poor, poor Eric. What about Alex? Uh, if we see him on air. With Trump declared the winner, like I think Alex might be on yeah. suicide watch. You know, look how calm he is. Yeah, look at my buddy on uh, suicide watch here. Well, Alex, <laughs> what happens if, like, so say Biden is declared the winner, and um, Trump goes with all his Supreme Court, you know, lawyers? You will. Okay, when he does that, and what if Trump win? Like, who wins the vote? Well, I mean, really, it comes down to who's in office on 
Okay, so it's who's in Yeah, they're going to wait out, you know, to see what the Supreme Court does, but there are certain deadlines that have to be hit. So you will know eventually, but yeah, it's about who's going to be in office. Oh, I'm going to puke Mitch McConnell one in time. What if there's oh, a para, what if there's a paramilitary coup? You got well, that covered, Alex? You know that, that's a that's a good question. I don't know what would uh, what would happen. <laughs> I think we're all in more trouble than your bet if that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Like my daughter just told me, all the TikTokers are voting for Biden today. That's what she told me. Wait, what does that even mean? All the TikTokers? Like they're Gen Z. They're like eighteen to like twenty two years oh. old. And that, like, that they don't, they're not on Twitter. They're not on Twitter. They don't post on Facebook, Instagram. You don't see them, but they're on TikTok telling everybody to vote. So yeah. I they're, they're people that actually look good on video, unlike us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> speak for yourself, man. I am speaking for myself. Not you. Obviously, you're beautiful, Gene. I'm very sorry. Thanks. And, and uh, TikTok is huge. Like that whole thing yeah. with that Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, and the uh, and, the spray campaign that was pretty yeah, and, and they and they trolled the president with with all those tickets that oh yeah <laughs> like have a, a sold out like rally and they, they totally played it that's what I'm saying I was like where are all those kids because that's like millions of votes like I right. um, that's why I thought it might be a landslide and nobody would you know I think so, most of those kids live in blue areas so it's almost redundant. You'd be surprised. They live in middle America and they're bored. Interesting. Like, so the, because so this all... is the only kind of like nor- notoriety and fame, like mm-hmm. in, in like Ohio or Wisconsin, just by doing videos. So I think that um, they watch TikTok probably more than kids, you know, in LA, New York. Sure. The I'm weird sure. thing about the weird thing about two, 2016 is it was very reasonable that you could have gone to bed at a certain point feeling assured that Hillary was going to be the winner when you woke up in the morning, right? You know what I mean? Well, and where it, you live, not, not, not in the West Coast. Okay. Where you live. Where, where I live. That's very true. Yeah, where I live. And it almost feels like, and, and that was just surreal. Like, I remember it with my wife. We're looking at it, and we're like, what the hell? I thought they were saying Hillary was winning by this, you know, huge majority. Right. And, and it got slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. And then you saw people's faces started to get paler and paler. You know what I mean? Right. And it was just crazy. I, 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 is it going to be the same thing this year? Is it going to be That's a nail biter? Favorite now, two to one right now. He is Trump. Look at this prop bet. <laughs> Look at this prop bet that was just added on Bet Online. Yeah. Will Melania divorce Donald? And I can bet real money on this. Yeah. <laughs> Will Melania divorce Donald if he loses the election? No is minus five hundred. Yes is plus three hundred. Well, hang on though. When does it? When does the, the November? She has to file for divorce one by one year from today. Well, see, that, gonna... I hate those bets on, on online books because uh, you got to hold the money up. Yeah, for of course. A long period of time. Sure. Yeah. You could tell by the look in her eye on the campaign trail that she renegotiated the prenup to be able to put up with all the bullshit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's no prenup anymore. <laughs> or, or something. You know what I mean? She just had that look in her eye like, you know what? I don't want to fucking be here, but I'm going to do it because I renegotiated this shit. So, you know, away we you go. Know what's interesting, though, the, those tapes that came out of her, something it did reveal is that, uh, like, it, it does seem like that she has the same disdain for the left that, that Trump himself does. Like yeah. she, 
she kind of it seems like she blames them for the problems more than blaming Trump, which is which I, I had wondered, you know, does she resent Trump? Does wow. she think, you know, he's the cause of all the problems? And does she is she just kind of quietly putting up with this? But it seems kind of she's putting up with the trouble she thinks others are bringing them rather than um than, than Donald's causing. I'm sure she's not thrilled with everything he says and does. I'm sure she Trump. Uh, Trump is minus one ninety right now on Bet Online. Wow! wow. Minus one ninety. Oh, I'm looking at it. One ninety. Holy crap! I better call Bart see if he's okay. Okay, what happened? <laughs> Somebody needs to remove all the uh, sharp objects from Alex's. Alex is missing. I hope he's okay. <laughs> how was how was the live action going last year? Right, because I mean, Calwatt, were you about to say that? You went to sleep last time thinking Hillary was winning, and then so now, like this year with Trump, and then you can wake up and Biden will win. Like, how was the live action going last year around this time? Was it swinging like this? In terms of betting, I honestly have no idea. I'm just telling you in terms of watching the live news programs, I remember, like, it was just overwhelming that Hillary was going to win, Hillary was going to win, and yeah. even as the polls were closing, all the things were folding down, and they had Hillary projected, like, 300-something electoral votes, right? Look at this. And, might- it, and it just ticked down, it ticked down, it ticked down, it ticked down, it ticked down, and then, holy fuck, you know? So all I was saying was that it, it, it was reasonable on the East Coast that you could have gone to sleep thinking that she was the next president, and woke up the next day and she was not. You know, just the way everything played out, it was kind Biden of- is now plus two hundred. Trump is minus two fifty. At Jesus. what point? At what point is a plus EV to fire a little bit on Biden here? I think it's probably. I mean, it's plus two hundred. So, so what? What is, this, what is this based on? Is this based on Pennsylvania that it's not going well for Biden? Because I'm still not understanding for the numbers I see. Look right uh, there. So I, I, yeah, no, I believe you. I don't think you're wrong. I, I, as far as what you're seeing, I'm well, saying I don't I understand by what I'm seeing. In, in the return so far, but I'm not, since I'm on this show, I haven't been uh, like looking that carefully at all the counties well, and how they lean. Is and all it that. plus CV to fire a bet here? I'm asking the panel because I don't know. I don't, I don't know either because I haven't looked. Where's but, Alex? Uh, Alex knows this well, stuff. Well, the world's going to end anyway. Alex, Alex is throwing up in the bathroom. Alex, Biden is plus 200. Is it EV? Look at her. Well, how can you even be eating now? Is it plus EV to bet on this? <laughs> he took off his bow tie. Yeah, he did. He's not really. He's not I'm, feeling very patriotic I'm on, now. I'm close off pretty soon. Uh, uh, he, he unraveled it so he could hang himself with it. <laughs> Biden is plus 220 now. Yeah, I'm at seeing that. Point, at what point is it EV to bet this guy? Or is it just, am I throwing away good money? No, I, I really don't know because... Um, you don't know either. Oh, Gene, tell me well, what to do, Gene. is being very slow. So Gene, I'm, you're asking the person who doesn't vote, who doesn't bet what to do. All right, Sonati, what do I do? Biden is plus 220 now. Is it even plus EV? Is it not? Is I mean, this, I, I think the market is overreacting. Bet? Yeah, I, I think they are overreacting too. I'm with you, Alex. I think uh, by, by the way, I want I want to say something here. I walked <laughs> I walked out of the room for a little bit, and uh, oh I, I saw my, my girlfriend and Ben. They they've both been watching some of this, and uh, my girlfriend said, "Oh, this the Jean person. I like her." So my my oh, girlfriend gives me a thumbs up there, Jean. Aw, that's sweet. Alex, Alex, put another ten G on Biden, baby. Come on, uh, scoop right. pot plus two hundred. <laughs> Scoop the pot, and the YouTube chat is saying he's minus 235 on the ACR book. Uh, other people are reporting he's as high as 250. Biden is plus 250 right now. Fuck is going uh, on? Oh, my so my question to okay, if the panel, if the panel can't help me, I'm going to ask Daly because he's very smart about all things bet-wise. 
Right now, I could get Biden. Oh, now it's crashed a little bit. Now it's plus one. Yeah, went one eighty three. Is it is it EV to bet Biden at these odds, or am I? Is it a sucker's bet? So someone just give me a, a real answer. Someone would have to be watching closely right now to figure this out. So, so. Yeah. I think until we wow. get the Pennsylvania numbers in, Biden's live. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would think so too. Unless there's something about Pennsylvania, we don't know. But you That's know, all the stuff is happening in real time because it depends on what particular districts are reporting in. So it's like, I would say if Biden hits 285 and Pennsylvania hasn't been called in, there may be some meat on the bones still. Okay. That's my... I think, uh, I think it's a mistake to live bet without really good information. I, yeah, I, I agree. Okay, now, the, now it's back. Trump is 200, minus 200, and Biden's plus 160. He's got yeah. as high as... He got as high on my end at, at, as plus 230. Could this be people trying to push the line around? Is that possible? I mean, it could be people panicking. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. It could be people panicking, I agree. Wow. Well, because you thought way. it would be a landslide like I did? That's possible. That's what yeah. a lot of people thought, but it's not going to be a landslide. I, no. yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, it's fun. I didn't see a landslide coming, but I, I did see that uh, I, I really thought that Biden was going to win, but win kind of through Pennsylvania, maybe Arizona, but that ones like Florida and Georgia would, would still stay with Trump. That's, that's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure of it. This one, this year is so weird. It's so hard to predict anything. And mm-hmm. with Trump, that's, it, it's also very hard to predict anything with him, as we saw four years ago. He's just such an unusual candidate. And it's, it's just, it's, and then in a very unusual year. Yeah. That's why I'm I also a little bit confused by Texas because it seems like it's closer than we would have expected in Texas. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on in Texas. It's possible some of these betting lines are just wrong. percent reporting in Texas, and Trump is up by 0.3%. Well, I'll keep everyone updated. I'm going to keep this line fluid. But right now, Biden on Bet Online is plus 160, which is still amazing. I really don't know what to think. Alex, what is the best price you bet on Biden at? <laughs> 20 to 1. For the, for the Electoral College? To win, to be, to, you have I, you have twenty to one for him to be the president. Yeah, I, I made that bet in February. Oh wow, okay. I, I made that bet when it looked like Bernie Sanders was gonna. Yeah, sure. Before South Carolina, but I mean it was it was a it was not a large amount of money, but I I did get twenty to one at one point. Are you? you I mean, let's let's be honest here. Then I mean, let's talk about it. Who here is honestly afraid of just or concerned is a better term. Of the repercussions, are that this country is going to face if Trump wins? Just I in terms am. of our like our everyday lives, like going to the store, like just being around, you know, just um, our security. Be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll answer here. I, I think in the in the sh- very short term, there there will be some problems, or there could be. I mean, I wouldn't su- be surprised if there's uh, riots and stuff like that. It's not going to rage on forever. It's gonna, it's going to stop. Uh, so I'm not I'm not that worried for even the medium term that we're going to have that as the new normal. I, I think that there may be some initial rioting and, and outrage if, if Trump wins again. But uh, why do you uh, think there would be rioting if Trump wins? Because people there's been rioting the whole year and, and some there's people been rioting over cops committing extrajudicial assassinations of black people. Well, okay. a lot of riots without without, get, without getting into the debate of that that the the, the rioting yes, has has the, the rioting has come mostly from people who were uh, uh, left leaning. So no, you're the, absolutely right. 
But I don't hear anybody saying, oh, we're going to go out and trash if Trump wins. And I think that's a huge kind of... But the thing is, the people who do the trashing don't really say it. They just do it. The, the, The... like the the people on oh, this, for example, hold on, hold on, this back, hold on, hold on. Let me interject. Even in Las Vegas, where I live here, there are businesses that boarded up their windows tonight. Right. Everybody's boarded so, up their windows. People are hysterical. Okay, what I'm, I'm just serious, saying. I'll like, be surprised. I would say plus well, 480 that there's any serious violence if Trump wins. They'll riot if they have a feeling like Trump stole the election. Well, yeah, for sure. But, but I think even, even if they don't think that, I think there will be some people that are angry and we'll do. And you have to admit, some some of the rioters do it just because they enjoy it. They like to cause mayhem. They like to cause trouble. They like to break things. That in some cases they like to break into places and steal. So if there's any excuse to do it, okay. Let's but let's back up. Will. Let's back up a second. So my question first to you, Todd, was about your concern. So address that. What is your concern well, in the coming uh, days of your security, your family security, etc.? I don't have. I only. I don't have much concern because I'm kind of out there. I'm, I'm away from Los Angeles. Um, I, I'm not that concerned that there's going to be uh, threats to my safety or my family's safety. I, I could see in the cities that there is some unrest and rioting, looting, and all the type of stuff we've seen uh, throughout the year, except uh, being for this reason, except I don't think it's going to go on for the long term. I think it's going to be something that if it does happen, it'll be for a short period of time, then it'll subside, and, uh, and uh, that'll be that. So I, I don't think that's going to have a massive impact uh, and I think what we will see is, uh, for the long term is just a lot of, uh, panic on, on so, and anger on social media. And if the country will be even more divided. If I, I'm honestly more concerned if it ends up being really close one way or the other and it gets dragged through the courts and contested or something like Trump loses by a small amount and he says, I'm not leaving. You know what I mean? Come take me out. I'm not leaving because it was fraud. It was rigged. And then this long period of just the fighting is going to be allowed to kind of brew back and forth between people blaming this party, the other blaming this party. You know what I mean? I'm worried more about that. Do you really think that's a realistic possibility? Yes, it is. He wouldn't leave? Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that happening totally. We, he loses by like 0.5% or something like that in one state, right? And he's just like, it was it was fraud, it was rigged, like I'm not leaving. I could totally see that happen. He yeah, said, I, I, I agree because if, if, if let's, let's say it comes down to Pennsylvania. Let's say he wins the states that where Pennsylvania, if he wins that, he wins. If he loses Pennsylvania, he loses. And then they're counting votes November 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. And then suddenly it switches. And, and, and it goes from Trump winning to Trump losing. I could see him saying, this is rigged. They rigged this against me in Pennsylvania after the election was over, and I'm not leaving. I could see – and he, he would really believe it when he says it, too. It, it also if, worked if, for Gore versus Bush. There was the exact same thing that were – that scenario is pretty much exactly mm-hmm. what happened when Gore versus Bush happened in Florida. But it would you be so much course. less civil if it happened now. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it would be bad, but you know what? The other thing to remember about that Gore versus Bush thing is that the markets went down 15% mm. by the time they got it cleared up, and that was like five weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you look at like, the pressure that the economy is under right now, I think that a lot of the people who are propping up Trump would probably get in his ear and say, you know what, we're taking an L. Like, I don't know if it will work, mm. but there's so much at risk. Like, we can't have the dollar go down 30%. We're we're really playing with fire at fifteen. Like another fifteen percent, 
this shit turns into like a whole different ball game. Didn't like, the I people around him that. want him to not tweet though? Like, I, I just, is he going to listen? It would be my question. I've seen him pull back from the brink enough times to know that there are leashes being pulled. Mm. So I don't think he's, I don't share the opinion that he's like a wild dog and totally like untamed and doing his mm-hmm. own thing. I've seen a few too many occasions where he's kind of erred on the side of caution. Mm. Um, no, I agree. So I, I agree with that actually. Let me and talk. also, you know, yeah. he's got a lot of political clout right now saying, don't worry about what happens after the elections. If you lose, you know, he thinks his family is protected. The, the district attorney in New York, they want him, you know, like those kids are mm-hmm. kind of sus. So there's a lot of leverage right now. All of those, he's, I don't understand for one thing how none of his mafia connections came up. You know, he was doing real estate in New York in the seventies and eighties. Nobody mentions the shit that you had to do to get real estate done then. So there's skeletons in this closet that for whatever reason, people are leaving alone. So Sonatine, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because I'm really curious about your opinion on this. Because what if there is all this out there that, you know, he could potentially be prosecuted, uh, arrested, you know, for whatever things, you know, if he's not the president anymore, could that be a motivator for him to dig in and just try not to leave? I think it's more likely he would try to cut a backroom deal. Mm, Like, I think that he's got enough of an endgame awareness to recognize the fact that like getting dragged out of the white house in shackles is not going to work to his long-term advantage. Um, So, you know, I mean, I think that he's got enough of a, I mean, he's a cunning dude. So I tend to agree that he's going to do what's best for him, Mm. you know, on that level. Like, so that's my take on that. I I don't know. Quality of narcissist that they, you can usually depend on a narcissist to do what is best for them. So that is, Actually, a good thing that you can kind of depend on that. You're right. That's a really good point. Uh, so, wait, Gene, being a single mom, same question to you. If Trump wins, do you have an immediate concern just in terms of security, you know, regarding riots and just social unrest? Not at all, because if you remember when he was elected the first time, there were peaceful protests such as women's marches, etc. There were no riots, and um, everyone was pretty shocked that he did win. I like I, was that I drank so much. I thought Hillary was going to win. And then, and I'm really upset right now because I haven't watched CNN or any news channel since the last election. Mm. I had a call to get CNN and <laughs> only news show I have. And I think they're full of shit right now. So I'm really upset because I want to know what's happening because they're not reflecting anything you guys are saying right now. Interesting. Biden's 89, Trump's 54, electoral, that's the electoral map. So, now, to your point, Gene, is there a chance that everyone that did their peaceful protests, you know, four years ago, and, and understand, I think the climate's a little bit different now, uh, you know, with the with the whole uh, the, the, the BLM stuff and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think the environment's a little bit different. But do you think that all the peaceful protests that happened in 2016, could people be thinking to themselves, huh? You know, we did what we're supposed to do last time. We did peaceful protests, and that didn't work. Maybe we should do something else. Do you think that could enter into it? I think there are going to be a lot of protests, and I love to think that they will all be peaceful. Mm. But I've known criminals my whole life. I grew up in an area where I was around a lot of criminals. I was around a lot of rough people, mm. and they will find any reason to yeah. do a criminal thing. Yeah. So I don't think that that's a good, like, 
Dodger when the Dodgers win, when the Lakers win, who do you think is doing all these, you know, um, things, you know, lighting cars on fire and stuff like that? They want to be criminals, and we live in a society where we have we and nobody's perfect. Someone's going to be doing this, so I don't know how this is um, piggybacked on Democrats being upset that Trump is. I mean, I'll go to another march. I will. I was at the first women's march in L.A., and um, it was 100% peaceful. But I'm telling you, you can't do that anymore because cops are shooting, you know, pepper spray and rubber bullets at people now. It's just like, I won't go out of the house. I have kids. I, I won't do that. So I still would like to think that there will be tons of protests. I think that there will be lots of people that are really upset. I will be one of them. And I, I would like to think that maybe, you know, none of them are going to be looting or breaking into other people's houses. I think you brought up an incredibly good point, which is the catalyst that turns this from protesting to violence is going to be an overbearing police response. Mm. And if there's anything we've seen from the police so far, it's overbearing responses. Mm. Um, so that's probably the missing link between, you know, what I was arguing with Druff about, which is, the lack of motivation for towards violence in the streets and uh, what could turn into a full-blown insurrection. Yeah, because my buddy that I mentioned before, I think it was before you were on Sonatine, who was looking around for ammo, He, I was telling him, I'm like, look, man, the average American is just going to be sitting on the couch with a bag of Cheetos on their lap. Like, they're too lazy to get up and do anything, was my opinion, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting, I mean, you look at like the Boogaloo movement, like that kind of thing. And it kind of, it reminds me of the 60s when you had, for example, like the Weathermen, when you had actual left-wing, organized, almost paramilitary uh, terrorist organizations. Um, We haven't had that in this country for a long time, at least not from the left-wing. Um, the Boogaloo movement is surprisingly close to the surface. It's not like, I mean, when I see people on 4chan making constant references to the Boogaloo movement, I know that the potential is there for that to get inoculated in a lot of young minds. For people that uh, don't know, what is the Boogaloo movement, Sonatin? Uh Right-wing largely white disaffected males who are coming from a, a the profoundly military quadrant of libertarianism mm. um they make a lot of jokes about shooting quote the alphabet boys which are the FBI DOJ DHS that's that bold. kind of thing that's basically like what a lot of their culture is, which is basically uh, preparing to defend themselves against authoritarian despotism in all its forms. Wow. And um, they're, um, they're the real deal. Like they've been shooting up police stations during the riots. Like they're out there. Uh, they exist. Um, it's worth looking into. Like if you want to see like, Somebody said that one of the last stages of true fascism is when the police work in conjunction with paramilitary forces. Um, That's one of the the last rungs on that ladder to hell. 
And what we're seeing is um, the Boogaloo movement, on the one hand, bonding over the fact they want to go after um, the deep state, in so many words, like the FBI, the DOJ, the DHS, the people they perceive as being enemies. And yet every time the shit jumps off, they're on the side of the cops. They're on the thin blue line side of the uh, uh, the fence. They're the ones provoking people towards more violence. Um, so to dismiss them as being something other than a nascent paramilitary force in the country right now would be a huge mistake. And they're on a bunch of terrorist watch lists. Like they're all over the place. The FBI knows about them. Um, so keep an eye on that. That's going to be fun in 2021. So maybe my buddy who was looking for ammo is not crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I live right down the street from a rifle shop in Huntington beach. And there's a line outside every day. Yeah. Every- I drive past it to take my kids to school, and there's a line every day. Well, Walmart, I know, pulled all guns and ammunition off of their shelves. I know they they did that relatively recently. And I know just from my my buddy, again, that was looking for this ammo, that he said you cannot find anything anywhere. He said it's incredibly dry, which means either people have chosen not to sell it or people have bought it all up is what it means, you know? Take that for what you will. Scary. <laughs> it is. So what do you? I don't know what I'm watching. I'm on Fox News, but I'm just kind of going all over the place. It's still showing. Well, they just updated actually. What are they saying? They're giving Biden as of right now uh, 100. He's ahead in the electoral votes, but. That's not surprising because Florida hasn't been called. Georgia hasn't been called. And obviously, Pennsylvania. But Biden is leading 129 to 109 with all the big states still in play. Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida and Georgia. And right now in the betting market, Trump is minus 240. I saw that. Biden's plus 200 right now. Um, So on CNN, it says 89 for Biden and 72 for Trump. And um, he's up like 350K uh, votes in Florida with 92% reporting. Hmm. So I don't understand. Is nothing's changed than what was supposed to be, right? Wasn't it supposed to be Pennsylvania and... um, Yeah, well, you know what? Let's turn it over to our betting uh, expert, Alex, here. Alex, Biden is still a two-to-one dog everywhere. I'm looking, or close to it. Yeah, it looks like Trump's odds are, I mean, I'm seeing minus 300 now, so it looks like Trump is a big favorite. Yeah, why are um, we seeing this, Alex? What What do they know I, that we I don't? Mean, it has to be just betters are are trying to predict what's going to happen in Pennsylvania. So these are, this is better. This is what I'm saying. So this is yeah. better. Who are betting on being, right? Correct. Not what they're seeing on the screen. So yeah, this, this is all still a prediction, you think, Alex? Think. You don't think there's something out there we're just not seeing? I think well, the Florida narrative had a lot of people on the fence. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but a lot of people thought that Florida yeah. was going to be contested, and I think that was the cornerstone I mean, the of a lot is, of people. Well, Florida right now has got 51% for Trump and 47 for Biden. Yeah, and yep. that's 93%, right? You have a, a vote in 93%. 93%, correct. Yeah. With 91%, yeah, I'm seeing 90, 91% in. Wow. I'm on, the, I'm on the New York Times site. Um and they said that 93% of Florida is in with 51.2% for Trump, 47.7% for Biden. Um, obviously, it depends on what 
that remaining 7% is because it could be, you know, largely Republican uh, uh, demo or what is it? Um, whatever the term is. Yeah, but you know what? Or could be largely uh, Democratic. I mean, listen, right now he has right now he has a lead with a sizable amount counted, not enough to declare him a winner, obviously, but Wisconsin, Michigan and Ohio, which together are 44 electoral votes. I mean, he's ahead in all three states now. That's probably what we're seeing while we're seeing this. I mean, okay, so which, one states, which one of those states don't count the mail-in votes yet? Because I know there's a couple that start counting when the polls close, and there's some that count before the before the election. Alex, tell us. Yeah, no, what she's saying is correct. Um, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan will start to perfect. Their mail-in votes are going to come in later. So, I mean, if Trump has a small lead. It could still swing back to Biden. Right. It just depends. You know what on- the funniest thing is, is so I, you know, I'm 23 years old and I've been voting a very long time. I'm and- sorry, how old? You're 23 or 33? 23. <laughs> oh, you don't, look, you don't look 43. Okay. okay um, thank you. But um, you were calling out my age saying I was playing Limit Hold'em in 2004. So come on, give me a break. How old was so- 16? Anyway, um, so no, I, um, it's funny because I've lived in California my whole life as well. And Everyone I've known that has gotten an absentee mail-in ballot all have been Republicans. So it's shocking to me that they're saying that all these people are voting democratically on mail-in votes. Hmm. I didn't take into account we didn't have a pandemic where, you know, Democrats were voting um, by mail. But like I said, um, it's just funny to me because everyone I've ever known that voted by mail has been a Republican. Wow. Nobody else voted by mail, none of you? No, I, I voted in person. Did oh, any I don't think anyone here voted by mail. Only my wife. Um so did I'm looking Todd did too. Your wife did too? My wife did it by mail. Uh and I kinda wish that I had done it. Um but anyway, I'm looking at the New York Times site and it says that in terms of locked up votes, uh electoral votes, Biden has hundred and thirty one and Trump has ninety two locked up. But man, there's a lot in play. Like this is yeah, I, it's I a sweat. The, the states that are locked up because none of those are surprises. So yes, right. I, mean, I want you to be a little biased, Alex, because you got forty k on the on. on the, so be a little biased and give me some hope here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, still, you, you got to just focus on Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Right. It's going to take a long time to count, so it could be a while. On Twitter, everybody was talking about Pennsylvania. Look at this voting, you know, like violation and all these poll workers weren't allowed, poll watchers weren't allowed, and they were already starting today, all the, you know, um, I call it Trumpers. Trump dumpster. Riddle me this, Alex, because I'm looking at this chart. Um, It says Rhode Island is... 43% 43% for Biden, 54% for Trump, but it has the state declared for Biden with a check mark next. So what's what's going on? Well, that's not so uncommon. I mean, that's just they look at the exit polls, and if he's ahead by a certain margin in the exit polls, they just call it for for that person. And But he's behind by 11%, and they called it for him. Yeah, I mean, that's just because of the counties that have come in. Obviously, some very heavy... I you know, see. Counties came in, and the you know Biden counties have not been counted yet. But it's interesting. Only, only thirty-four percent of the vote is in, and they've called it for Biden. And Connecticut, only fifteen percent 
is in, and they've called it for Biden. Like what? Yeah. I mean, I, I realize these are very democratic states, but still, I mean, Biden is now plus two sixty. It's as high as I've seen it. <laughs> when are you putting the money down, man? I mean, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's no one that I respect or think knows what they're doing has told me if it's a sucker's bet or not. I mean, what's the old adage, Gene Gluck? If something seems too good to be true, then what is it, Gene Gluck? It usually is. Like, yeah. Take a little bit of money. You don't care if you lose and, and put it down there. Slide it right I mean, in. If you want to sweat, you can bet it. But, I mean, I think it's a mistake to bet it without really good information. <laughs> futures market, the uh, E-mini futures market is up 50 points in the last, like, hour. That's a Trump thing. Mm-hmm. What, I'm sorry, what is it? What market? Uh, it's the S&P 500 index. Oh, okay. Um, when Biden was a favorite, it was in free fall. Pretty much. And in the last 45 minutes or so, um, huge positive swing, consistent. Like, it's definitely, this is every time I heard good things about Trump, I see the market blooming. So I wouldn't necessarily be going for those long odds on Biden right now. Now it's plus 270 for Biden. All right, we're going to have someone joining the panel here. We're going to have uh, PFA's Daily come on here, who's who's, a, who's another expert on odds and all things betting. So he's going to come on and he'll give us his perspective, which I'm eager to hear. Everyone is going nuts. Wow. All right, Daily, you have the information we were waiting. And let's see uh, if there's any updates. Fox News is still showing 129 to 109. So they're still showing Biden. But, again, all the states that matter really now at this point haven't, haven't even been declared. So let's get Daly on the line. I'm curious to see what happens in Arizona. Me too. Me that's too. That's a big question, Mark. That, that's a good point. Arizona could be really important. It's supposed to be close there, so. And also, I'm already thinking about 2024. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I would think Trump has to be a pretty big favorite in Arizona if he's winning Florida by a decent margin. We'll wait and see. I everybody I know on the ground there is like, no, this state is in play. So I'm very curious to see how close it is. I mean, that's another transplant state. Yeah. Trump is now 360. It's the highest I've seen him. It's unbelievable. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Biden plus 295. Alex, have you bet any more since these odds odds have been skyrocketing? You're done. Come on, Brandon. Leave him alone. No, no, I'm asking him if he's he's bet more on Biden. I mean, just because he thinks they're all making a mistake or if he's done. I'm I'm neither buying nor selling. I'm just uh, waiting for the results. uh, I'm rooting for him. I mean, he's my buddy. I don't want him to lose. I'm definitely not mocking him. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Biden is plus 300 now. Is PLO, PLOL, is that the guy that likes the, the twinks in the staircase or whatever? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, it sounds like you're talking about one step, too. All right, hold on. We have, uh, we have someone on here. I'm not sure who the – R.I.P. Wood. Who is this? I mean, I'm not giving it, out this – Daily, is that it, you or no? It's Daily. Okay. What, what's with the name, R.I.P. Wood? 
Wood is the large African-American man with the large penis who was the big meme from the COVID uh, era. And we okay. found out that he actually died in real life a few uh, years ago. So we had a uh, another discussion. So that's my name on this. Okay, nice. Well, anyhow, for those that don't, uh, does everyone here know Daly? I know Alex does, of course. Sonatine does. I do. Uh, Calawat, are you familiar with Daly from PFA? Yep. Okay, and Gene Gluck, I'm sure you're not, but Daly is a uh, very good handicapper and very well-respected handicapper in all things gambling, sports, uh, dabbles in poker, of course, betting. Okay, so Daly, you've, you've heard where we are, what we're doing. You sent me a message earlier saying, in fact, that we had made some mistakes. The floor is yours. Tell us what we've missed. Tell us what you see right now. Tell us what you think is going on. Yeah, I mean, I just... Uh... He's muted somehow. Oh, hold on. Daly, let's unmute you. Okay, go ahead, Daly. You muted yourself, but you're good now. Can you hear me now? Yep, good to go. Floor is yours, sir. Yeah, so, I mean, a little earlier in the night when we were talking about Florida, it said, oh, you know, there's 30% in. Um, you know, Biden seems to be up 3%, so Biden must be trending well. But in the betting markets, Trump was already minus 400 and it's a, it's like poker. It's a game of incomplete information. You know, certain neighborhoods vote for a certain, um, a certain party more often than not. So if you've, you know, if you're at parity with 90% in and the only votes that are left, you know, are in the panhandle in Florida, you know, guess what? It's, it's probably <laughs> going to be Trump's to lose. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing right now. I mean, it's, we're, we're at, like one stroke to midnight here. I'm pretty sure this thing is over. Um, uh, I think what we saw in Florida um, was almost okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but when you say you, you're pretty sure this thing's over, you're obviously saying in, in favor of Trump. Well, it's certainly not Biden. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Minus 300 or worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, Florida was irrelevant. All Florida, yeah. Trump winning Florida, all that did was let him continue down the path. Same thing with so, hold on. You muted yourself again. Let's unmute you. This is some good stuff he here. Anything this guy says, he can't even keep his mic on. <laughs> but I will tell you, honest to God, Gene Gluck, uh, Daly, or R.I.P. Wood, years he's been around. He's made a lot of people a lot of money with his with his intel. I believe, and his, I no, no, I know. I'm just letting you know. I, I, would, I would rarely come on here and say I respect somebody and their opinion like I do his. So, all right, Daly, try not to keep muting yourself here. I mean, it's, come on. I'm just You're kidding. I'm just years old. All right, Daly. Yeah, rookie, rookie move. I That's don't know right. what's going on. So Okay, so you said Florida allows him to continue on that path, and then you mute yourself. Yeah. Go on, sir. And then same thing for North Carolina, because now North Carolina was never a required state for Biden for winning. Um, and I think what happened earlier in the night, people kind of got caught away, and the, the, the odds came back down to um, to parodies, you know, people looking at it and saying, well, Trump won Florida, Trump won North Carolina, but that never really mattered. And I think when we started seeing some of the better numbers for Biden come out of Texas and Ohio, you saw the spike back from parity to Biden minus 200. And I think that made a lot of sense because I think what a lot of people were thinking, this is my own extrapolation here, is Ohio is trending better for biden than we thought so that must spill over into pennsylvania and and michigan and wisconsin but and and this is what i'm confused about right now honestly 
Because if you look at, at the numbers that are out there for both Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, um, obviously they're early. Obviously, uh, as the numbers stand, not in Michigan, Michigan Trump's ahead, but Biden's slightly ahead. And but but here's the odd thing that I can't reconcile. There's one point one million mail in votes that are not baked in the cake yet for right. Biden in Pennsylvania. But the betting markets are saying uh, Trump's going to win minus 200. And the minute that the dial moved on Pennsylvania and it flipped from being Trump being a favorite, uh, excuse me, Biden being a favorite to um, to Trump being the favorite as high as minus 200 was the moment that you saw uh, all of the odds for the general flip as high as minus 300 for Trump. And unless that reverses, unless somebody comes out of that Pennsylvania voting office right now and says, guys, these numbers are very preliminary and we do in fact have an additional $1.1 million uh, votes ready for Biden that got mailed in ahead of time. And I say that because there were 1.6 million uh, Democratic Party um, votes that were handed in ahead of time versus 500,000 Republican. Uh, I'm assuming those 1.1 million are going to fall for Biden. Uh, unless somebody comes out and says that, I think um, I think this thing's over. I think I think Trump's going to win Pennsylvania, and that's that's it. There is no path to victory. Okay, so let me ask you. Biden. Let me ask you a couple things real fast, and thank you again for your analysis. If Trump, though, somehow because of all those early ballots, does not win Pennsylvania, can he still win the general election? Has that narrative changed that he has to win Pennsylvania still? That Pennsylvania is a be-all of do-all of this entire election? Well, uh, oddly enough, the the story that was missed earlier and it would be easy to overlook was Maine. Maine went four votes for Biden. Now, why is that important? It's super important because it means that there was one potential vote in Nebraska that Biden could win. But it doesn't make a difference if he wins it or not now. What that means is, is because of that one vote, um, Trump had to win um, Pennsylvania and he had to win Arizona. But that was with the current narrative was Biden was also going to win Minnesota and Michigan, and I think that's very much in jeopardy right now. I don't think Minnesota's in jeopardy. I think when you're a state that hasn't voted uh, Democrat since, excuse me, Republican since Nixon, uh, I think that's still pretty safe, but Mich- Michigan looks bad numbers as well. Uh, but if somehow Biden does come back and he takes Pennsylvania and he takes Michigan, um, Trump would then need to win um uh, I'm sorry, if, if Trump did take Pennsylvania, he would also have to win Arizona or Wisconsin. And that's what that one vote in Maine uh, means. So it's, it's a huge vote. It, was, it wasn't talked about on any of the major media as well, but it's electorally a big deal. Wow. Okay. And let me ask you, so if things go as, as you plan, as, as you say they, they will, or they likely will, how did the polling miss this again? For the second time in, in eight years, how could they be so wrong? Again, I, I have no idea. Everyone I read said this time the polling is going to be right. This time there's no mathematical, you know, errors. This time, I mean, but it, it doesn't this seem literally not to be so cliche, but deja vu all over again? Kind of? No, I don't. I don't get it. I, I can understand. Florida was very close the whole way. North Carolina was very close the whole way. Arizona was very close the whole way. Um, 
not not Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania was always very very likely that Biden was going to win, and that's why I think it's so confusing because there's seven million or so votes that are expected in Pennsylvania. Two million are in. Uh, Biden's up by a small margin, but again, there's an assumption that there's 1.1 extra million votes out there for Biden. So I'm not sure how Pennsylvania is being called this early in the in the in the betting market. I, it would have to be an enormous screw up uh, in the general polling. And Can I ask you a question that I don't understand? You're talking about Maine, and you're saying that that is going Trump. I'm I'm looking at it, and it says that only 12% have reported in, and it's 48-48. So how do we know that it's going Maine? No, it's it's Pennsylvania. Earlier when I was talking about Maine, oh, I see. Um, that, that was called much earlier, and that's four electoral votes. That's called for Trump, there. you're saying? Are you saying that Maine was called for Trump already? No, Maine was called for Biden. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Now everything makes sense. I apologize. Well, what, what I probably wasn't clear about is is that the original polling seemed to indicate, because there's a district system in Maine, that three were going to go for Biden and one was going to go for Trump. So the fact that Biden swept all four, that's what, why we have this dynamic where now Trump needs to win two of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Arizona, which is huge. But guess what? Right now, it seems like he might win all three. So it's not really going to matter. Wow. You're, you're saying that Biden already won MEO2? Is that what you're saying, Daly? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. Wait, okay. Now, now explain that to in layman's terms for us. What does that mean? Well, so most states, if you win the state, you get all the electoral votes. In Maine and Nebraska, they break oh, it up. Oh, it's based on population or, or districts? Yeah, yeah. There's three different districts in Maine, and there's two different okay. districts in Nebraska. Um so, you know, most likely Biden will get an electoral vote in uh, Nebraska, too. But, uh, no, I, I agree with everything that Daly said. Uh, you know, oh, in- Okay, Daly, let me just ask you this. As, as a handicapper, which you're well-respected, give us some percentage, uh, some percents. Biden right now, blank percent to win the Electoral College. Fill in the blank. 90. Whoa. Wait. Wait, not, Biden is 90% favored to win? Sorry, I thought you said Trump. Trump oh. is 90. Trump is 90, okay. Biden, 10. Somewhere thereabouts. It's all, okay. it's, it's this thing, like I said, we're one stroke to midnight. This thing is... 90%? Gene, Gene, I was just going to say, Gene Gluck, it's time to bust out another bottle. Alex, uh, we talked about the doomsday scenario for today. But, so, Daly, I'm a little bit confused how you can say that um, without knowing exactly what the uh, mail-in situation is like in Pennsylvania. I mean, couldn't that potentially make a big difference? Yeah, it can make it an enormous difference. But you've got betting markets out there that are right. that are severely – and this is real money with real information. They're that, degens, that, though. All degens. May, may very well be, but people, DGENs don't lay minus 200 uh, to move a bet that used to be plus 200 unless they yeah. do something. You are correct. Is correct. Right. So, I, like I said, I can't explain. I, I can just tell you what the odds tell me. I can't explain what the fuck is going on in Pennsylvania. I have no idea. For all I can tell, by the way, the numbers are falling. Biden should still be well ahead. 
because that one point one million. I think that Pennsylvania and Trump is up almost six percent with thirty percent reporting. I mean, Biden's I'm, up a lot in Arizona too with seventy three percent reporting. Well, those are early yes. returns in Arizona. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, they expected to get the early returns. Arizona's own, well, Arizona's 52% in, so it's not like it's that. No, 77% in, or they're 77% in, 53%. uh, Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I just updated that. He's down about 200,000 votes, but there's still uh, 30% of the votes to be counted. So it's definitely still too close to call. And they're still voting there. Can you read me the current on Pennsylvania? What's, What's the total votes in? Total votes in right now are two million, two million fifty five fifty two million fifty six thousand. Right, so, so it's a little over one million for Donald Trump and about nine thirteen for Biden. That's what I'm showing. Trump is so up this, hundred and thirty thousand. So they okay. they were expecting somewhere between seven and eight million votes, and what, the assumption is, and I can tell you of that two million. None of them are part of that 1.1 million mail-in extra. So I don't know where they're getting their numbers. Uh, the Pennsylvania story is fishy, but I can only tell you what the odds tell me. They were expecting 8 million votes. I think that's a little high. Well, Biden, yeah, is, Biden has just gone down to plus 250. He was plus 300 a minute ago. Oh, wow, that's, that's a big drop. Oh, these these betters are driving me fucking nuts. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> crazy. Like, can't you guys? Like, you guys are wrong sometimes. Like, be wrong this time. What? What well, is it possible that just Trumpers are betting more money and trying to and moving the line? Yo, buddy. I don't know. It's like so disheartening because, Aww. like I said, none of you know what it's like to be a woman in America. Gene, Gene Gluck, if you ever come to Las Vegas, I'll take you for a night. I sushi go to Vegas bar. all the time. I love it. Okay. I'm going next week. Not okay. Week. Well, I'll well, take you got- for, I'll take you for a nice sushi dinner, and I'll show you what a gentleman I am. <laughs> not, not all poker players are, are bad. Brandon, I said I'm trying not to date poker players anymore, but actually, my current boyfriend is a poker player. <laughs> oh well, though, so so you're trying, but it's not working out for, too good for you. Yeah, but I told Marley, I told Marley, I have to like break up with him because I've been quarantining for eight months and he hasn't asked to marry me. Right? He asked me. Brandon, you didn't take me to no sushi dinner. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So she's trying not to date poker players, except for the poker players she's dating. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's that's cute. No, no, I said I tried. At least I tried. Hey, Alex, Biden's down to plus 200 now. Okay, let's go. I mean, I don't know what the market's saying, but I mean. Well, that's where we have Daly on here. Daly's supposed to analyze and interpret well, what the Daly, market's saying. It's a great analysis. I mean, that was. No, I, I know. Coming on. So, Daly, what are, so what are we looking for next here? Are we all just waiting for Pennsylvania? What's the next key move that we're waiting for? Because if Pennsylvania could take days. So what else? What do we need to look for here to make a determination? Uh, there is, there is no what else. It's one hundred percent Pennsylvania. Okay, Michigan. nothing else matters. Literally. Well, will okay, we know? So- will we know Michigan and Wisconsin today? Tonight? I don't know. Should we? My understanding is that those states are going to be slow as well. Okay. So Pennsylvania, if Biden wins Pennsylvania, he wins. Is that what you're saying? Uh. He needs to win Pennsylvania to have a chance, at least. To have a chance. Okay. 
it's right. it's come to, it's come down to Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and um, Arizona. Those well, are the only four. Michigan. Th- those Michigan's going to be blue. That's oh, hold on. What about Ohio? Why why are you leaving out Ohio, well, Daly? Ohio is not as relevant because because no. Ohio is dead. Trump yeah. won Ohio. He's minus five hundred right now. There's just there's yeah. any... so even though I'm looking at it and it shows there only two there's only a two hundred thousand vote discrepancy that's still big enough that it's basically done. You think? Yeah, o- Ohio is finished. Okay, Ohio is finished. It's it's the panhandle uh, analogy again. Right. There's but not enough votes right. in the in the in the right district. So, but using that same logic, that. why is Michigan not finished right now? He's leading by three hundred thousand votes almost in Michigan. Wouldn't uh, you say again, the same thing? It's an extrapolation out, but I mean, this is the reason why Michigan and Pennsylvania are, you know, minus two hundred, minus three hundred, and not minus six hundred like Ohio Got it. is. Sure, there's so, still a chance, but it's still an extrapolation. Breaking okay. news here: It looks like Biden leads Maricopa County by ten points so far, with three quarters of the, its vote counted. If that margin holds up, it will be difficult for Trump to win Arizona. Good that's news. From a, that's from a uh, representative uh, from Madison, Wisconsin. Or I'm sorry, from Arizona. <laughs> wow. And okay, so I'll, I'm going to actually, Sonatine, let me ask you this because I still don't know the answer. Delhi doesn't know the answer. Alex doesn't. Everything I read, and I've talked about this with friends who assured me that the polling was much more accurate this time around and the mistakes they made four years ago weren't going to happen. What the hell happened, Sonatine? You know, BCR made that post about how, like, when they do polling – Working class Republicans don't pick up the fucking phone. Like, they're tired. They've worked their asses off all day. They don't want to do, like, they don't want to riff about, like, who they're going to vote for. But you get a Democrat on the phone, they're like, oh, my God, yes, of course. Everything's great. Let's wrap. So it's like, I think, I mean, that really resonated for me. His explanation really kind of took it to an interesting place. Like, I think that polling is broken because if you're a working class Republican, you're not available by phone all that often. And you're certainly not picking up random numbers, you know, like it's just culturally polling doesn't work like that anymore. I don't think, um, or that's the takeaway that I got from this post. I, I'm trying to paraphrase a particularly. So, I'm plugging in some States here and it looks like, so if, if Biden wins Arizona and he wins Wisconsin and Michigan, then he can lose Pennsylvania and he'll win 270 to 268. But, he's not so, going to win Michigan. What? I don't. Michigan? I don't think he's going to win Michigan. What is it in Michigan? Well, that, that would be his backup plan. Yeah. Given how that, much a Michigan win was part of the pro Biden narrative coming into this, I'd be real surprised if that didn't play out. Biden's back down to plus two thirty from a high of plus three ninety five. Yeah. I, I think they're reacting to Arizona. No matter how you look at it, Biden's not doing well. No, he's not. The simple math. The, this is the this is the simple math. The simple electoral math. Please tell us in Maine. No, if you're, Trump, you're right. If that, that one vote, if, if Trump wins, and it doesn't matter because of that one vote, otherwise you it would have to be it have to be Pennsylvania and. But in this case, let's just boil it down to brass tacks. If Trump wins two of Pennsylvania. Wisconsin, Michigan, or Arizona, he wins. And right now, he's projected up 
big. Well, I shouldn't say big. He's just projected up in um, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Sorry, Michigan, not Wisconsin. Although I'm not sure about Wisconsin. That's probably a good question to ask. Yeah. Alex, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with them. Uh, I, I'm just not sure what the odds are in in Michigan. I know it looks like Trump is up by a lot, but I'm not sure. Daly, do you know what the the betting markets are saying about Michigan? Or is that all? Uh, all the state markets get pulled down off of Bovada and Bookmaker EU and the rest of them about 15, 20 minutes ago before they got pulled off. Pennsylvania was minus 180 for Trump. Uh, Michigan was about the same. Yeah, predict it is still down, so that would be the site where you get the odds. But wouldn't today be the day I of wish, all days? Wish, wouldn't today be the have gotten odds on that? If wouldn't I today be the day being down tonight? Sorry. I would have made a million dollars. I was just going to say that, but wouldn't today be the day that predicted wouldn't want to go down? Uh, kind of all days. You'd think, yeah. but it, it was uh, pretty predictable. They're uh, they don't really have their act together over there. Predict it was pretty predictable. Their operating budget to be able to withstand what they're going through right now. Like the Mount Gox, if that's how you pronounce it, of uh, yeah. political betting. Jeez. Well, daily, I, I yeah, I, I just this is eerily uh, familiar, to, similar to 2016. It's unbelievable. It really is. I just markets uh, are plunging, so Biden might be catching up. Well, I'll tell you, everything is operating slow now. So it's almost like the entire night. I don't know how you guys are over there, but bet online, Twitter, everything on my end is kind of lagging. Just, yeah. you know, all these apps, everything is not running optimal. Um, wow. Well, it's definitely going to be a sweat. I, uh, what is it? 1030 on the East coast. So what would be out of all these States? If you guys had to guess or uh, daily Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and I guess we know it wouldn't be Pennsylvania. Which one would be the most likely of us getting the results or being called tonight? Out of the, out of, or, or we could just even say Wisconsin, Michigan, and, and you said not Ohio because it doesn't matter. Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona. What would be the next state we, that would be called out of those three? Daily? I, I, I don't know. I can't answer that question. Look at this. Biden is down to plus 160 now. That's and good. Trump is minus two ten on Bet Online. I just started eating pizza. It's, it's oh, Gene Gluck! Getting it's getting fucking really bad. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm kind of balancing this, and I'm gonna try and hit Twitter and just see what's what's going on. I mean, it's it like I said, if you if you or someone on the show, one of the listeners in chat or whatever, can you know just look at Michigan, look at Pennsylvania, and see what's going on. My sure. my guess is. Again, not to beat the dead horse, is somebody figured out that the 1.1 or so million extra votes in Pennsylvania aren't baked into the cake yet, which would change the numbers drastically. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen, gentlemen, I need to uh, take a small break. I need to use the restroom, and I'm going to order some dinner. So I'm going to turn the hosting over to you all. Um, Kalawat, Trederuski, Sanatin, Gene, and Alex. And I'll be back in about 10 minutes. And then once my dinner arrives, I'm going to need about a good 30-minute break for that. So I will be back. You gentlemen and ladies, carry on. And uh, keep an eye on that YouTube chat because we do have a pretty high number of users watching and listening. So somebody keep an eye on there and just, you know, 
kind of uh, communicate with the chat. And I will be back in a bit, boys and girls. And thank you all for listening. PFA Election Night continues. Okay. Right. Well, I, I am back. I, I left for a little bit, but uh, I, I've returned. I, I see, uh, from what I can see, I just had CNN on in the background with uh, no sound. CNN's full of shit. <laughs> they are. I, I'm really honestly like they're sugarcoating it. It's not nice. Hey, I do have one thing that's worth mentioning here. Um, it's, it, it, I don't think anyone's going to fall out of the chair, but the Democrats are going to retain the House. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was expected. And that's Daly, uh, Druff. Uh, who is that? Daly. Oh, Daly. Okay, I, did, I didn't see I was like, who is this R.I.P. Woodford? I didn't understand that. Okay, so anyway, uh, so I was seeing, so it looks like, uh, from, correct me if I'm wrong here, but from what I was seeing, just looking at uh, no volume CNN, that Trump is, is doing well in Pennsylvania and, and uh, Wisconsin, but, but is uh, struggling in Arizona. Is that, is that true? Yeah, that seems to be the case. You know, if this is what happens, uh, aside from Trump probably winning if this holds, what this will also say is that uh, the West will have gone all blue. And uh, that's not surprising because uh, Californians leaving the state, oddly enough, have uh, um, changed the political makeup of the Western U.S., and that's affecting Texas as well. So a lot of Californians leaving and going to Arizona, a lot of Californians leaving, going to Nevada, a lot of Californians leaving, going to Texas. And look, all three of them are going more blue. And uh, it, it made But don't you, Todd, don't you think that Texas, because I've been to Texas all over Texas, um, it's full of minorities there. Maybe that too, yes. Engage, maybe they just weren't engaged to vote because, you know, like they didn't think that it mattered. Do you think that has um, a lot to do with the two? I, I think with Texas, it's a combination. It's the, and same with Arizona. There's a lot of Hispanics there who, who vote more Democrat than Republican, which uh, Republicans may have to change. They may have to. Uh, Republicans <laughs> do have an in to the Hispanics if they want to come out with a different message, and uh, they, they, they're going to have to do that if, if they want to have a future. But uh, at the moment, uh, Hispanics are, are Democrat, not Cubans, but, but uh, non-Cuban Hispanics are uh, or vote Democratic, and and between that and uh, and people moving in from other areas like California, uh, where which are much more blue, it, it's it's changing uh, places like Texas and Arizona. Those two factors together, and uh, in, I I've said for a long time here that uh, I didn't think it was going to happen in 2020 that these were going to flip, but I said in 2024, 2028, if mm-hmm. the Republicans don't come up with a um, a different message in some ways to uh, to reach some of these people who are not voting Republican, some of these groups that don't vote Republican very much, they're going to have a big problem and that uh, they, they really need to start with that. And uh, I didn't make that many election bets here. In fact, I only, the only thing I bet on with this presidential election was actually on Biden in Wisconsin, which right now isn't looking that good. But uh, um, I bet on some Senate and uh, congressional races. But w- one of the races I bet on is in Southern California, and I, I haven't been able to see how it's doing. And in fact, oh. may not, uh, I bet on in the in that uh, District 25 where Katie Hill had to resign. Mm. Uh, I actually know that area pretty well: Simi Valley, Santa Clarita, right. Lancaster, mm-hmm. Palmdale. And uh, um, so they had a special election after Katie Hill resigned from that sex scandal. 
And Mike Garcia, the Republican, won by like 13 points over the Democrat uh, Christy Smith. Now, there wasn't much turnout for this at the special election, and Republicans were more motivated to show up because it was the Democrat who resigned in disgrace. So that does, the 13 points doesn't say that much, though it is if you're going to vote on, if you're going to bet on the Republican, that's helpful. But I think what Mike Garcia is a good example of the type of politician that Republicans need more of in the future. He's, he's Hispanic. He, he doesn't, uh, and he doesn't have, he, he's a Republican Hispanic. He doesn't have any uh, scandals behind him. He's, he's, uh, I think he was once in the military. He's a good candidate, but they need more like him to, to reach Hispanics and not just you know, Cuban Hispanics. They need non-Cuban Hispanics, more of them to run, to join their party and, and to convince uh, Hispanic people uh, why they should vote Republican instead of Democrat. And then they also need to outreach to, to the black community as well uh, in order to, and to see if they can make some inroads there. And uh, otherwise Republicans are going to have a hard time winning in the future. But uh, uh, in, in that race, I, with, I think, I, and I even checked, maybe I'll, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he's getting crushed. Though I don't think there's many returns by because it's California and it's not the polls aren't even closed yet. But uh, I I felt that Mike Garcia, who I got a little bit better than even money, was a good bet because not only did he win by 13 points in the special election, but that area is um, typically a little bit more Republican who shows up to vote. And and also I think the uh, the Republicans who cross party lines to vote Katie Hill in the first time are not going to do it again because it ended in a scandal. So I think they're like, okay, we tried it once. We're, we'll go back to the Republicans. But the, so I, I think he's going to win there. Uh, it's obviously not a major race. The only reason anyone's interested in it is because it's uh, that seat, which had that controversy last year. But uh, that's one of the bets I placed. I only have about 3K bets total. So, uh, you know, I'm not stressed about any of this, just whatever happens. Uh, I, I actually uh, – I couldn't bring myself to bet much on the presidential race because I just felt it was such a wild card. It just seems so hard to predict. And I, I had my temptations. Uh, on, I had my gut feelings about where, where I thought Trump was going to overperform. And I had then the, all the polls saying that this time they're right. And this time Biden's going to win in a lot of these places. And I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to go either way. I kind of, I was kind of like kind of my feelings one way, but then Part of me saying don't don't do it, and so I just said, you know, other than Wisconsin, I, I couldn't do it. And, and it looks like like Wisconsin, if Trump wins there, that'll be really embarrassing for the polls because they they had Biden up like between seven and eleven points most of the respective polls. Yeah, and to I'm, play off what Drexel was saying, how could the polls be so fucking wrong again, Druff? What the hell's going on? Well, I think I know, but uh, and and this is going to be a hard one for them to deal now once. Tr- we're never going to have to vote for Trump again either way. So maybe. So so that's maybe exactly. exactly. And Trump, hold on. And also the stuff with you know with the, with the 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 uh, in Houston where there's one polling place for like three million people, and they're pulling shit like that. I mean, how can you as a, as an American support that stuff? I, I don't. I, I don't. Okay. Not. Well, well. well uh, but, but I, mean, I, I don't. I I don't support those things. But there's a, there's so much on the other end that I I don't support. And the truth is that everybody, um, both parties will want to act in whatever interest it is in getting themselves elected, and uh, and sometimes we'll do things that are not very ethical. 
And and uh, I, I wish that didn't happen. I really just wish, regardless of who it helps, I I I I would want everybody to be able to vote. I want everybody to be able to vote easily. I want no fraud. I want no attempts at suppression. Uh, I don't want suppression to be claimed when it's just people being lazy. Uh, you know, I, I don't There's think suppression. It's... Come on, one. No, no, there, there, there is some suppression. Harris County, that's there, fucking there suppression. No, there is some suppression. I said, I don't. I said, I don't want it. I, I'm talking. Oh, I okay. Don't... You don't want it, but re- we live in reality. Yeah, yes, but I'm. But I'm saying that that uh, there's a lot of time when you see a certain party take a certain position about access to voting. Mm-hmm. They are taking that position based upon what they think is going to help them, not not a moral position. I'm talking about the party, not not voters like yourself, but I'm talking about the party. They're taking the position of whatever is going to help them, and if right. uh, and so so that's why there's a lot of BS that goes on, on both sides, and I, I wish it didn't happen. Like, uh, um, I, I won't even get into all the different debates about about voting, but there's there's some. I think a lot of the the claims from the left about we just want everybody to vote, we want access to voting. I think a lot of that's not in good faith. I think a lot of that is in we're taking the position that we think helps us because if we think we advocate this type of voting or if we advocate no ID voting, whatever it is, we're going to pretend to do so from a moral standpoint, but in reality we're doing it because it benefits us. And and uh, and, and if it were the other way, if, if taking these stances would benefit Republicans, we'd be arguing the other way and vice versa. Same with Republicans. They would switch to the other side too if, if, it, if it didn't benefit them. And, and so that's why a lot of these uh, – um, what I actually would love to see – and I'm talking about in a non-pandemic year where there's uh, um, you, you could go back to more reasonable uh, claims of why it should be in-person voting, aside from absentee. But uh, in a regular year, I would love to see an, a national ID system where, at least for voting, to where people have to present ID, but it's, it's free and easy to get. And there is some sort of... Uh, uh, solution found for those who have lost their birth certificate or can't easily get access to it that just simply have no idea or no way to prove it that some something's allowed for them but it's not effortless because you you have a right to vote you don't have a right to effortlessly vote where um you know it, the vote doesn't have to come to you the vote doesn't have to to be zero effort there there has there, there shouldn't be a tremendous effort there shouldn't be a, a major effort there shouldn't be hurdles in your way but that it also doesn't mean there shouldn't be no effort so wouldn't that be considered regressive, though? Wouldn't that favor people that have the time or money or education to right. actually do this? Like, wouldn't that be a, a regressive thing in well, terms I, of who is I do this. I don't who would know. actually get that? I don't know what you mean by do this. Uh, I'm talking about a system where and, – and do this way in advance, not not a few months before the election, obviously. Way in advance. Like like 2021 would be a good time to do to start this process to where there's some kind of national ID or at least a national voting ID system to where you can either get it by through your state ID or if you don't have one and if you don't have a birth certificate, then there's some other mechanism you can go through. One-time thing. I love science fiction as much as everybody, but real talk, New Jersey just legalized weed. Guys. Yeah, I saw that already. <laughs> Shout out to New Jersey. So I just saw a report that says that Philadelphia is not going to report any more vote totals until 9 a.m. tomorrow. And Detroit, and Detroit will not finish counting their backlog of absentee ballots until tomorrow night. So I think we're going to be here for a while. doesn't mean states can't necessarily be called, maybe, but I think it's going to be a little while. 
You know? Now, why is why is that being uh, done? You think it's uh, like a, a middle finger to Trump if they're afraid Trump's going to win? They don't want it to. They don't want Trump to be able to declare an election night victory, so they want to leave it in suspense. I don't think he was going to anyway. I don't know. I have no idea why they're doing it, but you know, maybe it's just there's too many. I have no idea, man. It could, it could be innocent, but it could be just or incompetence. It could be. It could be a middle finger too, but in that case, it would only be a delay, right? I know. Yeah, it would only be delay. It's just kind of weird, but. Uh, yeah. But Todd, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. So, would you vote if it took you eight hours in line to vote? No, I would not vote. For no, eight. I wouldn't either. And the, the main asking. reason, the main reason I wouldn't is my state. It really doesn't matter. Um, no, no, no. But I'm saying, if it mattered, if you lived in Georgia, would you eight hours to vote? Because probably not. No. And I'm a minority woman. So I can understand um, what my question is, is because when I was seeing that on Twitter, and you know, I was a, I, I was, I can say I was a conservative because I really don't feel like I'm a conservative anymore after these last four years. But um, I don't think that having someone wait in line for eight hours is good for voting or the democracy. Well, it's, it's- Ten minutes to vote in Huntington Beach. It's it's not it's not good, but these are these are local decisions, which are bad decisions. But these are local decisions that are being made. Uh, some 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 out of incompetence, some out of uh, uh, for for bad reasons. Some some for reasons which which are which are to cause some sort of uh, indirect suppression, and mm-hmm. and that that needs to stop. And any attempt to stop that sort of thing, I would support, regardless of who it helps. Even if it helps right. the Democrats much more, okay. I would that was my answer. I mean, okay. that was my question. Sorry. Well, that and that's uh, and that's why I'm saying that they should, um, like, the the ID thing. The reason the Democrats support, and this isn't a big issue this year because of people. A lot of people are voting by mail anyway. Uh, so, but uh, in, there is prior to COVID, there was a big debate about ID and voting. Right. And 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 there was claims that. Um, you know, Democrats saying, "Well, if, if you don't, if you if you require ID to vote, it's voter suppression." And I said, "Well, it's it's really not. It, it you, there really should be some way for you to identify yourself and not just say you're such and such person." Um, in, in a regular year, if I wanted to, I could register ten different fake you know, fake versions of me with different names at ten different precincts, walk in, say I'm that person. And vote, and not only wouldn't I get caught, there'd be no way to detect I ever did it. There wouldn't even there'd be no way to even if you said there's a there, there's a fake person, there's a person who did this and voted ten times, they would have a very hard time determining who it is. So um, that's a problem. And I do I think it's widespread? No. Do I think it affects most elections? No. But, but there are the occasional very close elections. I actually voted in a local in a county election when I was twenty, where it actually was came down to two votes, and I actually voted for the guy who won. So had I voted the other way, it would have been a tie. I think, oh wow, my vote mattered. But but sometimes, and look at look at the Gore Bush thing twenty years ago. That was within hundreds, which is crazy for a president, presidential election, given the, the the population of this country. So um, I've always felt like there should be a real effort made to end the suppression and the excuses why people you know why people can't vote when they want to to where people if somebody wants to vote given given a reasonable amount of time beforehand should be able to do it. I also don't feel that it's effortless. I don't feel that if, if you've never lifted a finger to, to <clears throat> do anything to vote, 
that okay. the day before the election, you shouldn't just be able to say, I want to vote. There, there is, there, there should I'm be just some. Re- I'm just going to clarify, Todd, because I'm reading the YouTube chat. Um, this was two weeks before the election. So it wasn't last minute people were waiting eight hours in line. They were waiting on the first day of early voting eight hours. So well, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not talking. And I'm not, remember, I'm not, that, remember that jack off is in the tweet that keeps on responding to shit that I say, whatever. And then okay. also someone responded to you, Todd. There are, oh. are not local decisions, Druff. They are decisions by Republican state officials regarding closures of voting locations, which is also correct. Okay, well, when I said local, I, I meant also state. I meant this wasn't at a national level. The, the national right. at the moment right. can't. Right, but it's normally Republican states or Republican-run states that are doing this to suppress people, to suppress the colored people from right. Voting. That's what I'm saying. And the thing that's is, that's what it is. I mean, right? You can call it whatever you want. That's right. what it is. Yeah. When you say there's only one drop box for 2.4 million people, is that person a Democrat or a Republican? Tell me. If what, what I'm, I'm saying that anything like that needs to stop and they need to put an end to it. However, that doesn't mean that uh, there aren't bad ideas and, and things being done selfishly by the Democratic Party that they claim is for moral reasons, which really isn't, which is really just to get more votes. And uh, like the, the ID thing, the reason that it's not that the Democrats feel that everybody should vote even if they don't have ID, the way the way the Democrats feel, and that's why they haven't proposed a national ID system. They don't want it. They they just want not that they're, they're thinking that they're going to get fraud. They're thinking that the average person who has no ID is probably going to vote for them. And that even if they make national ID free and easy to get with lots of notice, that those same people just won't bother to get it. And then when it comes to voting time, those people can't vote and they'll lose those votes. So that's why they don't want a solution. They they want the solution they want is just no solution, just no ID. Come in this way. These people can vote because it's going to benefit them. And, and, funny. and I pulled out my ID today. She goes, oh, no, no, we don't need that. <laughs> right. right. So 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 that's what I'm saying here is that they they have some reasonable points about why the ID system can be a problem for some people, such as not everybody has it, such as that. There is a, ch- a charge, not very much, $10, $15 to get it. But, okay, fine. Some people are really poor. Maybe they, 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 they claim they can't afford it. And then, and then there's the biggest problem, which I think is the, val- the biggest valid point they have against the voter ID, is that if you don't have ID and you don't have easy access to your birth certificate, like you were born in a different state, like I was born in a different state, so I couldn't get my birth certificate very easily, um, that, that, um, that this can be difficult to get ID, and that some people won't want to go through all that problem just to, just to vote, and that it's not fair. Okay, I hear that, and that should be addressed, but it should be addressed with something like a national ID system with some sort of method which they'd come up with uh, that would allow those who don't have easy access to a birth certificate or an existing ID to get it. But I don't think it should be you expend zero effort to be able to get ID to vote. I think there should be it should be free, at least free for people who are low income. And I think it should be something that's easy, but I don't think it's something that should be zero effort. And the reason they want it to be zero effort, that I'm talking about the Democrats, is because they, that's, they will get more votes that way if it's zero effort. If there's no ID required, they'll get more votes, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Uh, so, but there's still Americans that want to vote, so their vote should count. And we're but, the, they can, but they can vote. They, they live in a way, it, it should be the easiest place to vote is the United States. We tout that we're the most democratic, free country, yet you want to ID people to uh, vote when you know they're living here because they're voting here. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like they flew in from England and are voting. 
Well, so, the, the, actually, a lot of people are voting who, who aren't here legally. That's another problem. So it doesn't uh, matter. But they're in the United States at the time, and they are living under whatever um, president okay. is governing over them. And they're and you know. Well, see, I don't agree with that. If, if you're not, we need, here, a, new, we need a new topic, Alex. Come on, give us some like. Okay, right. we, we can change the topic. I'm just saying this is more, and, and I just want to make it clear for everybody who's watching. I am against any kind of voter suppression that's happening, and I'm not just saying this to sound good. I really am. I want everybody who wants to vote not be burdened with, with nonsense to where they can't vote or where there's hours to wait. or And I think there are dirty tricks being played, okay? And, and I, I, I wish that wasn't happening, and I don't support it. And, and uh, I don't care what party it benefits, and that should stop. And I'm very against that. I also think that uh, both parties, in the way they handle the uh, the voting and, and who gets access to it and how easy it is, they're 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 acting in their own interests. And that's unfortunate. The goal should be to make it a fair and reasonable process that that's uh, both secure, yeah, it's f- secure, fair, and reasonable, and doesn't suppress anybody. That that should be the goal. And, as long uh, as it has effort, though. If there's no effort involved, you're against it. Got to have that effort. It, yeah, if it's, if, if it's effortless, it's against it. Because if there's no effort, then there's no security. If there's zero effort, there's zero security. That's the problem. How about a blockchain app on a cell phone that you find your fingerprint or something? Yeah, everyone should vote by app. That would be well. So then if you without a cell phone, you'd have a problem. That yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing to think about. Like I was saying before, is uh, like I would love it in our country where we can do we can trade incredible amounts of money electronically. Like if you're a day trader or whatever, like we've solved that problem, right? You would think that we would able be able to solve the problem of being able to vote electronically, but like they were saying that does kind of gate it for people that have smartphones or people that have computers yeah. or, you know, and then you, you get into this issue where if you really want it to, to be equal, unfortunately, the system that you use has to be kind of shitty, you know, in terms of universal access, unfortunately. But aren't there bigger fish to fry? Like, why don't we go after the Electoral College? Yeah, it's just about well, well, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good topic. So it's an uphill battle. The, the, I mean, the it's, fantasy. it's never going to happen because this country has a crush on it. It's in, a, it's in this nation's DNA to complicate shit with the Electoral College. Well, okay, I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you this. I, I'm, I'm someone who's got a crush on it, but, but for a different reason you might think. Um, or, or maybe not. But first of all, the, the faithless elector thing, does, that needs to stop. They need to put an end to that completely. But, but aside from that, that's the big flaw to me, the faithless electors that can vote the way they're not supposed to. But uh, the thing is, this is a country actually of, uh, of 50 plus different uh, individual governments, not one government. And that's the way it was founded. And that's uh, the, the way it still is. And uh, a lot of what you what goes on in your day to day life, what you can and can't do is not dictated by the federal government. It's dictated by a state government. Uh, most things in your life are dictated by state law. And uh, not the same country that when the Constitution was written. There's called, you know, we have evolved. There needs to be new um, laws written in the Constitution that in um, that have to do with the modern day United States of America. I, I think, in fairness, to be I fair about it, know what I mean, you know exactly fair, what I mean. But I'm saying, yeah. like, you can't run a country that was written in 1770. Was it 1776? You yeah. can't um, have a constitution when, and it's so hard to change things, right? Like yeah. these people that are elected, you need so many people that are going to um, have to approve or vote for 
new laws. And that's ridiculous. Sorry, Brandon. Oh, it's okay. I, I just need to jump in for a second. First off, we have a, uh, our man on the ground, an actual PFA oh. member uh, who's actually in the key battleground state of Pennsylvania, who's going to be on in one second. But before he comes on, Alex, I hear you have an update for us. Um, yes. Well, I, I just thought we should talk about the odds for a bit because it looks like it's uh, getting a little bit closer and kind of swinging a little bit back towards Biden. Mark um, is crashing. Awesome. Predict it is actually loading occasionally, so we can kind of look at what the prices are there. Um, so Trump is 60% in Pennsylvania, 65% in Michigan, and 60% in Wisconsin. So, you know, fairly close. But also keep in mind that predicted is uh, going down constantly, so those prices might be, you know, a little bit off. Yeah. But okay. In the general election, Trump is at sixty-five cents, and Biden is at thirty-eight cents. So it, it does look like it's getting a little bit closer. Um, I heard that it's now plus one seventy uh for biden on bet online i'm trying it's not letting me load it's so slow yeah it doesn't let me load either i'm trying to get a line i'm on bet online and it's minus 215 for trump plus 185 for biden currently okay yeah the lines the lines it's daily the the line softened about 10 minutes ago i was going to jump in but we were talking about the electoral college um so what's happening is arizona is solidly going to biden so Again, if it's not doing the electoral math, what that means is is if Biden wins either Michigan or Pennsylvania, then it's done. That's that's Biden's path to victory right now. The big thing at play here, again, it's 50% in in Pennsylvania, 100% of which were votes made today. Um, Trump is up roughly 250,000 votes. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to have Bush Gore on our hands uh, probably over the next week or so because, mm-hmm. like I said, there's there's probably 1.8 million total uh, mail-in, mail-in ballots that happened in Pennsylvania, uh, 200,000 by independents, 1.6 million um, – I'm going to screw this up, aren't I? It's going to be it's 1.6 million Democrats, 500,000 Republicans. So there's that 1.1 million dollar, uh, 1.1 million vote spread between the two parties that submitted votes, plus the 200,000, which I think before tonight you would have said would have been probably more uh, Biden than Trump, but after tonight, maybe not. Um, <laughs> Okay, question. So, uh, daily, daily, on, is that still ninety percent Trump winning, or no? Did it change? No, we're we're a half a step back from that. It's Biden. Yes. Um, Great so news. Trump. Trump is still the favorite, um, but Arizona changed things. Forty-two cents on predicted, and you're right about Arizona. He's now over eighty percent in Arizona. No, so hold, let's let's back up a second. So, Daly, earlier on this very show, you said. Out of the four states, you said Wisconsin, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, and Arizona, you said if Trump won two of those, it was a done deal. So assuming he that the data is correct, he does lose Arizona. Assuming that he loses Pennsylvania, if he wins Wisconsin and Minnesota, does that still lock it up for him? 
if Trump wins yes. Wisconsin and Michigan and Biden Michigan, wins Arizona, sorry. yes, and Biden wins Arizona and um, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Biden will win by two electoral votes. Wow. Holy cow. Wow. All right, without further ado, we have from the great uh, battleground state of Pennsylvania from PFA, uh, the Greek 23 is joining us live from uh, right outside Pittsburgh. Uh, Hello, the Greek, everybody. thanks for coming on, buddy. No, thanks for having me. Did, uh, tell so us what's the mood right now in uh, Pennsylvania. What's you, Did you vote early? Tell us from your perspective what you see, what's going on, et cetera. Um. From what I've seen early in the morning, the lines were hours long. I voted in person after 5 p.m. Eastern, and there were no lines. But from all indications, it was a massive turnout. Okay. And uh, when you when you voted in person, was there any – was it smooth sailing? Yep, no problems at all. I was in and out. Do people seem to be on edge today in your state, your city, your area? Or was it kind of just ho-hum? No, just like normal. Wow. Huh. Uh, and, you know, it's no secret. I mean, you, you voted for Trump. And although we have people on here with various political opinions, everyone is respectful. Like Todd voted for Trump. He spoke of that earlier. Um, what do you think? I mean, what, how do you see this playing out now? I mean, just in terms of the results that are coming in. Do you think your uh, candidate? Are you pretty confident your candidate's going to win at this point, or not so much anymore? I'm optimistic he is. Um, kind of saw the buyback on Biden, but I still think he'll find a way to pull it out. Okay. Whether it's uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, or maybe Pennsylvania, if there's no mail-in ballot shenanigans. Sure. I've got a question here, uh, not so much just for degree. Welcome to the show, by the way. But uh, I don't, in fact, I've never seen you before. I've never seen this is the first time I've seen what you look like. We've, we've he's never been on, never been yeah, on video before. We've, we've communicated, and I've never met him. I'm like we've communicated online before, but I've never, uh, never seen you before. So anyway, um, he's one of my closest buddies. I don't know if you no, know I know, that. I know, I know I've your friends. I've known him for him. ten years now. We've met several times, and we talked yeah. all the time. So anyway, uh, the thing I'm wondering here is. Uh, this, the way Daly's describing it, it wouldn't sound very good for Trump in Pennsylvania. He's had, had two hundred thousand, and and yet, and with a half the votes in, uh, you you would think with uh, if there's a one point one million vote edge of the mail-in ballots that haven't been counted yet for Democrats, you would think that this would easily erase even even if you double the two hundred thousand, it would easily erase a four hundred thousand vote deficit for Biden. I have to think very few of the Democrats are voting for Trump. So uh, um, I, I'm not understanding, unless maybe there's something I'm missing here. Maybe Trump's going to take a bigger lead than 400,000 by the time they get to the end of the in-person voting. Uh, but something I'm still missing of why Trump would be the favorite, unless what they're doing is they're looking at. Now, was someone saying that if, if, it's, uh, if, he lose, if Trump loses Pennsylvania and Arizona, but wins Wisconsin and, and Michigan. Yes, he, Daly said that. He, Daly said he will lose by – Trump will lose by two electoral votes. Yeah, that's what Daly then, said. Then that's uh, that's a big vulnerability for Trump, to be honest. I mean, that's uh, – um, because of the Arizona thing. Brandon should have voted. I mean, should have bet. <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah, a, I'm, I'm, 
I Todd, I got the, 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 the pencil out right now and I might be screwing something up because I've got about a thousand different things going here. I'm pretty sure you could take a big black marker and just cross out Wisconsin. Wisconsin's completely irrelevant at this point. It, it's if if Biden does in fact win Arizona, it, the, the 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 simple equation is if Biden wins either of Michigan or Pennsylvania, he will win. If Trump wins them both, it's Trump's. It once you solve for Arizona and you put Biden in the Arizona column, which it sure looks like. I don't don't understand this. Hang on. You're you're saying that I didn't think Arizona had more electoral votes than uh, than Wisconsin does, does it? It does. It's 11 versus 10. Okay, but that's only that's only one. But then but I. I I mean, if you go to 270 win dot com, so I plugged it in. I mean, if, if you give Michigan to Biden and Pennsylvania to Trump, then Wisconsin would swing, would be relevant. That's what I thought. Yeah, because then if Trump wins Wisconsin, he gets 278. Uh, If Biden gets it, he would go to 270. How is this shit so close now every time? This is unbelievable. It's like fiction. Yeah, it is. I finally got into bet online, and right now it's still – Trump is still a big favorite here in the betting market. He's minus 250 currently, and Biden is plus 200. So I don't know. And daily, I'm not, of course, I'm not questioning you, but if it's, if it's as simple as what you're saying that he just needs to win Pennsylvania and, and he wins, why? Plus 200 still, I'm looking at right now, live. Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I'm looking at this 270 to win also. Yeah, it, it does look like, uh, yeah, if. if if Trump gets uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, then that uh, I think that does make up for it here. Well, Daly knows the math. Daly, you should actually be on a sh- network doing this because you're you seem very educated in this, just in terms of what needs to happen here, or there. Uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, this sort of thing happens when you get your own money into well, it. You know what? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We've obviously talked about Alex. You tell us now what. Oh, and by the way, uh, the entire West Coast basically has already now just been awarded by Fox News to Biden. They've obviously not that there was any doubt. California, Oregon, and Washington. California, Oregon, Washington, and Colorado have all officially been called. And New Mexico, on at least on the New York Times site. Okay. Yeah, the New, New Mexico for sure is going to get it. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to say something crazy. In our lifetime, collective, um, we're going to have to stop taking California for granted. It's uh, There's a, a big red contingency growing out there. A lot of the uh, Democratic core are moving. Um, a friend of mine who lived out there forever was like, you know, this state might vote red one of these days. And I was like, you're full of shit. Six months later, I see it. So food for thought. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll think Oregon or Washington before California. No, no. Well, the I'll, climate I'll, up there is so beautiful. Like it's it's rural country boys that are Republicans. It's not like money Republicans. It's a different power core, I think. Hmm. Well, I'll I'll say this: being in California myself, it's it's nowhere near that. And I don't know. Like I will say that, you know, thirty years ago, uh, more than thirty years, thirty-five years ago. You wouldn't have pictured that California would uh, have the uh, would be blue like it is today. That, that people would have said you're crazy if you claim that in 1985. So, 
uh, yeah, if you go 35 years forward from now, uh, a lot can be different. And uh, um, there could be shifts of who moves out, who moves in. Uh, there are definitely, as I was saying earlier in the show, there definitely is a uh, a red contingent in a, a in portions of California that, that's uh, that's very strong. It's on the coasts where uh, where you have the very heavily Democratic population. So it, it's not going to be anytime soon. Like if it does happen, I think we'll be we'll all be very old, except for maybe PLOL. He, I think he can he'll be middle aged, but. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we all know about like Orange County and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, like, California is a lot redder than we give it credit for at this point. I think, um, just based on like what I get from the from the social media read of what's going on in California. Well, that's because you're seeing certain areas that are very, uh, that are red. It has some. Yeah, very, California very, is not red at all. Not <laughs> saying it's red right now. Million Republicans and forty million people. It's not. It's not red at all. It would. It would have to be. A, that's what I'm saying. It has to be red. a lot. It would have to be a lot to shift it. Uh, there, there. What now? He's right that there are areas of California that are away from the coasts that are very red, and that if those were to grow in population uh, and and stay with similar demographics and. Uh, and if people were to move away from the coast to other states who, who were otherwise voting Democratic, then uh, then you could see a shift. There, there would have to be a lot of it happening because California is right now very blue. So you would have, but, but we we'll see, see the numbers. We'll see the numbers on how many voted Republican. But I, well, always, I used to vote Republican. I felt like I was voting for really no reason at all. Like I felt like it wasn't even. So okay, as of right now, Fox Fox News is saying that Biden, or I'm sorry, that Trump has, with 45 percent of the votes in, he has Trump has four a 400,000 vote lead, a little bit less, like 390. Is that insurmountable? That's not insurmountable. Is it? Is even that many votes? Is that something okay, that Biden? Are you talking about Pennsylvania? A uh, Pennsylvania. I don't know what I yeah, said. Yes. I was looking at that too. So it's only 43 so, percent. Right, well, but still 400,000 is 400,000. That's okay, not like what, it's what, nothing. What Daly was, it's not nothing. What Daly was saying, and, and that's what was, uh, as someone who hopes Trump wins, was making me concerned. What Daly was saying is that uh, the big missing piece in Pennsylvania and what's going to be very controversial is the fact that there are a ton of mail-in ballots that are not counted, which uh, lean very heavily Democratic. So Trump may finish the night near a million votes ahead and then lose, ultimately, when that's all counted. A week from how now, ma- how many Which mail-in is- votes are they are they contemplating? Uh, Daly was saying he was saying there's a, there's one there's like 1. Okay. 1.8 million of which 1.1 million are Democrat, 500,000 are Republican, and 200,000 are Independent, which could be a big problem for Trump because he could easily right. lose. Um, so this could literally be a Florida again, where they're really looking at every single ballot and contesting, looking to see if if there are felons that are voting, if people are voting that shouldn't have been. I mean, could it be a whole thing like that? Oh, yeah, it, a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it, it, not only could it be that, it'll be it could be worse than Florida because it will then bring front and center a controversy which has already been brewing before the election, and that is: should you be allowed to count votes oh, that Jesus. actually ar- physically arrive after election day? Is Warren? Do you want? Is, do you want, is, uh, do you want is, the numbers? I have them right yeah. here. Before you tell yes. me though, tell me someone to answer: Is Warren Christopher still alive? Because you might be needing to send him to. <laughs> All right, Daily, give us the numbers. Okay, so Pennsylvania early voting statistics as of this morning, there were 2.5 million returned ballots 
um, early ballots in the state of Pennsylvania. 1.64 million from the Democratic Party, 586,000 from the Republican Party, 18,000 from Libertarian Green. It's a minor. That's what I'm guessing what it is. And 260,000 from non-affiliated party, totaling, again, 2.5 million. I'm not good with math, but if you take 1.6 million and you back out 600,000, you got a million more Democratic absentee ballots than you do Republican in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and, and the optics of that, if Trump were to lose the entire election because of this, the optics that he has a million vote lead and then loses, he has a million vote lead when, when, when November 3rd is over and then loses, a lot of people are not going to be able to wrap their heads around that. And there's going to be a lot of conspiracy theories as to what happened, even if it's all honest. Even if it's completely honest and nothing wrong has happened and, and Biden fairly won, the optics are going to be so bad and there's going to be so much suspicion that I, I can imagine there's going to – that's the scenario where Trump could say, I'm not going to leave. I got cheated. How could I lose a million right. – I'm up a million votes when, when uh, November 3rd ends and somehow I lose. How so again, happen? I have to ask, right now it's gone up slightly more. How can Biden then still be plus 220? What, what are we it. missing here? I don't get it. Daily, how is Biden still plus 220? It doesn't seem that would be the right price. I, I, I don't I don't get it either unless, again, the narrative just isn't out there about these missing ballots or maybe they've counted some of them, but I well, don't believe that's the case. I don't think we're the only ones out there that have the correct information. And now they're all going to, you know, there's other people that are way smarter than us and have this access to more information. It, it just doesn't make sense. And now it's just steadfast. It's not even budging. It's like it sat dormant for the last 20 minutes or so at between plus 200 to plus 210 for Biden. It's not even moving now. I just right, I, don't, I, don't, I want to square the circle on something. I don't want to say you guys were right and, uh, um, and I was wrong uh, because I'd be wrong if I said that. I, st- I stick to my guns. Wisconsin is irrelevant. And, here, and here's why that is. So if we give let's give all the states and I'm not going to run through all of them to the, the person that was leading by 75% or more. Okay. So if you got one of these, you know, 270 to win maps up, color in everything, give, and then give Biden Arizona. And then, so you have the only three states that are up for grabs is Wisconsin and it's 10 electoral votes uh, with uh, Michigan and it's 16 votes and Pennsylvania and it's 20. And if we're at this point, Biden's up 257 to 235. Okay. The 10 electoral votes in Wisconsin will give neither candidate 270. I think I see what the mistake you're making here. 270 to win okay. has an error. 270 to win has an error on it. When I loaded it, it showed Ohio was blue. Make sure it's not blue because he's not going to win Ohio. No, it's red. It's 100%. It's red. Okay. It was it was blue when I loaded it, which is weird. I I, I have it in front of me Wait. right here. Okay, I'm I, sorry. Hold on, hold on, Todd. Once a daily, finish your thought. So you said if this happens, both neither candidate would reach what needed to be reached. To what I'm saying it? is no. is that Wisconsin is in fact completely irrelevant because. But I'm trying to I'm trying to say why it is, why it is relevant, unless I'm missing something here. You um, probably are because if you if you give um, Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. To Biden, under that scenario, he will be over two seventy. If I give Wisconsin to him, yes, but but if you if you take away Wisconsin, if, if Trump gets Wisconsin, then then he wins. Yeah, it, w- without if you just leave out those three states, Biden is at two forty five. He needs to win 
two out of Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, and it can be right. any of the two. That's what I see too. Yeah. No, it's not right. I'm telling I think you. You're right. missing hold on, hold on, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One at a time. Daly, you go first, and then Druff, you can give us your, your thoughts as to why it's not right. Daly, why if is you, it not right with Alex and, and Druff are if you give If you fill in the map, as we said, and we give Biden Arizona and give Trump Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, give, give them both, Trump still only has 265 electoral votes. No, you're missing. No, you're you're missing something somewhere. You you have something quick that shouldn't be that for Biden that shouldn't be. I'm telling you, that gives him two seventy seven. You're right, exactly. The the, uh, I'll I'll go over it on my map here. Um, um, it's pretty easy to see here on my map. Biden has everything in the uh, starting. If you start Virginia and go northeast, he has everything except for that Maine, uh, those districts in Maine. So he has everything there, Biden. And then aside from that, Trump, if you just give wish, if you give Michigan and Wisconsin to Trump, but Pennsylvania to Biden, the, the only other blue states besides that north, that northeast from Virginia up would be Illinois, Minnesota, that district in, in Nebraska, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California, Oregon, Washington, Hawaii. If, if, if that's, if that's all that Biden wins, which I think uh, this, I think this is all he's going to win. Um, aside from those three, uh, then Trump wins two seventy four, two sixty four. He actually wins by ten. What about and, Iowa? What about Iowa? Why have, Iowa's Trump right. for sure. Well, he's losing right now with sixty four percent in. How are you saying for sure? Um, is he's he? down forty eight thousand with sixty four percent of the vote in. It's, pr- it's probably well, because of the, uh, the, the who's, what, what's come in so far. If but how can you I say how reported are notorious? Iowa's Trump for sure. But they, I, okay, how? But I just I'm curious. I want to know how can you all say Iowa's Trump for sure when it's showing he's down forty thousand votes? How is that for sure? Because uh, well, first of all, I'm pre- if you don't think so, I'm predicting you can get a, a tremendous price right now, like for eight cents for Biden. But uh, it's based upon the counties that's come in. If, if, if oh, pre- okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so right, yeah, go on. Right now, I'm predicted it is looking. Uh, I see. It really looks like it's going to be the Pennsylvania thing because it, it really looks like. Uh, now, now, interestingly enough, on predicted, the one that is closer than I would have expected is uh, is Nevada. Right now, only sixty three cents for Biden. I still think he's going to take it, but it's not. Uh, th- that actually had a big drop, as if someone, some people saw something from Nevada they don't like for Biden. Biden's up to plus two thirty on Bet Online, so I just still don't understand what they're seeing that we're not. And, and keep in mind, on predicted, and and you know, you there. Of course, the caveat is that. Predict it's very slow, and people can't bet what they want to bet right now. But for those for those uh, who are getting through and are betting, um, most of the states are pretty well settled there, like 98, 97 cents for most things, either way, or 85 cents or more, let's just say. Those are not going to change. There are not that many states left that are not uh, pretty well settled on predicted. The ones that are not settled on predicted are Nevada at 63 cents for Biden, Arizona 77 cents for Biden, uh, that's pretty well settled, but not completely. Um, Michigan, fifty-five cents. Uh, or sorry, Wisconsin, fifty-five cents. Michigan, fifty-seven cents. Uh, those are both Trump, and then sixty-three cents for Trump in Pennsylvania. If this holds the way each, you know, whoever's favored here wins, then Trump wins easily. If Trump wins two of those three of of Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. They, they both need to win two out of three. What? 
they both need to win two out of three. Of, right. They both need to win two out of three. That's what ba- that's what basically the race has come down to. Unless I, I don't think Nevada will matter here. Nevada could it matter? How many votes do they get? Six. Six. Yeah, it probably won't matter. I don't want to belabor the point, guys, but unless we're looking at two different maps, we, we if are. Biden wins, if Biden wins Pennsylvania or or Michigan, he's going to win, assuming he takes Arizona. No, you you have something. Okay. You know, I have a way to solve this. I have a way to solve this. Daily, te- text me your the screenshot of your map. I'll tell you what you're missing. Yeah. Okay. Because if you leave out those three, it should be 245. All right. Sonatine, uh, the the Greek, are either one of you good enough to computate this data and tell us who's right here? I don't don't know. I mean, I hear what they're saying, but I can't say which one's right or wrong. Uh, The Greek 23, are you following any of this or no? Uh, I'm not behind my computer. Uh, Trader Ruski, what are your thoughts? Do you see what they're talking about and who's right and wrong? I can't. I'm just a panel host. I don't know. What do I know? I have no clue. All right, Gene Gluck, what are your thoughts here? Um, Gluck, tell us what we're missing. Too much wine. I, All I, right. I don't have the um. I don't have the two seventy map up. Okay, Callawat. I mean, you're very smart. Everyone's always said you're very smart, even if you look like you're a former member of ZZ Top or whatever it is. Callawat, who's right here? What are we missing? I have no fucking clue. I figured okay. it out. I, I see it right here. South Carolina. You have it. You have it as blue. Ah. Uh, Big difference. Oh my God! Did Daly make a mistake? The Venus and I bumped and I listen. I hyped you up, Daly. I said this, that. Hold on. Where? How do I disconnect? I'm I'm putting Daly in the blue room. We're kicking him off the. We're putting him in the junior varsity. (laughs) How do I put it? Okay, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Uh, But we do have a waiting room here. Daly, what happened, buddy? How'd you miss Southwood? Was it really that? It was a misclick. It's, it's kind of like when you fold the nuts on the I know. It's fine. It's, okay, so listen. So, Daly, with your new information that you have at hand, tell us now. How do you see this? Daly? Oh, he's muted. I think he put himself in the blue room. Oh, my God. Daly, I unmuted you. <laughs> it is unmuted. Two, it's two out of three. It's okay. two out of three out of the three states. Okay. First one to two yeah, that's, that's what we're down to. Is it, right. it is a three state so, race. So the so the most powerful man in the free world, it just comes down to a good old fashioned two out of three? Is that yep. what we're saying? Yep. Wow. That's it. Yo, buddy. Oh my gosh. But Drexel, the polls told me that Biden was crushing him. It was over. What happened? I want my money back. Uh, yeah, I still I still want someone to answer that. I've had so many talks with people, and they all tell me the polls are so much better this time, and this, that, and they're not. They're, I've heard everything. I just had a feeling that was such bullshit. Well, I, 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 I want to tell you what I, you know, the reason that I, I thought that the polls were. I was going back and forth on this, but the reason I thought the polls could be wrong is because there has been such intense uh, bashing of not just Trump, but about anyone supporting Trump. If you support Trump, you've been. Uh, you, you've learned. You're ostracized. That, yeah, you're ostracized, and people bash you. People say horrible things about you. It can affect your job. So people start to learn. I'm just going to not say I support Trump. So you get a phone call of a pollster. You believe it's a pollster, but your your reflex is I'm undecided or I'm voting for Biden. You just you don't even want to chance it at that point. You just start to you just you're just so used to saying I'm not a Trump supporter. And then and so I was wondering how much of an effect that'll have on this election. And I always thought, you know, Trump talked about the silent majority. It's not so much a majority. It's more of these, the, the silent support, just that it doesn't have to be a majority. It has to win the Electoral College. It's, it's, there, there are silent people who have been 
forced into silence. And, and the, weird, it, the weird thing, though, Druff, is I heard from everyone that was telling me about the polls, I heard that, yeah, they made that mistake before, but now we factored it in. Or now they right, factored right. Exactly. Yes, but, yes. but no, that apparently not, right? You can't really factor that in, though, because you can't factor in people telling the truth to the oh, pollster. What they, what, they, what they tried to change this time was last time they felt that they didn't get a proper um, representation of uh, non-college educated whites in there. And that, uh, so they, they said their methodology was wrong. And that's, that's what screwed it up. I, don't, I didn't look if that was a, a correct excuse or if it was just a BS excuse, but that was the excuse. So they said, we've revised our methodology this time we're going to get it right. And I was a little skeptical. I said, you know what? It's actually a lot tougher for people to say now than four years ago that you're a Trump supporter because of uh, the intense hate that has been thrown the way of Trump supporters for the last four years. Uh, so that, okay. that, that may Don't be the new fact. Isn't this their job, though? I mean, you would, their yeah. accuracy is ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? So let me I mean, ask you, you both. Hold on. Let me ask, let me ask you all some, something important here. Uh, in the chat, Laura Connor, I'm not sure who this is, but account's been contributing the whole time. Laura Connor is saying that 269 to 269 is a possibility. Is that correct, guys? Could this yes. actually end in a tie? But oh, let me fuck, see. Man. <laughs> this was discussed. Secondly, they're also saying that uh, daily needs to be sent to the James Earl Carter Jr. experience for his misstep <laughs> earlier. But anyhow, really, though, no troll, no joke. Tell me, guys, 269, 269, how realistic is it? And what would have to happen to make that, you know, in play here? What what exactly, what would be the exact scenario that it becomes 269 to 269? And you know what? I should know this. I'm an American. I've, I've you know, been alive for, you know, since 1992 in terms of being eligible to vote. What happens if it ends in a tie? I don't even know. I should. Gene Gluck, what happens if it ends in a tie? Do you know? I have no idea. Has it ever happened? I I don't know. Sonatine? It probably hasn't. It would be history. No. Sonatine? Yeah, it's going to be a Supreme Court thing. Let me say for this year, it's unlikely at this point because... Uh, oh, Druff, your audio is fading. I can actually answer this, believe it or not. <laughs> Although I was terribly wrong about South Carolina. Well, you know a what? Ago. I'm sorry, Daly, as much as I respect you, we have to let Druff go first just to make sure we get the right answer. But we'll no, get that's your... fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. But no. Druff, Druff, you started first. So tell us, what happens at 269 each? Um, actually, I was going to talk. I was actually going to say something else. I was going to say that 269 each is not likely at this point. It was, it was discussed prior to the election. Uh, based upon the belief that Arizona could go to, to, oh, the, okay. to Trump, so the way it shakes out now, with with only with only those states remaining, with it, you can pretty much say, say Arizona is not going to Trump. So if if you just take Nevada, leave that in, and and uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, there's no way to play with those to where it ends up 269. Even if even if you play around with the uh, the, the the single district, which I don't know if those are even in play anyway, for the, the single votes in Nebraska and and uh, and and Maine. Uh, which I think those are probably said anyway. Uh, so, but so apparently, what it. happens? What happens is it becomes a contingent election, and then each House state delegation casts one vote for the president. So yeah. it no longer like California wouldn't have its all of its electoral votes anymore. It would have one vote. Each state would have one vote to cast to do it. That would be fucking crazy. And not only that, Republicans, uh, I believe, would have a 
majority and would win. <laughs> I'm seeing Biden at, violence. I'm seeing Biden at plus one seventy five now on my end here. Um, okay, Daly, it, is it possible it could end in two sixty eight to two sixty eight or two sixty nine to two sixty nine or was Druff's analysis do you agree with? Because Arizona's uh, not in play? It's it's the main vote. Because Maine went all four, the, the tie is out of play. Okay. So the tie is out of play. All right. And Daly, you know I was just busting your chops. You know I respect you. It was just Oh no, I know that. It's just oh, wait, um, so Maine, I don't Maine want you to think. Right. Hold on, did, did Maine District Two went blue? I didn't know that. Fox just gave Arizona to Biden. But did, did Maine District I don't think it's gonna matter, but did Maine District Two go blue? We've had four uh, electoral votes in Maine for most of the night on most of the networks. Hey, uh, check out my screen. You probably should see a possible way that it could be a tie. Take a look at that. Do you see it? Brandon. Yes. Herolibus just said if he was a betting man, he'd be betting on Biden uh, 190 right now. Wow. I respect that. You know what? I respect him a lot, too. There's your expert. That's crazy. Back to going for us. Oh my God! Drexler, He's a lot smarter, that, huh? Can you not the top win, but he definitely wins more than the market says he that's should. That's right. That's that's all that matters. He's drawing super live. That's what he said. Can you see the map that I've got on there, Drexel? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to figure out how this is different than what I saw. Yeah, it's possible. Not likely, but possible. Oh, I see. It's it's because you took the you took the uh, Nebraska, but uh, I'm still missing something. I don't know. I don't know what what this wow, is. Wow, they just froze the presidential election winner on Bet Online. It's off now. <laughs> oh my God! Did Harlebus just really kill all the action? It's off. Look on Bovada. Trump minus one eighty, but Biden plus one sixty. That's what oh, I'm just came. Just came back. Biden's plus 150 now. Oh, my God. What a sweat. You missed your chance, Brandon. I know. He was plus three. What? what, what do you guys remember? He was two something. He was two something. Two something, yeah. What was the highest Biden was at? Because I was, I was calling it out. 70, I, I think. Maybe yeah, 270. Yeah, Maybe 300. It might have been 300. I think it so. was 300 to minus 350. Oh, my Lord. Biden's plus two fifty. I was just waiting for an expert for you, and I found one. He is. I listen. I respect I him. Guy. Yeah, obviously, I don't know him. Never talked with him, but I, I respect him greatly. That's amazing. I wow. supposedly went on a date with him. Oh yeah, tell us about that, Gene Gluck. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so um, he went out with my friend Evelyn Ng, and okay. um, he was really not nice to her. Right? Oh so, no. Um, I had met him and he was like, let's go to dinner. And I just wanted to play Pi Gal. And um, so I, it really didn't click with him because he's a very dry, like, guy, you know, like, yeah, not my type. I, I like um, shy guys, not, not guys that are full of themselves. Anyway, so years go by, like five, six years, and um, someone sees him at Commerce or something and was talking to him. Oh, yeah, Jean Gluck, I fucked her. <gasps> Ooh. Oh wow! He really did one of those. Uh, I fucked her when he didn't things. Who is this, Gene? Paralibus. Oh. And and you know I was retired at the time, so I wasn't coming out to the commerce to confront anybody. But yeah, um, yeah. Like when I heard that, I was like, eh, standard. It's it's. He seems like the type of guy, you know. Yeah. Oh, I well, I didn't know. Yikes! I didn't know either. <laughs> huh. 
So Gene, you, he's so he's such an egomaniac. Well, he, that from him? Come on. Gene, the boyfriend that you have now that's in poker, is it someone we would know or is it just No, married? no, no, no. You don't know him. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So. Um, <laughs> anyhow, we are at uh I guess according to Fox News, it's still I mean it doesn't even matter what they're calling now because we're just waiting on we're just waiting on these three states. Is that pretty much it? Or not even the three. Are we waiting on does Wisconsin matter or do we decide it doesn't matter? Is it really no, it matter? It matters. Okay, so it's no, Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin, <laughs> Michigan, and Pennsylvania, correct? Two out of three. Whoever gets two out of three are obviously all three, and that's it. Nothing else matters. Is that accurate? That's, that's what it looks like to me, yeah. Daily, is that what it looks like, or is that what it is, Daily? Uh, there's that, there's one other scenario. There is one other scenario that can happen. Um, Trump is one sixty now, by the way, guys. No, here, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you wow. one other way. I'll tell you one other way it can happen. Okay. Pennsylvania and Nevada, if they go to Trump, and then Michigan and Wisconsin go to Biden, Trump still wins. Say that again, please. If Pennsylvania and Nevada go to Trump then Trump can lose Wisconsin and Michigan and still win. Okay. So he can he could swap uh, – if he won Pennsylvania, then he could swap one of the other two for Nevada. I should know this because I live here and it's embarrassing, but what what are Trump's odds of winning Nevada right now? They weren't very good before, but then That's... they improved on predicted. They, they predicted only had him at 63 cents, yeah. uh, Biden, which I was surprised. But but then again, predicted predict it's a mess right now. It's impossible to bring anything up. What do you think that predicted today is just their day? They would do everything in their power to make sure that their site is working optimally. Could, I, say that, I say that every election. The same it's unbelievable. Day. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the day out of every four years you matter them. I mean, you could, if you have to get super servers in outer space, I mean, I don't know what you have to do, but whatever you have to do, you would just think they would do. I mean, you know what I mean? Forget the presidential election. This happened every kind of, every big election, even the midterms, this happens. It's a whole concept. It's like lean architecture or something. Yeah. It's where you accept that you're going to go tits up like 20% of the time because to not go tits up 20% of the time eats in your profit too much. I don't agree. I I think in this day and age, it's complete bullshit because we have servers that can scale up to whatever you need. We have, you know, things like Cloudflare that can cache around the world. I mean, it's just bullshit that they can't have this working in some form or another. I understand what you're talking about, that, you know, you would accept that in this case it would go down. But in this day and age, I don't, I don't think it's an excuse anymore. I really don't. Let me tell you right now. That site is from a bunch of college kids. Like, and, I don't uh, even know what type of, like, middleware they've set up. This right. Is- so what I'm saying is it's it's negligence, right? Well, I'm saying that the yeah. technology is there to do it, and it's bullshit that they're not doing it's, it. An enterprise shop would not have this problem. Yeah. Correct. They would this have is- an SLA. This is kind of breaking news, just to tell you the kind of pull that Trump does have. Uh, right now in the great state of Alabama, Alabama, Tommy Tuberville was just declared uh, victor in the uh, Senate race down there. Do, do any of you know, do all of you know, do any of you know who Tommy Tuberville is? No. Yeah. He was, he was former, the coach, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a former college coach of <laughs> Auburn University. He had no experience <laughs> in politics at all. No, no experience. He's a football coach, and and after after Trump had his falling out with Sessions, Trump went on Twitter and backed Tommy Tuberville as being this. I'm not making this up about being this great college football coach for Auburn, and now he's a senator. He beat. Well, not Trump only Jeff that, Trump. he he won he won by a tremendous yes, margin. Yes, he did. By like 27 points. 
Bet Online now has Donald Trump negative one forty five, Joe Biden plus one. Oh my God! Oh my God! Wow. I'm seeing it now. Look wow. at this. Crazy. Gene Gluck. Where's Gene Gluck? I should have pulled the trigger. Told you. But I did it because Harlem was claiming he fucked her and he did it. I'm not going to listen to Harlemus now. No. If Harlemus can lie, if Harlemus can lie about fake sex with Gene Gluck, I'm not trusting a word Harlemus says. No, no. He's an expert, but he's a douchebag. That's all. But how do I know if he says he had sex with you and he didn't, how can I trust his word on this? Because so I think I think from what I heard is that's his thing. That's what he does. Don't we grow out of claiming we fucked people we haven't when I we leave? You know what? Yeah, school, right. we grow out of that? Exactly. This happened 15 years ago. So I definitely believe that like a, that he's probably Jeez. that now. But right, so listen, uh, it, it did tell, happen. Let me tell you all something. I have not had supper. So I'm going to be eating in about 10 minutes as fast as I can. I'm going to turn the show over to you all. And then I'll be back after dinner, and I'll be here the rest of the night till we uh, either have a winner or until there's nothing more to talk about. So uh, anyhow, wow. I mean, no matter what, regardless, this is – did anyone anticipate truly when you woke up today we would have this kind of a sweat? Uh, no, Alex? No. No. I mean, this is no now. I mean, it's getting closer to 50-50, so. Yeah. Sonatine, <laughs> did you think in your wildest dreams we'd see this? Yeah, I mean, it just – i it's the same as last fucking year. It's because Trump's base isn't a political party. Everything's up on the fucking air. Like, it's yeah. a movement. It's a cultural thing. So it's like nothing can be taken for granted. All of the old paradigms fail. All of yeah. the old polling shit is clearly failing. And this is why. It's because, like, you can't account for this type of shit. People are it, – it's a cult that's reached critical mass where people want to be part of it regardless of what the fuck it is. They want to be sure. on the winning team. How uh, do you how do you pull for that? The Greek twenty three. You getting a little concerned now for your candidate? Or are you still steadfast in the great state of Pennsylvania, handing you handing a victory? Uh, it's cer- certainly concerning. Um, I think last I saw, he was up by like four hundred some thousand votes or so. But all those mail in ballots and seven. Oh, counties- whoa, hold on. Right now in Pennsylvania, they're showing him almost up by 600,000 votes. So what was the discrepancy in the Malin votes? between It's, it's 1.1 1, 1. 1. 1. 1 million. He may not get there. Oh, he still may not. Wow. No, but but it's going to be close. It's still going to be. Yes. Go ahead, Andrew. Andrew Carver just uh, tweeted and said he's very, getting very nervous. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I read these points at 5K. Is that true? Bitcoin? It's not true, right? It's at five. I mean, I hope not. I, I just cashed out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. Hold on, I'll tell you but right you now. Know, uh, Bitcoin's, was... Bitcoin's at, it's at thir- almost fourteen thousand. Okay. Matt Salzberg said Bitcoin's at five k. Yeah, he's screwing with you. Uh, so anyway, uh, the, the thing is, in Pennsylvania, it may not matter because remember, if Trump pulls off Michigan and Wisconsin, that he's got it. He's he's doing very well in in Michigan. They way up there. I don't. I, again, I don't know about the. Uh, the distribution of, of, of what's to come in. And and in Wisconsin, he's up uh, at the moment by four and a half points. Again, I don't know what's left to come in, but uh, 65% reporting in uh, in Wisconsin and in Michigan, I'm seeing 48% reporting. So that's a lot to go. Uh, but he's up he's up like 11 points in, in Michigan, but only 44% reporting. It may not be. Uh, okay, so let me ask. Detroit, 
Detroit, Detroit stopped counting, I guess. That Let me ask the important question. Alex, well, we're, oh, we lost Alex. Alex, turn on your microphone. Yes. What do we have to do here in terms of numbers to get you back in that cute little patriotic costume you had on that you took off in uh, a tilt, depression, anger thing? Okay, if we get Biden back up to, you know, plus 120 or something, I'll put it back on. Biden's <laughs> plus 125 now. Oh, he's plus one twenty. It just switched. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean minus one twenty five. Oh, okay. <laughs> so for those of you that might have missed it earlier, Alex originally came onto the show five and a half hours ago in this little beautiful patriotic getup with the bow tie and suspenders. And as soon as Biden started plunging, Alex, it, just like that, look, Alex started disrobing. Now you can't lose. You got the bow tie. Yeah, I know. Maybe this is good luck. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I just got. I have a friend who just texted me who lives in Pennsylvania. The head of electors in Pennsylvania just came out and said only one third of the mail in ballots have been counted and they are in the numbers that have already been oh, released. Wow. Wow. Which means two thirds are still out there. Wow. Wow. And they That's won't big. be counted tonight. Okay. Wow. They, they won't be counted tonight, meaning they stopped counting for the night and they're going to start tomorrow, or meaning. I'm getting this from a text while talking to you guys. That's yeah, sure. that's what I'm getting. But the the, the thing is, is one third, only one third of those 2.5 million votes are baked in the cake. Wow! And those are all Biden votes. Oh, if we're being honest here, they they're, they're probably more Biden than Trump by a by a wide margin. Hmm. Wow, that is nuts. That might be why the numbers went down. Uh, yeah, did, did the numbers just drop within the last like six minutes? <laughs> uh, about the last ten minutes or so, but yes. There you go. So right now we're looking at on Bet Online. That's what we've been using for the most part. Biden is plus one twenty from a high of almost plus three hundred, and Trump is minus one forty. Uh, the peak, the peak was um, Trump minus seven seventy, um, uh, Biden plus four forty at ten ten p.m. Eastern. Wow, I didn't know it got that high. I, yeah, I it was, was only there for about a minute. I you know, it was like one of those things where it spiked and then jumped back down. But that was yeah, the would... absolute peak. Is there any – okay, and again, I'm going to go have dinner, and I'll be back very, very shortly. And thank you all for being with us. Thank you all for, for listening that, that tuned in. Uh, is there a scenario where this doesn't end in court? I mean, in, in some fashion, it just seems to me like it's inevitable. Is that is that the just, just well? No, if, if if Pennsylvania there is a scenario, if Pennsylvania is not doesn't matter. If if he if he holds on in Michigan and in Wisconsin, then he doesn't need Pennsylvania, and then he doesn't care what happens there. Okay. So Jude, so Druff, if Trump wins Wisconsin and Michigan, then is there no there's no path to victory for Biden? Is that that's correct, right? That's because of two out of three. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Yeah. And then would there be any claim that you could think of any reasonable claim that Biden would have in terms of legal remedy? Um, the only thing is if, it, if they could find in a close state where they claim that there is voter suppression, that would okay. be the only way. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to turn it over to you boys and girls. And if no one, if anyone that's on the panel is not here in about 30 minutes, I'll say goodbye now. Good evening. God bless. And uh, I will see you all very shortly. Okay, we'll see you later. All right, Brandon. Okay, so watch this. I can make my watch my hand can disappear. Watch this. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. So, so anyway, uh, this this is uh, 
you know, this actually has a lot of similarity to four years ago, except except less uh, less towards Trump. It's it's not by this point four years ago at this time of night, uh, it was pretty clear Trump was going to win. Here we're, we've got a closer one, but uh, but boy, this this uh, this is closer than most people imagined. And uh, Trump, I, I would think Trump himself. You may wonder how is Trump feeling right now watching this. I have to think he feels pretty good because I, I have to think even with some of the delusion under which Trump often operates, I think that Trump was a part of him was worried he's going to get defeated in a landslide and it'll be a tremendous embarrassment for him. Uh, then uh, once he saw that wasn't happening, he probably breathed like a partial sigh of relief. Okay, I'm not going to get defeated in a landslide, but you know, am I going to win or lose? And now, now that he's even though he's lost uh, some of the lead in the betting odds. Uh, the fact that he is still the favorite and the fact that he sees a very clear path to winning clearer than Biden's, to be honest at the moment, uh, he has to be feeling really good considering what the media has been saying. And I have to think maybe even he privately worried about, uh, especially he, he has such a big ego. If he lost this in a landslide, this would have been such an upsetting thing for him more than most candidates because he, uh, for him to have had this term rejected by the voters in, in a resounding fashion where he loses in a landslide, basically everybody saying, we, we made a mistake by electing you, uh, so we're voting at, you out of office. Here, even if he loses, it's very close. So so that can't be said about it. And uh, so, uh, so, so at the moment, he has to at least have that monkey off his back. Not that it matters for this. People are going to vote the way they voted, but... Uh, um, that's probably how he's feeling, and I, I think I think Biden's probably saying, "What the hell? The polls screwed me. It screwed us again. How does this keep happening?" Like, I, I think, uh, but you know, Biden was uh, he was in Minnesota recently, which looks like he's taking pretty easily. I, I wonder if they're regretting going to places like Georgia and Minnesota, and not concentrating on the three places which which surprised them last time. They, I think they should have put more effort into uh, – the, the problem with putting the effort into, into winning things like uh, Texas and Georgia is that it becomes like vanity at that point. Uh, because if you're winning those, then, then Trump is dead anyway. Like uh, he's probably losing if he hadn't won those, if, if, if you're very competitive in those. So I, I'm surprised they didn't really put a lot of effort into those three states. I know they put some. It's not like Hillary where they did nothing uh, in, in, uh, in the northern states, but – I I think when we look back on this, if it, even if Biden wins and it's very close, I think one of the mistakes that will be said for that campaign was that they they again sort of neglected those three states, which burned them previously. It's like how many how many times you get burned by the states you think you're going to win before you learn, and that that could be uh, something that's regretted. I also wonder if Trump wins this, if there's going to be a uh, if they're going to start thinking about uh, how, why did people vote for Trump again? With COVID going on, with a lot of people who are very unhappy, even many people who feel he didn't handle COVID well. I, I personally believe he's been blamed for COVID a lot more than he deserves. But putting that aside, um, even if you want, but there's a lot of people who don't agree with me on that. And lot, by far, the majority agrees that he, he didn't handle you, COVID well. I'm tired well. of arguing with you. Okay. Well, no, but I don't want to have that argument now. I just, I just want to say that there's some reason people voted for Trump here, and I think one of the things they're going to look at 
is the Democrats, the Democrats handling of the social unrest, of the riots, of the, of the looting. Okay, I'm going to call it a night. I'll catch you guys later. God bless. Who knows? Okay. Thank you, son. Yeah. Have a good night, man. Hope it's not from something I said. But uh, anyway. Trader Ruski, is there any way that this doesn't become the dystopian nightmare that I was talking to you about? Where <laughs> it, it's just in the courts and it's just people are going to be bitching at each other for months. What do you think, uh, Trader Ruski? I agree. No, I agree. There's no resolution. It's going to be just a clusterfuck. It's well, got to be decisive one way or the other. Otherwise, it's going to be contested from here to fucking eternity. But I don't think it will be. I think if Pennsylvania, uh, if Pennsylvania uh, goes to Biden and then Trump gets those two northern states, I think this probably won't be contested unless Biden is going to bring up some kind of uh, voter suppression thing. Other than that, uh, it's pretty standard, and I think Biden will just concede, and that'll be that. Uh, so I, I think now, if Pennsylvania, if Pennsylvania decides the election by this mail-in voting, then we're going to have a problem. Then, then we're going to have this what you're talking about here. Uh, then all kinds of things can happen, and I, I don't even want to think of it. So ho- hopefully, whatever way it goes, that's not what decides the election because that's going to be a disaster. Uh, even if even if that's what decides the election for Trump, you know, just if if the mail-in voting is at the after the election decides it, that's a big problem. There are just lots of people that are dragging their way to the finish line. Can't wait until this election is over because they're sick of all the bullshit. And then if this happens, you get another couple of months of it. You know, people are just going to be like, what the fuck? Sorry, uh, Gene, what were we going to say? No, no. I just saw on TV that uh, Georgia Trump won by 200,000 votes. And that's where um, the allegations of voter suppression were the most. Not allegations, actually. People were waiting eight hours in line. So 211,000 votes isn't actually that many if you think about how many people live in the Atlanta area in mm. Um, so uh, I can see how that's contested. It's possible. It's possible that'll happen. I, I just think there's there's such animosity on both sides that people are going to go after it. You know, I mean, it's going to happen. I think it's now one fifteen minus one thirty five. Oh, one oh five minus one twenty five. Four more says on uh, the chat. So Biden is plus one oh five. Yeah, I'd love to know the the reasoning for this because what what I see the, the problem I really see maybe maybe it's the the uh, the Wisconsin or maybe it maybe it's one of those two that that's thought it's going to turn back around and, and and drop back to uh, to back to Biden. Maybe maybe that's what this is about, and I'm I'm not sure what has switched it like this. To me, it looks better for Trump at the moment, but uh, I I don't see which counties are, are taking what. So maybe. Uh, Maybe it's different than what it appears. Uh, what, what, what I was saying, though, was the something I, as a conservative, as someone who wants the Republicans to win, something that annoyed me during the campaign is I felt that they, that Trump's campaign did not seize upon the social unrest the way they should have because the swing voters don't like that stuff. The swing voters are, are don't, they see the riots, they see the, they see the looting, they see the, 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 that police are ordered to stand down. They they see and they they know who's doing it. They they know it's not uh, it's not Republicans out there doing that. They know it's, it's people. Well, almost everybody out there doing that are, are are Democrats. Some of whom are doing it for political reasons. Some are doing it just because they like causing trouble or stealing. But the thing is, swing voters hate that. When swing voters see that happening, they want to vote Republican. And 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 that's that's what happened in '94. That was a big reason the Republicans did so well back in 1994 because crime was 
horrible in the U.S. in the early 90s, horrible. And, uh, uh, and a lot of the, the reasons the Republicans were so successful in that midterm election in 94 was because of, of concerns about crime and that Democrats were seen as soft on it. When it's a, ref, when it's a ref, referendum on crime, then Republicans win. And I, so when these riots were going on, I said, well, Republicans need to, they need to really jump on this. And they didn't do it very well. They did not get the message out very well. And in fact, I was surprised the Democrats were, they, they messaged much better. In fact, they convinced a lot of people who was white supremacists doing all of it, which would, which wasn't hey, happening. So, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Todd. Uh, fairly big news here. Biden and Trump are now at parity at that online. Wow. Ah. That's <laughs> what a crazy night. This, this really is like a movie. I something too, Todd, because people were in the little chat on YouTube about California. And um, with 52% of the voting in, 6 million voted Democrat, 2.5 Republican. So I just want to put it to rest that California's never going to turn red. I mean, maybe not in our lifetime. Well, you can't say never. It would be a long time, though. I, I agree with that. <laughs> in our lifetime, we're in our forties. In our lifetime, it's not gonna. It's not gonna change. Like I don't feel it's gonna change. Forties, but you, well, hold on. You don't realize I'm thirty-five, right? You Whatever. You're mid forty. You're older than I'm me. I'm just. <laughs> I was so, hoping you say that. So I just want to say because I think on Twitter, this one guy from the East Coast or whatever was saying. California is going to flip red. And I was like, what kind of dream are you dreaming? Like I, you know, and I live in Orange County where it's red. And I'm telling you that. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's not any time in the near or even uh, moderate, medium future. Your audio is out. What? Your audio is out, Todd. Wait, go ahead. Is it on now? Yep. No, it's good, but we turned your head or something. Oh, okay. It's, it's probably it's probably where the, the internal microphone is. Yeah. Uh, so, what? So, it, it, there's going to be a reason that this happened. Yeah, you know, they're going to have to. If if Trump wins, they're going to have to look back and say why. And I think one of the reasons. Again, will, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think one of the reasons will be the. Uh, will be the social unrest. And I think the, uh, I think that will be found. I think a second reason will be that they just, again, neglected the North and Pennsylvania, whatever they end up losing. I think they, they needed to put more uh, resources there, the Democrats. I think that was a strategic mistake on their part. I still think that they didn't do enough. And, uh, um, you know, there's also, there's something to be said for, you have to understand the voters. There's been a, a little problem. Democrats have had an ongoing problem is that in response to Trump, They've been pushing further and further left. And there's people in the middle, especially not on the coasts, who don't like Trump, who aren't conservative, who just can't relate to the, some of the stuff being said. They can't relate to some of the uh, changes that they want to make. They can, it's, it's too much. It's also too much too fast. And, and they some people look at it and go, I don't know what the, what they want to do here. This is craziness. So even though I don't really like Trump or the Republicans, that seems like the lesser of two evils and, and they and they vote for him. So they've got uh there also could be the case that they're scaring away uh, voter moderate voters with extremity. And I've spoken to people in the middle who've told me this. I've spoken to people in the middle who've told me that uh, they want to find a reason to vote against Trump. They want to find a reason to vote Democrat. But they, the extremity that they saw in things like the, uh, the Democratic primary uh, debates uh, really worried them. So this will all be looked at if Trump wins again. If I could, uh, Gene, I got a question for you. 
Yes. So what would it mean to you and what would you do and, and, and think and how would it change your life if tomorrow Trump is elected for four years? Like what would how would that affect you and what would that say to you about the country? Like where where would you be if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, holy shit, four more years, that's what happened? I, I feel exactly the way I felt four years ago, actually. I felt okay. I feel that I can't believe the United States whose you know um, self touts that they're the you know best country in the world, which you know Europe and all the other countries laugh at us because of certain things that happen in our country. Um, like pick this person to represent. Um, it's exactly how I felt four years ago, because like I said, every time I think I, I tweeted this every like Trumpers um, trigger me because they remind me of every guy who, you know, tried to sexually or who sexually harassed me. And every time I look at him, I just see that because he is narcissistic and it's completely evident. And he has done some very horrible things that, um, and, and he still gets to hold the highest uh, <laughs> elected um, position in our uh, country. And, and I would just, I, to ask a question, after all the wine, I would just feel hopeless mm. again. And I feel bad because I have a daughter. And I feel, um, I, I think about that all the time. And the best thing I could do is teach her to be a strong person and um, teach her what's right and wrong and what people her boundaries, what her boundaries are. So Trader Ruski, if I could, same question, because, you know, you could say in 2016, you could say it was an aberration. You could say it was a reaction to getting rid of the establishment because of the, uh, the you know, the, the various economic crises that you could say that that was some kind of weird aberration. But if Trump is then reelected after four years of him in 2020, what would that say to you? And, and how would you, what would you think about that? And how would that affect you? I think it's just sad for the U.S. I think he's a crook. I I think that it's just very sad. I mean, setting setting the environment back years. You know, people of color, LGBTQ community, women's rights. It's just sad, and I think he really doesn't care about all these people that are such diehard supporters of his. I don't think he gives half a shit about. So it's like, yeah. So, well, how will it affect me? I'm busier with my work, so you know, whatever. <laughs> I you drop know, it. for me. Fuck it, but. Yeah. Well, let, let's be fair and uh, Druff, How about yourself? So, I know you voted for him and you want him to be back in office. What do you think it would say about the country if he's reelected? You can't. Can't say it's a fluke anymore. He was in office for, for four years. We got to see him. People voted for him. What, what would you say about that, Todd? Well, uh, what I would say is that, uh, first of all, I would think people could who don't want him to win, they would be easier this time because uh, they've been used to it for four years. So even if you want to say it's very unpleasant and, and, you, don't, and you don't like it, if, 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 you, if you're used to something crappy for four years – uh, it, it's a lot easier to deal with for another four than when it first uh, comes on. That's just uh, 
that's that's how I, I can't tell you how to feel, but that, that's you're, how you're I saying, feel. You're saying, baby, it only hurts for a little while. It only hurts the first time, baby. Let me just say, too, now with, like, COVID, it's almost like the weeks, everything's, like, dense, you know? So it's, like, now it's, like, a full four years. It's going to be, like, eight or ten years. Oh, yeah. Well, so... so okay, the, yeah. Hey, I I got something here, and it's kind of a it's a sit down moment for me. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The Secretary of State Joycelyn Benson of Wisconsin of um sorry of Michigan. There are two point four eight million absentee ballots sent out, and only four hundred and twenty six thousand have been counted in the current numbers. This is as of thirteen minutes ago, meaning there's another two million. Uh, and she said that the ones that were counted broke approximately Biden on a 65 to 33 percent margin. Wow. So that could potentially be approximately another 640,000 votes for Biden. Trump's current lead is 270,000. Mm. There is no way this is not going to court. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's now that I hear that. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like it. That's I mean, this is going to be a huge mess. And the uh, Randy's going to be pissed because in chat he keeps saying, "Why do I keep talking about it going to court and it getting dragged out?" I think it's pretty realistic that's going to happen, right? And now uh, it looks like yeah. I don't see how it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you're Trump and you're sitting here and by the numbers at the end of the night tonight, it looks like you won, and then they're going to come up with a incremental 640,000 give or take in Michigan and some number around the same in um, in Pennsylvania out of thin air um, you know over the next day or two uh, how does it not go to court mm. yeah but Ruff, you didn't uh, let's give you a chance to finish so what, uh, what, so what I was saying if, if Trump wins if yeah. Trump wins what this will say is that the left is being too extreme it's, it's saying the left is uh, even with someone like Trump there and even with COVID there and even with the left being successfully convincing a lot of people that, that Trump mishandled it and a lot of this is his fault. Uh, even with all of that, for Trump to still win, you have to look at, well, then how did that happen? And the, the answer is you're being too extreme. The answer is you're not representing the people in the middle. And and people also, that you know, keep in mind, people don't like being told, we're good. You're bad. Listen to us. You're stupid. We're smart. Listen to us. People. People don't like that. People don't like being told. Uh, uh, people who are lower middle class, white and lower middle class, don't like hearing that they got privilege. They don't like you tell that to them. It gets them angry. You don't say that. But that's that's been a lot of the message from the Democratic Party that if you're if you're white, doesn't matter your circumstance in life, you have privilege. And um, th- so things like that, or, or or a lot of these plans that uh, that have been. Uh, uh, pushed by by the left for uh, even even slogans like defund the police, and I know what they really meant by that. But uh, but even if you take what they really meant by that, a lot of people don't like it. A lot, and and they even take a look at the uh, you take a look at the rioting that's going on in, in Philadelphia over shooting someone who's holding a knife that's that's charging the cops. I mean, you've got it. You got to be able to separate the actual uh, killings that are police brutality or or out of racism, of which some exist. And, and the ones that are justified shooting where the person shot happens to be black. And if you can't separate those two, and every time a black guy gets shot, it, um, it, it's, it's, it's racism and people riot, that's going to turn off the people in the middle. Mm-hmm. And 
Todd, but let's be fair. You and I don't know what it's like to be an African-American or a black person in America. We do not know. And you don't know that every time you get pulled over in, in what's going to happen and how you're supposed to react, right? Like, that's never crossed my mind. Well, I'll, I'll, I have I'll, plenty of friends, um, Mexican, Black. I was, I was raised in a minority-rich area where there were hardly any Asians or white people. And I heard stories all the time, every day. I've been in the car when my friend Mexican, he was driving. Yeah, he looked like a gang member, but we were all face down in the pavement. You know, like the thing is, is that your experience with police is not the same experience as them with police. But I'm not, I'm not doubting those experiences. I'm saying. No, no, but you're saying every time a black guy, they're going to riot. What else are they to do? Well, they they need to, because you need, you need to look at it. They had had marches. Now what are they going to do? They got the attention finally by rioting. And yeah, I don't agree with busting up people's property and doing criminal activity. But the thing is, is when your desperate times call for desperate measures, and if they feel like this is the only way they're going to get attention, which they have, then what, you know, what are we? I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. See, the the problem is, the problem is, first of all, I'm not doubting that, that, that people of color have had uh, some bad experiences of the police that that weren't justified and, uh, uh, or that your friends, you know, they may have had those too. In fact, I can even tell you, even being a white guy, I never had any kind of racism against me, but I, I tell you, I, I do notice a difference in traffic stops now versus 20 years ago when I was young. When I, I had a bad experience in uh, in Riverside when I was a young, skinny guy, where they assumed I must be on something in, yeah. the, in the area, and I was, uh, tr- I won't go into the whole story, I was treated very badly, which wouldn't happen today because they look at me now and, and now I, I, I'm older and they don't, they don't suspect that. So I, I got to see, I got to see there's a difference in how I was treated in a traffic stop, even being white the whole way. So I thought, okay, if you're black, that's even worse. If you're young and black, not just young and white, you know, I was young and white. You, you take young and black, it's, you're going to get treated. The, the chance of, of having a bad encounter with the police, which isn't justified is, is higher. And I acknowledge that is probably occurring. However, um, when you're going to protest, when you're the protest has to be about something that has that is really unjust, not just because the person who got shot happens to be black. If he's black, but the shooting was justified or mostly justified, then, you, then never the, the, it's never justified, Todd. Come on, it's justified. What, like, whenever, what the guy has done? They have they have tasers. They no, have, no, no. If, if the like, police are if you attack a policeman with a deadly no, no. weapon. We're not talking about attack. I'm not talking about when they're attacked. These protests happen when these people didn't have any gun on them. Nothing. I'm talking about the protests that have happened in the last year. But I'm talking about one right now. I'm talking about the one in Philadelphia. The guy had a knife and was charging police and they're telling him, stop, stop, stop. And then they shot him dead, which is it's a tragedy. Now, the guy was mentally ill. And that's one of the things that's being criticized. But the bottom line is the knife doesn't know that the guy holding it's mentally ill. The knife goes into the cops. Uh, because a mentally ill guy killed them, they're still dead. So the point is here, uh, and I've so and, and same with even the Jacob Blake one. Blake was was another one where where this is a guy they were trying to tase him. He he was able to get up despite being tased, and then ran to his car for for a weapon. And so so when these things happen, you have to look at what was brutality and what was not, and what was something where maybe it could have been handled a little bit better. But in the heat of the moment, when your life's at stake. 
uh, sometimes you don't make an optimal decision, but it's not necessarily racism. Like, for example, if I charged the police with a knife, if I, if I went up to a cop in my city and I had a knife and I started and they told me, put it down. And I said, no, when I charged them, I'd be shot dead. I would be even, even being a middle-aged white guy, they would shoot me dead because I've got a knife and I, and, I, and I'm charging them with it and won't drop it. And, and, uh, and this does happen with middle-aged white guys. It's, you don't hear about it because there's no protest about it. So when the middle-aged white guy who charges with a knife gets shot dead, which which does happen, um, then then nobody hears about it. So you've got to separate where it's a justified shooting, even if it's tragic, from actual cases of, of racism or police brutality that wasn't racism. And by the way, those are two separate things. There's a there's cases of police brutality where they'd be brutal to anybody, doesn't matter what color they are. And there's cases which are race-based, and then there's ones that are kind of in between, brutal cops who are even worse with, with people who are of color. And uh, so, so yet, if, if, if people are not willing to make this distinction and only protest the, the ones that are actually bad, then all the protest is for naught. It's, it all gets drowned out because it all, looks, it, it all looks unjustified if you're going to start protesting everything, even the ones that are clearly justified. And what happens is the people, so people on the left, they, they'll go along with it. People on the right immediately will, will, will not go along with it, but you say, okay, we're not going to get them anyway. But the people in the center, they're going to see this, and they're going to go, I don't understand this. That, that looks like a, a, all my life I've known if you charge the police with a deadly weapon and you get shot, that's reasonable. So now the, the left is saying no. Now the left is saying we should have Philadelphia burning down because of it, and, and, and the Philadelphia mayor is not, is, is not telling them, is telling the police to stand down, and, and, and why isn't Biden coming out strong against this? When, when Biden goes out against rioting, it's a, it's a kind of a weak statement. Like, come on, guys, don't do that. It's not the right thing. It doesn't accomplish anything. He doesn't call them the rioters criminals. He doesn't call them thugs. He doesn't say they should be arrested and, and prosecuted. He, he's very careful with his words. And the problem is the people in the middle hear that, and they say, I don't understand this anymore. I don't really like the Republicans. I don't really like Trump, but I don't understand this. This is, I, I can get on board with the George Floyd killing being, being wrong and, 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 and a terrible thing. I can't get on board with this, though. This is, this so as is a person a- in the center, Druff, what I'm hearing you say is that you're, you're saying that Trump, for all his flaws, is still getting elected. So it sounds to me like what you're saying is not so much that people are voting for Trump, it's that the Democrats are not putting forth a compelling platform or argument, and they can't even beat him. Is that kind of what you're saying? That's is kind that of it? what I'm saying. Yeah, Trump is. Trump has. He, he does have his kind of cult following, of which I'm not one of them. By the way, I'm not at all. Uh, but he does have this kind of cult following. Who but he's not your him. ideal candidate. Like he's not your dream candidate. You're not. No, no he's going no, he's out not. there, and you can't wait to vote for him. You're just looking at it like, well, I'm not going to vote for that, so I'm going to vote for this. Is that kind of what it is? Pretty much, and and so Trump and Trump does have a following. He does have a, a certain appeal to a certain group of people that that love him and think he's the best candidate ever. But then there's also the people who a lot of people who vote for who are going to voted for him this time around. I mean, even even if he slightly loses here, it, it doesn't change much about that. It was some some ways the voting has been surprising in some of these states on, on uh, in Trump's favor. And, so Gene, Gene, how many more Supreme Court justices and how many more? other judges if trump is in uh in the white house for another four years how many more of them are coming in and are you worried about things like reproductive rights and that kind of thing oh, yeah being- me and todd already <laughs> yeah, we already had that debate on twitter <laughs> because i was talking about abortions like within the first like 15 to 20 weeks and he was bringing in like 
late term abortions, which I asked for stats and he's like, I don't need stats and blah, blah, blah. And then I posted something that who, who was it? Um, well, let's, let's not do it again, but is that something that worries you? It does worry me for sure. It definitely worries me because I don't think Amy Coney Barrett is what's representative of, of women today. I don't think she is a good representation of someone that should be making laws about women's bodies. Well, what do you think about another four years? And does it concern you the additional appointments that could be going on? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely worried about that because, like, um, there's so many men making laws about what women can do, and I I don't think that that's um, really fair. Right. Right. I think that um, it's easy to try and walk in someone's shoes, but you've never actually been in their shoes is a big difference. So I um, believe that medical attention. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, here's, I want to get in the whole debate again about the abortion, but I will give you a a piece of good news. I'll give you a piece of good news and bad news regarding that. Uh, The good news for you is even with a six to three court, uh, with the makeup of the judges that are on the uh, uh, on the conservative side, it's not likely they would get a majority to reverse Roe versus Wade. It just isn't likely, even with a six to three, because they're not going to vote across those lines. And that's a, that would be a major decision to change after forty eight years, and it's it's not going to happen. So so I that for, for, even with Amy Coney Barrett in there, that that change is not likely to occur. How that's the good news if, uh, for those for those who have the position you do. However, the bad news possibly if Trump wins, is that the one person over 80 on the court right now is Breyer, who's on the left. And he is, I think, 83. He'd have to live four more years. Obviously, at 83, uh, nothing's guaranteed. We're close to guaranteed as far as how long he's going to live. So if Trump, now, if if Biden were to win, then Breyer could retire sometime during those four years. And uh, and then, provided the Democrats have the Senate, uh, which... I haven't looked, but there's a decent chance they will, uh, that then they can keep it at six to three. However, if, if, uh, Trump wins, uh, well, it depends on the Senate, but if the, if Trump wins and, and Breyer dies during his term, then, uh, it could end up seven to two, especially if somehow, uh, the Republicans get the Senate back, either retain it now or get it back in the midterms in 2022. So that's a seven to two is actually a possibility. It's also possible that there's just like, I don't know what's going to happen with, let, let's say, let's say Trump wins and then Breyer dies like in 2021. There could be a big gridlock with getting someone through because the Republicans are going to, Trump is going to nominate someone who's conservative. And if it's a Democratic Senate, they're not going to approve them. And then it's going right. to be stuck for I don't know how long. You could have eight judges during that time. So we have some comments coming in from the chat. So first of all, Good news for PLOL. Uh, Bad guy twenty two is in the chat and says that if uh, if PLO, PLOL loses the bet, that he will suck Alex's cock. So at least oh, he's good. got that. Okay. He's got that forward too. So I mean, you know, a forty thousand dollar blowjob. So that's that's not nothing, right? Now mumbles badly has a question he wants me to ask you, Druff. So this is not coming from me. Okay, no, prepare yourself. It's coming from him. He asks you, why do you support a president who steps all over the Constitution? And commits obstruction of justice to hide his criminal abuse of power of his office. 
Well, if, see, you're someone, if you're someone who supports law and order and blah, blah, blah. That's, uh, I mean, that's a very leading and general question. Um, and, and he's coming up with, you know, he has his conclusions about these things, many of which I don't agree with. So I, there's not much I can answer that. Uh, what I can say that I don't agree with everything Trump says and does. I do think that some of these uh, accusations against him have either been exaggerated or uh, or worse, that uh, while he's, he's far from perfect and, and, is, and there's some things I don't agree with, there's also been a lot of attempt by, by the media and Democrats to really go after him on areas that just simply aren't fair, uh, which I, I thought the whole time, Trump, you think there'd be a lot of areas to just attack him on what he really has said. And yet, for some reason, there's uh, still a lot fabricated against him, which is strange to me. But uh, and, and, you know, when, when he gets criticized for something that is legitimate, I, I admit it. But uh, this, so I, I, I can't really answer that question uh, aside from saying that I've got, I've got a choice in the election of two people. I don't have a choice of 20 or 100. I've got a choice of two people. And I'm going to vote for the person that most uh, comes closest to representing the uh, the laws that they're going to support during their time in office. And by far, that's Trump. And uh, so that's that pretty much is, is the end of that. And I would expect the other side to do the same thing. No matter what the character is of the Republican or the Democrat running, I would not expect a liberal Democrat to vote for the Republican just because uh, uh, they they personally like the the, uh, the Republican better. If they know the Republican's going to push for laws that are completely counter to what they believe in, they shouldn't vote for it. They should vote for the they should vote for the side which represents uh, what they believe. And that's uh, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Is anyone surprised? Because I I kind of am that Trump hasn't tweeted and declared victory already at some point? Because I kind of expected, you know what I mean? Like, I expected him to pull the trigger and declare victory early on. He doesn't want to be wrong. Like, that'd be the most embarrassing thing. Is that but Wouldn't that be the setup to, you know, everything else that might happen in terms of... I, I don't think he's that. Um, I think he's very, very cautious with looking, uh, with, with declaring that without knowing. Like uh, You were about to say he's... He's very conscious about looking bad. And I was about to tell you to look at his timeline, okay? Because, I mean, come on. Uh, you know, like, because Pennsylvania, they stopped counting. There's 2 million votes. Yeah. And said, right. I just read, like, 66% they expect to come in Democratic or for Biden. So um, that's a lot. So when do you folks think that we're actually going to have an answer? Does anyone know? Like, when we actually would have an answer, Trader Ruski, when are we going to know? Do you have any idea? Well, how, here, here's what I was going to ask you, Kawad. Do it, what, do it. Is there a shot that now, you know, the polls are where they were, he thought where he could get it? crushed, and then, so he thought he could get crushed, now at least he's made a solid showing. He's like, Melania, four more years of this, why does he need the headache? If he's a billionaire, why does he need it? Exactly. But that's a whole other story. But all of his followers believe that. So if that's his, right. But if, if that's true, why couldn't he exit? Say, fuck it. You know, the people would still love him. He could think he could make some speech and then walk off into the sunset. Is that even a possibility? You're saying if it's close or if he loses or, or what are you saying? Well, if, he, if now he could see himself losing. I see. 
you know, where it's kind of turning that way, would he make that decision? You know. Well, I, I, I can tell you, no, we're, we're too, we're too far, we're too far gone here. If he would have made that decision a while ago where he could have just said he's not going to run again. He would have had a good excuse. Well, the excuse would have been not to run a second time. I'm old. I'm too old. I'm, I'm not, uh, I, I, I'm older than any president who would have run except for Biden. So I don't want to do it. I, I've just kind of run out of energy. Thank you for the four years, everybody. But he, he's tied up his ego in, uh, in this presidency and yep. how, America sees him and how people see him and how people see his time in office and what he did. His fantasy, Trump's fantasy is that everyone says Trump rescued America. He made it great again. Like this, that slogan is really what he hopes that, that mm-hmm. he wants everyone to, he wants everyone to believe this or as many people as possible. He knows not everybody he knows they're going to be the, he has a lot of haters too, but he wants the, the, at least the majority to think that, that he did great things for the country. He was the savior of the country and that requires being elected a second time to, to and, and that he will use as validation. Believe me, if he wins this, he's going to constantly throw it in the Democrats' face. Look, you, you were insisting in the polls, everybody hated me. I won a second time. America approves of what I'm doing. I've done a great job. Everybody can see it. Even with COVID going on, even with all these people with trouble during COVID, they can still see through it and elected me again. And uh, and so that's his ego is tied up in this very much. And he, he not only couldn't he walk away uh, now, he's he definitely couldn't walk away. Uh, he definitely couldn't walk away now. He also couldn't even walk away when the time came to decide whether to run again, uh, because he, even though he had an excuse about his age that he could have quit. Breaking news. Uh, the White House is contesting the Arizona win already. There it starts. Hmm. There it starts. That's my point. What, what, is, what is the reason? What, what are they claiming? The reason is he lost. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's yes. So what are they claiming? What's the claim? Um, it says... Well, I think, Trader Ruski, I think that answers your question better than I could have. Um, yeah. Maybe he just wants to kill a, kill a cool million and then he'll go. But we have the, the okay. The assistant has joined us now. Do you have a camera? Who? Jeff. Mind you, there would be no reason to contest Arizona if he's going to win the other states. Well, but right. he can see he can see those are vulnerable. He can see. I, I'm sure he's he and his campaign see the uh, the problem here that this is not by no means a lock. It's got. It really is up in the air here, and if they could get Arizona, then uh, I guess they want to get the ball rolling. Right. I, and, and it, well, they could, too, just like, oh, let's sue Arizona. We'll try to, cut, you know, find a couple things that, you know, then they just make these, and oh, there was voting fraud here, and then even though that was Pennsylvania, but there was something in Arizona. I could just see them trying to. Or, my guess, My guess is they're going to claim it was illegal immigrants voting. That's what I think they're going to claim. Oh dear God! Well, because it's Arizona, there's a there's a lot of uh, there are a lot yeah, of. Really- I, I get it, but it really it seems like it's trying to inflame racial tensions in a way by doing that too. I mean, I mean, no, I, I mean, it's, it's I don't I don't think he was cheated there. I think he just lost. That's what I, I I don't agree with this. Uh, it's it's an election tactic. I don't even know if they believe it, but uh, but I, I believe that he just lost there. That's that's what I think. Yeah. Well, well, right. well, we don't know. Are we going to keep America great? 
But I, I think you nailed it in terms of I think it is ego that keeps him there. You know, I mean, I, I really think that he does. Yeah, I really, I really do think he wants to be seen that way. I think he wants to be seen as the savior that everyone loves. So, I mean, I think that's that's the way he is hoping that this thing is going to turn out. And he thinks that the people that are detractors are, are just haters, and they'll see. They'll see when he turns it around and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, man. But when do you think we're going to know, Trader Ruski? When will we actually know when our president? Do you think it's going to be today? Well, do you think I it's think, going to be tomorrow, a week, a month? I, I think December 8th something happens, and I think that's when all the electorals have to turn in their final votes on December 8th. So that's because they're even saying that some, you know, they could go there and, and even though the, the, you know, that one voted. Well, does anybody know about this? Right. Even the popular vote in that state leans one way. The electoral could just choose to do whatever they want. Yeah, I think that's well, I think, I think that's the interesting thing is that in theory, the uh, the delegates are kind of by convention, they're supposed to vote the way everyone chose them to, but I think they actually can technically do whatever the fuck they want. Right, exactly. crazy. Right, and December 8th, I think that's the date where they have to put in their, you know... Can you imagine if they go against their electorate and they they voted against that? Can you imagine that? Anything's (laughs) possible. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) What do you think about that, Druff? What do you think about the possibility that some of the elected delegates could just say, fuck it, I'm not voting the way you asked me to. I'm going to vote the way I want to. I, I've, I've always been against that. I think that needs to stop. And I think that's... That what if that happened? Way. Well, that would, that would be... Uh, a lot of people would be really freaked out if that happened. Oh and, and, uh, the, the, they would the, riot. That, that, is the, that is the big flaw with the electoral, electoral college now. Uh, I don't have the same criticism of it as many do, uh, yeah. especially those who are Democrats who, who would love to see it be gone, and then, then Republicans wouldn't win ele- elections for a long time. But uh, I I think that the biggest problem, which can be fixed with some, with some reform, would be to end the faithless elector thing that they uh, that all the states should come together to agree to put an end to this, and that should be that. Yeah, I mean at the very least. Because I do think that some of the criticism of the electoral electoral college, anyway, happens when it doesn't work the way people want it to, and when it works the way they want it to, they don't criticize it. You know what I mean? But that is a really valid criticism that if they were sent as a delegate to vote a certain way, they should fucking vote that way. Like that's just yes. insane that they can do yes. this. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, that has never happened, but the fact that it's even a possibility is kind of frightening. Uh, CNN says Joe Biden to make statement shortly. Um, What's he going to say? (laughs) What? I don't know. It says on CNN, I really am upset. I got to pick any news outlet as one of my channels, and I picked CNN. Couldn't you just stream it on YouTube or something? Oh, I could have, but, you know, I don't know. I have Apple TV. I don't know. Hey, can I... I gave up on on the news after the last election. I'm, I, I understand. <laughs> I didn't turn on Fox News, CNN, anything until last week. 
Right. Wow. You're probably hey, going for it. I can I ask you? an announcement. No, it. it's not an announcement. I'm, I'm asking a favor because I can't find it. And, I, you know, either you guys or the chat or somebody, mm-hmm. I, I cannot find an official statement from Wisconsin on what the status of their absentee ballots are. Everything is just like somebody's brother's uncle said this and said that. Were but they one where they counted it before the election or were they one that counted once the elections on the election date? Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, of course. Why wouldn't it be these three states? Did not oh, start yeah. counting them until today. <laughs> so, of course, these are the three states that are in question. Uh, obviously, there's been a certain percentage, you know, 500,000 of 2.5 million in, in Michigan. Um, they don't want what you we to say? <laughs> Well, the, the thing is, is like you can kind of do the math and say, you know, if, if things break at a normal percentage um, and with the amount of votes that are in, it looks like Biden's going to win uh, Michigan. It looks like it's going to be real close in Pennsylvania. But, it, you know, it, it, Biden should get there. There's none of that in Wisconsin. And right now, Trump's only winning Wisconsin by 100,000 votes. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's that's going to. I, so I would is there any is there any like as as being someone who bets on the election? Do you take into account that um, a certain percentage of the mailing votes are going to be for Biden? Like yeah. just you know, like they said in in Pennsylvania, I just saw that online. It's sixty six percent for Biden, and then twenty like twenty eight percent Trump, and third party is the rest. Yeah, I mean that was certainly a factor. I mean, I if it's an algorithm that you guys put into, you know, on what you think <clears throat> Republican and third party um, percentage going to be, because obviously you don't know. It could be fifty fifty. You have no idea. So this I is kind a- of maddening. I, I did a search and I found a news article on PBS Wisconsin mm-hmm. that says Wisconsin's um, elections commission lead administrator Megan Wolf talks about the status of more than a million absentee ballots already, and then that's all I get from the preview, and then the website's fucking down. And even, oh. the, and even the cash version doesn't work. Wow. Right, because they're probably the only one that has information. On it, it very well could be. Because Michigan, he's only up uh, a little less, uh, almost 300,000, and that's percent of the votes in. Let me try Google News. But if you take a two-to-one ratio on two million votes, that's 600-and-something thousand votes that's incrementally going to improve Biden's numbers. So he's actually up by 300,000 from that perspective. Right. So that's what it, I'm saying. So two-to-one is that's what you're asking. Right, based on the math, he's there. It's two-to-one. Exactly. Okay, got it. Right. I'm trying to find something recent. I, I see something... Nothing... I, I, I see nothing recent. Other than yeah. that one page that won't load. Wisconsin's a total quagmire. <laughs> Can you put some SEL on one of your pages, get all that traffic or draft? Put it, start a thread <laughs> on yeah. right. A little live result up there, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Wisconsin results. All right, I'm going to keep digging. But if anybody sees anything or anything in chat, that's a that's a pretty big piece, big piece of information right now. I only found that one that won't load, and I'll put it in the uh, the chat that we got going on here. Maybe it will load eventually, but it, it looks relevant. Uh, Trump's Trump's odds are uh, increasing again. Um, Dear God! 
And uh, let me. So on, uh, I'm looking on the on the Poker Fraudler forum, and uh, some people are posting on their books they're on. These are not major books like Bovada, but they're. I can, I guess I can look at Bovada too. But like uh, SunWager.com has uh, at 9:05 Pacific time, which is about 22 minutes ago, had Trump minus 180, Biden plus 135. Which if you take the juice out of it, it's about uh, you know, mi- minus 160 for each. So. Um, or 157 for each or so. So that's uh, that's an improvement for Trump. I don't know if that means much, but that's I don't know what. In fact, I'll go take a look at Bovada right now. Let's see if I can uh, come up with the odds they are presenting. Bet online, I can take a look too. I can't. I can't get to Bovada. Oh, here goes Bovada. Okay, let me see. Bovada is 165 for Trump. 165. Okay, so that's that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, I, I, now it's not, now it's 170. So yeah, so it's still putting Trump as the favorite, but uh, it could be just a misinformed favorite. It could be that it's not uh, it's not fully taking into account how big of a, a swing it's going to be when these uh, mail-in ballots are coming. So I, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. <clears throat> See, I've got the, uh, the old 70s rotary phone behind me now. Oh, wow. That wasn't the good. I did like the food tray, Jeff. I thought that was a great uh, background you had before. Yes, the the food tray. That was. Uh, it wasn't that your suggestion. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I took. It was a good suggestion. I said, I might as well, might as well go with it. I, I'm, I'm infamous for eating large sums of uh, large amounts of food when I play poker. So why not just go with it here? So apparently, there's a Twitter account um, at wi underscore elections for Wisconsin elections, and it looks like they're. It's potentially some info. It just says uh, Milwaukee has processed more than 140,000 absentee ballots. There are about 30,000 left. That will take three to four hours. So we're looking at 3 a.m., better than 5 a.m. via Milwaukee County's George Christensen. Well, that's, that's, that's 1 a.m. here. That's not terrible. That's, well, for you. Fuck you. Someone put, um, someone put in chat, Justin Casey said, on a call with reporters Monday in Milwaukee, and he believes Milwaukee's central court location will be processing absentee ballots until, until 3 a.m. and yeah. Wednesday. Wisconsin yeah. said 18 hours ago that they wouldn't be done until tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that, – that mirrors exactly what was here. Yeah. Is that what you put in the chat? Uh, yeah. The, the, the Twitter link I put in the chat, if you look on their timeline – there's a tweet from four minutes ago, and it says, "Accurate results take time." And then yeah. there's a, it's quoting a tweet, a tweet from Corey Hess that is talking about the the ballots and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I see Laura, that. Laura Connor said Biden closing gap in Michigan and Wisconsin, which is true. I'm watching it right now. So, so yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. From the numbers that I'm seeing here, I, I mean. Pennsylvania is almost 700,000 difference with 79% in it. Biden may not have enough absentee ballots that that may be a done deal. It really might be down now, Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah. Right. He has to win. Yeah. If he gets Pennsylvania, he he still, still needs one of those two, unless he can pull off Nevada. Let me look at Nevada right now. See, I'm sorry. What, what, which way are you saying it is a done deal? No, what I'm saying is, is if that if there's a seven hundred thousand dollar deficit, seven dollar seven hundred thousand vote Biden deficit in yep. Pennsylvania, then the absentee ballots may not matter. 
I thought there were about a, oh, there was a million different episodes of Bella, right? Right. There was like a, probably somewhere in the vicinity of like 1.8 million absentee ballots that are still out there, but not all of them will be for uh, Biden. We Most got, of them will. We got Alex back, so maybe we can get an update from you, Alex. And Alex, you missed it, but bad guy 23 said that if you lost your 40 grand, he'd suck your cock. So you got that going for you. Uh, well, I would have to say no, thanks, but no thanks to that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have an update with betting because I just took a walk. Um, but I did hear they're protesting at uh, Wrigley Field right now. So fantastic! A, you know, local update there. Um, so the results aren't even in, and it's already started. Yeah, I, they, they said it's peaceful and not really an issue. Sure. It, it looks like the uh, betting odds have not moved too much. If I'm reading this right. And what about your confidence meter? Has that moved? Are you still feeling pretty confident? Oh, no, I'm feeling very unconfident. Uh oh. <laughs> no, don't no, I'm, do that. I'm not confident at all. I mean, oh, no. I, I don't know how any can trust the polls anymore or trust some of these forecasters. I think, uh, mm. you know, even if Biden wins here, it's it just should have never been this close in states like Michigan and Wisconsin and. That's why he went to take a walk, is because uh, yeah, they, yeah, and they haven't counted all the absentee votes, Alex. Alex, know. is your tie back on? <laughs> oh, well, what are the odds? What are what, what is Biden at? Biden oh, is currently plus one twenty, and Trump is oh, minus one forty. Okay, where are you seeing that though? Because I'm seeing on the I'm like Bovada, it's different. BetOnline.ag. Oh, BetOnline. Okay, well, it's, it seems like they just kind of—I don't know—I don't know which one to believe is more accurate. If you, if either one, it sounds like they may, they may be just pulling pulling this well, out. Right? It, it's probably accurate in terms of what the betting line is, but that doesn't mean it's accurate in terms of necessarily who's going to win. You know what, well, I, that's mean? what I That's what I mean. It, it, it could just be based on what people are are yeah. which side people are hammering on each on each site. Well, that's the definition of what they're going to be putting up, right? Well, sometimes. Sometimes they will stick with a line where uh, um, there's a lot of heavy action on one side if they think that they're on the right side of it. Oh, okay. But, um, uh, Todd, you're getting some hate mail on my uh, text messages here. In your text? Wait, I'm getting hate mail through your text messages? Yeah. <laughs> make a lot of sense, but okay. There's some, there's some friends of mine who are not fans of you, I guess. Oh, boy. Well, I, I, well it's because... I, I'm presenting uh, a political point of view they probably don't agree with, but uh, I would say that's e- the, either it. that or they don't like maybe they don't like rotary phones. It's possible as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but look to the people who who are sending the hate text messages. Uh, this at least you got to say this is a balanced show though. This is not like a right wing show here. This is we we have people from all uh, persuasions here, and I don't. Uh, I wouldn't want to have a show with only only people who are right wing, and for the most part, we're trying to have an, an honest discussion about uh, election results and not so much have a political lecturing. Hey, and the there's the bad, um, guy, the bad guy just put another five hundred on Biden plus one twenty four. Mm-hmm. Bad guy's a believer. All right, there's some scuttlebutt here that Biden is stalling to come out and make his statement because he wants more numbers out of Georgia. 
Um, he's down 200,000 votes right now and is 13% more to report. And just about all of it is in Atlanta because they had some massive power outages and all sorts of problems with the voting in, in the, in the big cities within Georgia. So all the rural stuff is in. So what they're saying is, is Biden may actually try and make a case that he won Georgia. Yeah. Wow. And that's the same way they screwed the uh, governor there too, right, Daly? Suppression. Exactly. Actually, yep. it's more. It's more than two hundred. I'm seeing three hundred thousand. Their uh, difference. You hear that though? Do you hear just the discussion in the small microcosm that we have here? Where, you know, they're losing by a certain amount, it's voter suppression, it's this, it's that. I think this is what we have to look forward to, you know? It might be. It might very well be. And, I, and I'm not saying that you're wrong to say anything. I'm declaring victory. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I have a question. When do we think that Trump is going to come out and make a speech? Because he hasn't said anything, right? Yeah. Oh. I was wondering right. that. Too. I was wondering when he was going to declare victory. But I mean, everybody uh, was saying if he was up early that he would just declare victory early. I mean, you would think he would just come out now and say he won. That's what I thought too. But Gene made a good point that he doesn't want to be embarrassed and doesn't want to be seen that he's wrong in what he's saying. Right. So maybe he wants to be sure. That has but, to be the most embarrassing thing, right? To like claim you're victorious when you're not. Like in a presidential um, election. I mean, I know the guy makes an ass of himself all the time, but I'm just saying, like, that's the ultimate. Um, I mean, one, he made one a statement. video of me saying, grab him by the pussy, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But he made one statement, but it was a long time ago. It was it was around uh, six hours ago. Uh, we're, re- we're looking really good all over the country. Thank you. But, of course, that's before any kind of real returns came in. So that was just – he's just saying that and hoping it's true, and it turned out <laughs> – Scott Inman says, Ken Scaler 2024. <laughs> Ken, Ken Scaler was trying to call me during this. They just don't see a way to put him on the, on the thing. I don't get why he's not tweeting. I mean, he tweets 50 times a day, but then when election oh, results are coming in, he just is dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's surprising to me. Definitely his team told him not to do it, for sure. But I mean, that, is, that is surprising. I don't, I don't know why he's... Uh, I mean, his team tells him all the time to do things. He doesn't listen. So I'm right. surprised that this time he listened. <laughs> I don't get it either. I'm maybe very he, right. Maybe he just doesn't want to be embarrassed and, and tweet something that's wrong, which would be, I mean, it would be shocking to me because it never seemed to bother him before. But, you know, this is a momentous thing. Maybe that is the, he doesn't want to be embarrassed, you know? Well, yeah. And I mean, well, he, for, I know he was happy. He sent out 400 invites for the super spreader event he was hosting at the White House, right? Like, did that happen? Did everybody show up? Is everybody <laughs> looking at him like, what are you going to do? You know, I mean. So, a- Alex, I got a question for you, because I want to hear more about your mental state a little bit. So <laughs> okay. if you could go back in time and you could either double your bet or you could have your bet, which would you do? If you oh, could go back in time and change it to eighty grand, or change it to twenty grand, which would you do? Well, I mean, if I could make it zero, I, I would do that. No, no, I mean, 20, twenty grand or eighty grand. Yeah, I would make it twenty grand. I would, I would probably pay money to, you know, get it down to that. Wow, you are feeling a little uncomfortable, huh? Well, sometimes, sometimes yeah, the power is negative, but I mean, it, it's definitely going to be a lot closer than what I was projecting. You know what? It's sometimes the power of negative thinking. I'll do that in poker tournaments where where I get it all in and uh, someone's got aces and 
I'll just like stand up and and uh, right. and start packing my stuff because like uh, I if if uh, if I start packing my stuff, the farther I get to packing my stuff up to leave the table, that's when I'm going to hit the bad beat. If I if I if I don't do that, so sometimes the power of negative thinking, like okay, I'm done, that actually helps me. So hey guys, news, it looks like Florida was called for Trump. So that was a gourmet meal, huh, Brandon? It was a very good meal. Yes, Florida has been declared for Trump. Hmm. Not a surprise, but interesting. What, what have I missed, guys? Somebody give me a recap here. Where do we stand? Uh, well, I, the most the most significant thing that happened was that uh, uh, PLOL's friends texted him that they hate my phone. No, I think, they, well, also two other significant things happened. Bad Guy 23 said he would suck PLO, PLOL's cock. Oh, and then PLOL, PLOL also said, I gave him the choice. If you can go back in time to either double your bet or have your bet, which would you do? And he wants to cut that bitch in half. In fact, he wants to call it off. So I think so, he's feeling a little uh, shaky. So NBC News is reporting that Biden is going to speak to his supporters shortly. I, w- what's going on here? I don't, I, I don't recall any instance where a candidate has spoke at this juncture in an election. Why would he be speaking? Yeah, we don't know. Uh, well, I, obviously, yeah. what would be the guesses? What, why, why would he possibly be speaking now? For, I mean, just what could – is this – do you know what I mean? This isn't the protocol. It's got to be some kind of voter fraud or suppression or something. Like, what What else could it be? Yeah, yeah he thinks he won Georgia. Maybe that's it. Hmm. I, I think he has to make a statement eventually, and it's pretty clear that we're not going to know the winner tonight. So he's going to say something, and he's going to say, you know, we'll wait for the mail-in vote. Oh, okay. But so you think it's going to be like a stay calm kind of message – yeah, and I mean, if my recollection is correct, Trump spoke a little bit before he uh, was officially declared the winner in 2016. So I don't think it's totally unprecedented. Yeah, so yeah it, would, it really might be. It really might be where, where because of the weird thing with the mail-in voting and how mm-hmm. it's going to lean Biden. That maybe it really is a don't panic. I may look like I'm way behind, but we're very competitive because the mail-in votes are going to be on my side. So let's let's wait and see. This is this is far from over. Yeah, uh, it's not let's what it patient. Let's let the process play out. We're not going to know tonight. Everyone, keep calm. Blah blah blah. Can somebody uh, kindly tell me though when uh, when this goes live so we can watch it? Somebody keep an eye on the networks. I just I'm looking at maps and data. I'm not. I don't have any live TV on in front of me. So if anyone sees the network go live with it, I'd like to watch it. By the way, you know we have people listening on audio, not just people watching us. We have yes. those who don't want to look at our ugly faces, and they and they say, I'd rather just listen. So we actually have a number of people listening right now. So, uh, and, and by the way, anybody who – I want to, I have to plug this here. Anybody who wants to listen through your phone that does not require an app or the Internet or a computer. Oh, hey, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Biden's coming out now. All right, oh, let's... Okay, never mind. Oh, thank you. Okay, hold on. Can, can we put it up here? Yeah, is there a way to get this on here so we all can hear it, Dave? So I think uh, you'd have to I do it. Share a screen, I guess. No, you can share a screen. If oh, you okay. get it up, screen, where is it? Do it? I'll do it if I can find it. Where is it? it? It's going to be everywhere, I'm sure. Oh, on CNN, I guess. Okay, let me go to CNN.com. I'll, so you go on, I'll do it. Because he's on track to win it right here. Oh, Jeff, go for it. We're winning on election day. All right. Where is it? Hold on. Keep going. 
I can hear it. I don't see it. I'm putting it on. I can hear you. All right, I thank put it you. on. All right, thank you. Turn off, Brandon. Thank everyone for being here. I want to thank you for the work you've been doing for weeks and months to make sure that everyone votes in the city. Everyone of able to see it from my stream? I see it great. Thank you. Pennsylvania cool. and all across our Commonwealth because when we vote, we win. Who the fuck's this guy, by the way? <laughs> Who is that? Think that's a governor of uh, Pennsylvania? You know, I don't know. There are a lot of issues at the end of a campaign, right? No. Who is that? But there is only one candidate and one team. That's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who have a plan to control the virus so we can oh, God. track in America. That's why we got to make sure we vote. The Greek 23. Who is that? Talking. No. We also know that the faster we get with the governor. with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's plan, yeah, I don't know who it is. We'll be able to put our economy back on track. We've lost too many jobs in Pennsylvania. What's up, what's up with the person with a sign language? What's in their hair? Could not implement a plan to tackle this virus. <laughs> Yo, buddy. Just look at the numbers. She's got like a shark fin on her head, right? Yeah. I'm a little confused why you guys are watching this because Biden is talking right now. Yeah, this isn't right. It's the wrong one? Put on ABC. I think it's clickbait. Biden is talking right now. All right, hold on. Since then, what I said then. Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. today. That's it. What we need is a president who's willing to leave. No, no, this is stream we'll November pro. Oh, this is wrong. We got tricked. There's, there's something what? on CNN. He's talking right now. Oh, we missed it. All right, I got it. I got it. Joey, keep the faith. There we go. And my grandma, when she was alive, y'all know Joey, spread it. Keep the faith, guys. We're going to win this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your patience is great. Let's walk over here. <laughs> yeah, so that's so that's all it was is keep the faith, be patient. You want you want me to rewind it? You want me to rewind it? Yeah, sure, why not? Sure, why rewind is it. Why wearing a mask if he's not? Right, here we go. Into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. Yeah. But look. We feel good about where we are. We really do. He's really looking 77. Yeah. I'm here to tell you tonight. 78. We believe we're on track to win this election. Jesus Christ. We knew because of the... I'm honking the horns, damn it. ...the mail-in vote. (laughs) It's going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient until we... uh, The hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over till every vote is counted. Every yeah. ballot is counted. It's exactly what he thought. We, he's saying nothing. Yeah. Everyone be preaching. But we're feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. We believe one of the nets has suggested we've already won Arizona, but we're confident about Arizona. That's a turnaround. We also just called it for Minnesota. <laughs> And we're still in the game in Georgia. People Although, are spamming, spamming the chat expected. with MAGA. <laughs> we're feeling real good about Wisconsin and Michigan. And by the way, it's going to take time to count the votes. We're going to win Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
But talking to the folks in Philly, Allegheny County, Scranton, and they're really encouraged by the turnout and what they see. Look, you know, we could know the results as early as tomorrow morning, but it may take a little longer. As I've said all along, it's not my place or Donald Trump's place to declare who's won this election. That's the decision of the American people. But I'm optimistic about this outcome. And I want to thank every one of you who came out and voted in this election. And by the way, Chris Coons and the Democrats, congratulations here in Delaware. Trump just sent out a tweet. Yeah, the whole team, man. You've done a great job. (laughs) His wife for reminding him. Oh, yeah, that guy. Everyone who participated in this democratic process. And I'm grateful to all my supporters here in Delaware and all across the nation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And folks, you heard me say it before. Every time I walk out of my grandpa's house up in Scranton, he'd yell, Joey, keep the faith. And my grandma, when she was alive, he yelled, no, Joey, spread it. Keep the faith, guys. We're going to win this. Oh, thank, you, thank, you, thank you. Apparently Trump is tweeting. Yeah, I know. I'm reading it now. This is what Donald Trump... Uh, P-O-L-E-S. Very good, Grandma. Donald Trump tweets three minutes ago, We are up big. They are trying to steal the election. We will never let them do that. Votes cannot be cast after the polls are closed. Now, I, I, I will. I will defend him here. I hold think on. Hold on. Let, hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> I will be making a statement tonight. A big and then capital win. End of tweet. Well, there we go. <laughs> but I will. I will <laughs> I defend. Like the polls, that P O L E S thing, it, because it's capital. I think it was an autocorrect because otherwise, if he was not. It, oh, Trump. Well, no. Otherwise, why would it be capital? He wouldn't do capital if he if he meant to write. Uh, so he's already starting the narrative that the election is being stolen. That's all right. Just pointing that out, that that narrative has started officially. Yes. I agree with that. It's only up 100,000 in Georgia. It's only 100,000 now. Where are you, how, many, how many percentages? I see 300,000. Maybe we're seeing different it's 100,000. It's on CNN right now. Hold on. It's on Pennsylvania now. But he's it, still a favorite on Bet Online, was, but not much. I think it was 80,000. 80, I, I mean, 80%. Sorry. I think it's 80%. Okay, but he's 80, 80, whoa, 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 whoa. Trump just deleted that tweet. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I took a screenshot of it, but he deleted yeah. that fucking tweet. Good. He took a screenshot. I wonder if his staff didn't like it. Oh, wait. Now there's another one that's up there, though. Oh, he, he corrected polls. Yeah, oh, he the polls, corrected yeah. the fucking spelling. You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> it's still capitalized. Why does he capitalize? How do you not, how do you not know P-O-L-L? God. Do you think he's... Oh. Is he actually tweeting that you think himself? Yes. Yes. yes yeah. For sure. He's 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 no one else has a Twitter except for him. He's, he's the not going to hire a moron that would spell it wrong. So he has a phone in his hand and he's like typing that yes. out. What was that weird corn flux corn thing? Eighty-one percent, Todd. Georgia, eighty-one percent estimated vote. Okay, if, if you Google it, it, if you Google it, it says eighty-three percent. This is from AP. Eighty-three uh, percent in, and he's up by three hundred thousand. 
How could that be 2%? 200,000? I, 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 don't, I don't know either, but that's what... I, I'm, I'm watching CNN Live. Like I said, CNN's useless. It, th- th- I won't argue with that. So I got a question. How can the election be stolen if the results aren't even in? What the fuck is he talking about? I think it's a preemptive. It's a preemptive. Yeah, it's a preemptive. They're stealing it. That's what it is. Just starting the wheels, getting people fucking amped up, because that's what we need, right? Yeah. Did you see my – I had a tweet from yesterday. Trump reminded me. They said, um, remember that kid from your childhood that was a sore loser? Every time he didn't win, he would accuse you of cheating. That's Trump. I think you called it, Gene. What? I think you called it with that tweet. You no, know but is it like okay, Gene? You can say what you want about Trump, but at least he didn't claim that he fucked you. Okay? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Actually, the list isn't very long. That someone, I think, Haralibus is probably the only one. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> it was hard oh, to get in my pants, Calwat. Well, back then, anyway. I'm just kidding. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny anything that you're saying. Oh, I'm just having fun, you guys. Nobody wants to listen to you guys talk the whole time. I know. I agree with you. You definitely, bring, with a, you. You definitely bring a sex appeal element to this uh, panel, Gene. So thank you for that. Well, you know, if I could take it and dish it out, too. So as long as you know those are the rules. Then it's Absolutely. Good. So, guys, where where do we stand now? I mean, what? Top, give us an update, uh, Druff. What? What? What's I mean? Where where do we well, go? I'm going I'm to take a small break, but I'll give I'll give a uh, I'll give you my take, and then we'll, then I'll take a break, and I'll come back in a little bit. Uh, sure. But uh, I don't get to do this on, on the show I run uh, every week, so this is this is nice to be able to take breaks. But uh, anyway, uh, I think it's we're going to kind of be spinning our wheels for a while trying to figure out what's going on here. I, I think ultimately uh, Trump is going to pull it out in Georgia. I think that uh, Arizona obviously is a lost cause, and, and uh, so I, I think it really does come down to uh, where where are two of the three going to come in. Is it going to be Pennsylvania, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan? Which which candidate is going to get two of those, and that's going to be the election, and we won't know until tomorrow, sadly. What about North Carolina? Last I looked, that was uh, that looked like it was going to Trump. Let me take a look. It's barely going to Trump, though. Yeah, barely. Talking about seventy thousand votes, but yeah, exactly depending on what's left, that may that may not uh, that may not matter. There's yeah, see, there's ninety four percent in. That's the other thing. There's ninety four percent in, and seventy thousand is more than you think. So, especially if the if the remaining uh, counties to come in are are split, for example, then Biden doesn't have much of a chance. I'm glad that our crack safety team has taken uh, PLOL's bow tie away. But I think they should get in there and get those drawstrings on your hoodie and take those out just to be safe. Yeah, that's yes. Pull those out. Yeah, no, get rid of those. Yeah, safety measures. Shoelaces too. Shoelaces, please. Yeah. Do okay. any of you do any of you ever remember a candidate speaking on election day other than to make a concession this early, like Biden just did? I don't recall. No, but I think his speech was kind of okay. From the perspective of he was just saying, look, it's an extenuating circumstance. It's going to take a while. Everybody chill out. It'll be interesting to see what Trump's speech is, like the content of that, which apparently is coming tonight. So it should be relatively soon. I I think he was trying to speak before uh, Trump made a speech, too. Uh, I see. I I think he's anticipating Trump to uh, 
prematurely declare victory and he wanted to kind of get in yeah, front that's, of the that's a, I that's think a good you're point. right. That makes sense. That's a good point. I'll, I'll say, I will say, even as a, a, a Republican, I don't see anything wrong with that speech. It, it, it's a weird year. Yeah. Uh, the election is no. Not I wasn't scary. criticizing. It's just odd. I'm, I'm just stating. I'm just stating. Even odd. I don't. Have, even I don't have an issue with him making that speech, even though it's unusual. I think it's right. fine. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a little break here, uh, and and you guys uh, ha- have a ball, and uh, we'll see if anything. The good stuff always happens when I'm gone. So maybe when I disappear, yeah. there'll be a big change. So we will Alex. see. I'll be- be back in a little bit. Alex, how do you feel now with your uh, $40,000 in bets versus oh how you felt about two hours ago? Well, I don't feel confident at all. I, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I, I mean. But you have to feel better. Do you feel like you bet forty grand on a coin? Better than two hours ago, for sure, when it was, you know. Yeah, it's better than 90%. Daily said 90% Trump. Yeah, yeah, when I heard that, that was not that good. But uh, I was going to puke. I was going to puke. You want to run it three times? It's the biggest coin flip of my life right Gene, now. Gene Gluck, the next time we do something like this, you have to be a part of it. You're like, uh, you're an asset to us. Very, very. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, definitely. Gene you Gluck. Know, I've always been opinionated, and I always will have any opportunity to talk. That's just sure. who I am. A lot so, of people like it. Trust me. There was a guy in the chat. He doesn't like it. He wants his women quiet for sure. Wow. Who was that, Gene Gluck? I think his name was The Random or something, but I, huh. I you know, I eat assholes from him, like, for breakfast. Yeah. You eat assholes? For breakfast. Like him! Like him! Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's Come very on. different. That's, very, that's a very different kind of Cheerio, I'm just saying. I don't know. With these millennials nowadays, I think they like that. Oh, my God. You're wasn't funny. that a happy, wasn't a happy Gilmore line or no? What? I thought that was a happy Gilmore line. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it is a happy Gilmore line. But like I said, we didn't used to talk about that when I was. <laughs> yeah, me too. Now, now <laughs> you know, they'll do anything. <laughs> anything and everything. That's funny. What's the issue with that? So it really just comes down to these. So is it even, is it these three states? Is it Pennsylvania? What is it exactly? That it comes down to, once well, again. I, I mean, unless okay, something for Trump. Can... What what does Trump need to happen to win? Trump obviously needs well, to... three still, right? He, he needs okay. There's three states: Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. Trump needs to win two of them. It can be any two. Biden right. needs to win two of them. It can be any combination. Right, but Biden said Georgia's back in play now. Yeah, so, I mean that's what he's that saying. That kind of just wishful. I, I think so. I mean, just based on what the betting markets are doing, but okay. I mean, it's so, possible something changes, but I'm not really seeing that. So I saw that Brett Ritchie tweeted that Trump was plus 140 on Betfair, although I'm still seeing him minus 140 on Bet Online. How could it be such a big discrepancy? I, I mean, that's a, I don't understand. Okay. Do we still have Daly on the line? Daly's here. Why don't, is he daily? Are you with us? He muted himself. He muted himself. Oh, you know we do have Matos. We're connecting him right now. Matos is I'm, I'm back on. Sorry, I was on Twitter. No, no problem, Daily. As long as you're with us, stay with us, buddy. We might need you. Uh, okay, we have Matos, PFA member, friend of mine from the East Coast. I think the great state of New Jersey. Matos, welcome to the PFA Election Night panel. You're on the air. Oh wait, it looks like Adi is still connecting. Oh. 
And did they did they announce legalized marijuana now in New Jersey? Is that what somebody said earlier? I'm not sure. Matos, are you with us? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. I actually have some uh, breaking news on this election. All right, uh, you're, are, you calling, are you you're calling from the great state of New Jersey? Correct. Yeah. Okay, what is your breaking news? Go well, ahead. For for PFA listeners, and I can uh, report with. 84% certainty that your dad voted for Trump. Even though you told your dad that Trump is racist, he doesn't pay taxes, and he mishandled COVID, your dad replied that rappers like him, he wants to pay less taxes, and he hasn't died of COVID. At press time, your dad said, if Biden did win, you would also have to move out of your basement, just like Biden. And for those saying their dad did in fact die of COVID, I have reports that they voted from heaven or hell. And those votes count double. So that's the breaking news. Funny. Funny. Uh, Matos, thank you for coming on the panel. You have about, uh, what, are, what are we at? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of us. And, uh, well, I guess first of all, tell us about your day. Did you vote today? Uh, how was your voting experience? How are things in your neck of the wood? Are things tense? What's the general just feel, you know, going out and about today? Uh, uh, I walked t- outside. Seems. Stuff seems calm out here, but I'm pretty calm out here. Um, I voted by mail, so who knows if my vote counts, but it really doesn't matter anyway for any of the races that I voted on. Well, New Jersey uh, is already done. I mean, they, you know, it isn't wasn't really even in play, was it? No. Yeah. Does Daily or anybody have access to uh, what the line is in Georgia? All of the localized markets have long since been pulled at this point. It's only the national, the general. I mean, it's so, it's so obnoxious that Predict It is down right now because that's like the one place where you get it. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I, I so, so, Daly, tell us right now, you're a betting man, you're, you're smart. Where would your money go right now if you had to bet on the outcome of this? Where do you put your, your hard-earned dollars? Uh, I've been crushing the data so much. I don't even know what the answer is, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not liking what I'm seeing in Pennsylvania, right? Because right now Trump's up 700,000 votes and that's about what he'll pick up. Assuming, you know, the absentee balances that we talked earlier. So it's, it's written. Pennsylvania is a dead heat. I think Michigan. Not 700,000, 670. Okay. I was using round numbers. Um, because I think it was, it's six sixty is about what you'd think that Biden would pick up there. So okay. it's within the, the the. What I'm saying is is that it's it's a dead heat there. Michigan, I, I think if you had to really handicap it, and you know what we've been reading, you know about the absentee ballots apply there, I would say Biden is probably an overwhelming favorite in Michigan. Wisconsin, it's hard to say. Because I know they've been counting ballots and they've been including them in their totals, but it's wait. I haven't been. Biden is an overwhelming favorite in Michigan, even even with a three hundred thousand vote lead for Trump. I I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I'm just asking. All right. Well, I mean, there's there's still two million votes to be counted in Michigan, and they're rolling in at a two at least a two to one favorite in in you know for Biden. Okay. So that's about six hundred to seven hundred thousand votes incrementally sure. it's going to go to Biden. So explain this to me again. All these other states that had to write in ballots that where people could vote days, mm-hmm. week, 
before, two weeks before. Why is it that it's Pennsylvania that we're waiting on? Meaning like Florida, Georgia. Why are we going to know the results for those states tonight, but yet Pennsylvania is so different? If you're asking me, I have no idea. It's just it's okay. you know, each state has their own laws as to how. Okay, well, then Alex, why is it Pennsylvania we're waiting on, and they're saying it could be days when no other state will would be that long? I, I can't tell you the reason why Pennsylvania does it this way, but uh, the way the law works in Pennsylvania is when they receive mail-in ballots, they can't open those ballots or do anything with them until all the polls close. Yeah, like Florida. 8 p.m. at local time. That's right, why. Right. In Florida, when they get the ballot, yeah. they can start processing it right away. So when polls close, you get the results immediately. Here, they're just starting counting, and it takes a while to process all those ballots. So is Pennsylvania the only state that has that process that you know of? Well, no. I, and also in Pennsylvania, you have to keep in mind that not all the ballots have arrived yet. You're going to have ballots that arrived over the next three days that are postmarked today or, or postmarked by today, but they can arrive several days after the election in Florida. That's not the case. If a ballot arrives tomorrow, it just goes in the trash. It doesn't count. It has to arrive by election day. It's just a difference in the laws for how they, you know, I always, and we do this every four years. I still feel at some point there should just be a uniform standard. It's just kind of silly that they're They can because each state makes their own. Yeah, I know. That's why. Oh, but this breaking news, you know that po- that um, um, tweet Trump did? It got flagged by Twitter. <laughs> Nobody can like it or retweet ah. it. <laughs> Which, it. Oh, my God. Where it says, really? we're up big and they're trying to steal the election. It says, some are all content shared in the state. Disputed and might be misleading. <laughs> I, I have a bit of a Georgia update. It, it looks like I was wrong. Georgia is not a done deal. It's no, true. it was 100K, I thought. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's trading at 60% on predicted. So, and Doug Polk was just acting, asking on, on Twitter for someone to bet against him. He wants Georgia. So that was an hour ago. Though. He wants Georgia for Biden? Yeah. Oh, wow. An hour ago. You, you at, at what odds? Uh, he didn't post it. I think he wanted to see if he could get anybody to uh, bet him. Yeah. Step back, Pio. Step back, Alex. Step back. Oh. Don't, jump, don't jump in there and take it, man. He said, what odds, what odds can I get Biden to win? And Jay Farber said, plus 150, probably five to one, Mike McDonald said. And yet Trump is still now at minus 150 on Bet Online. I just don't get it. I don't understand how these odds work. I don't even like looking at those. You guys just totally confused me. Daily was like 90%, and then now it's not. And so I just like had anxiety for no reason. Oh, Gene Gluck, I'm sorry. You should still have anxiety because it's a Bitcoin flip. <laughs> exactly. I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm so, beer. so most likely scenario, when do we have any kind of definitive answer on any of this, guys? What do you all think? When I mean, when we're not going to know going to bed tonight, will we know tomorrow by midday? Will it be days? Will it, could it be weeks? I mean, wh- when would we actually know? I think whenever it gets out of court, to be honest with you. Yeah, it could be. I think that December 8th date's a possibility for sure. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, as far as the uh, tally, I think we'll know tomorrow night. Hmm. Now, whether or not that tally holds up or not is a whole right. different story. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yep. What Does anyone know the rule in Pennsylvania in terms of what triggers an automatic recount? Because some states are different in what... A, a candidate can ask for one versus what is an automatic 
in terms of the state law. Does it, well, I guess I could look it up. I thought maybe somebody might know. But I guess, oh, you know, yeah. Pennsylvania really looks like it's going to be a dead heat. He's now uh, – where are we at? He's – yeah, not even 700,000. And then with... – I stopped looking at it because there's yeah. five million votes. Oh, in Pennsylvania, there's an automatic recount when it's within a half a percent. Okay. Oh. Total vote. All right. So that's that's likely going to be triggered. Joe Biden said it's not his place or Donald Trump's place to declare a winner tonight. Hey, um, I have to sign off, everybody. New Jersey, congratulations on your recreational marijuana. (laughs) Great to see you. I want to catch up, too. I've been meaning to just have a catch-up talk. Oh, Brandon. We got a we got a first round pick. I'm gonna try to look, but I'm just. What do you mean first round pick? You mean for the a waiver? Yeah, we have a waiver on one of the teams. Okay, I'll try to look, but I did something right. anyway. So hold on, Trader Ruski, who connected this? Yeah. Who connected I our did. panel? I just leave everything going in my office. Okay, you're right? you're going to so you're going to bed I now. To, I don't want to transfer the host because it could kill the YouTube. Right, okay. so I'll just leave it as it is. You guys are all co-hosts. All right, buddy. Okay. Well, Trader Ruski gets up very early in the morning for his company. Me He's too, a... Trader Ruski. I'm out too, Brandon. Are you leaving, Gene Gluck? Yeah, I'm, I go to sleep at 10 p.m. <laughs> Gene Gluck, now that because of the virus, what do you do? All, you don't play poker live, so what are you doing right now during like all day? Oh, I, I have actually two real jobs. Um, I what do you do? Wholesale carpet company. For oh wow. A huge uh, real estate. And this is how I knew Trump could lose because my uh-huh. boss is a billionaire Orthodox Jew. And he told me at lunch three weeks ago that he was voting for Biden. Who is this? Um, who's it? Who is no, it? who did you say is an Orthodox, a billionaire? My, my boss. Well, he, oh, he, wow. Yeah, he owns about um, 73 high-rise buildings across the country. Oh, wow. Okay. I do carpet for him. And then I also do high-rise window washing for him. So I have a lot of jobs since I got divorced, and then I do poker. So Nice. And I was lucky to play in, like, a lot of really good high-limit, no-limit games. And you're not – but you're not playing online now during this pandemic. You're I just – hate online. Really? I, like, hate it. Like, I – even back then and when it was really good in 2004 or 5, I hated it. I like the social aspect of uh, poker. Sure. So I'm not a I'm not a robot, you know, like those kids are robots now. That's not me. That's what they say. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not it. Yeah. Well, Gene Gluck, I must say it's been an absolute treat having you on. And when we do Thanks another one of these me. things in a couple of years, would you maybe come back on with us? Sure, just just anytime DM me. I'm I'm available. I stay I, I stay home most of the time. I get to work from home and stuff, so I'm very lucky. Well that's great. And you mentioned you're coming to Vegas next week? Yep, I'm coming to Vegas. I'll be playing at the Bellagio with gonna try the mask on. We'll see. Mm. A couple of my friends, Ronnie Barda, with other people that play like um Limit Hold'em. I'm gonna meet them out there and hopefully we can win some money. Nice. What are you gonna do about the COVID on those chips though? Uh remember, I still have antibodies. So hmm. you know, my main concern isn't for myself, is you know, I don't wanna give it to someone else, so oh. I just checked, and I still have antibodies, so I'm all good. Uh, I know you talked about this earlier, real fast before you do go. 
Were your symptoms, did you say they were pretty mild for the most part? Yeah, I, uh, I, I was very lucky. I got uh, very, very mild symptoms. Just the loss of taste and smell, people don't understand. That's really brutal. <laughs> like, you can't eat, nothing tastes good to you. It's just, it's like really like the best diet you could ever be on. So I mean, you're just eating just because you have to sustain yourself? Yeah, but cool. it's just, that's it. Yeah. I think I had eggs, which tasted, ter- onions tasted really good to me, and water. So if you give me onions and water, I was, I was happy. <laughs> and how long, how long did that last for? Two weeks. Oh, wow. Weeks. Yeah. So, so like I said, I was very lucky, but I never smoked or anything like that. So it's usually people who have, um, you know. Underlying conditions or, of, yeah. yeah. What about, did your kids uh, contract it as well or no? Um, so I didn't have them, but my daughter had gotten it a month before. I hadn't seen her for a month. So I, it went on like I didn't see my kids for like seven weeks because oh wow, she had it and she had zero symptoms. Um, a dad from her school when they were last day of school was in the car with her for five minutes and she got it. It was just crazy. Wow. Hmm. But but like I said, going to Vegas should be fun. Guys, well, maybe I'll meet you at the Blasio and say hi. Yeah, I'm 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 on Twitter now. Pandemic. This is really fun. Twitter. I don't know why I didn't get on um, earlier. All these years before, I was too busy being a mom. I guess. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's commendable. Nope. Absolutely. But I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I would have been alone, miserable, and anxious, and I got to Aww. and talk to you people. So it was great. nice. Well, good time. And now you are miserable and anxious with a bunch of people, right? <laughs> No, no, no. I got like I got a little anxiety out arguing with Todd, which was great. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, that's that's funny. Well, that's then you know what? That's almost like that's almost like an initiation, right? Exactly. Like a rite of passage. Yeah. Argue. Now, have you played with Todd in person? Yes, many times. I think many times. I think so. Okay. And you were saying that he was hitting on you all the time, right? No, Todd never hit on me. Nope. What? Be honest, and he's not here, but just tell us because we love busting his balls. What's your impression of his game? Be honest. You gotta be Ooh, honest. Todd. Todd was a good limit holding player. He definitely was. You know, the thing is, is that I was probably I I'm I was not probably I was worse than him for sure. But um, I think because you know I don't know, I knew the players, which information is a lot in limit holding, and people get emotional. So you know. Anyway, yeah, Todd was Todd was a good limit holding player from what I remember. Dave Baker, on the other hand, no, I'm just kidding. You're funny. <laughs> He's my buddy, though. Anyway, um, yeah, it was. I hope Alex, you don't win. You don't lose your 40k. Aww. Thank you, Gene. Nice I'll you be rooting for you. Yeah, I enjoyed having you on the panel. Thanks, guys. Time. Have a all good right, night, Gene. Have a great night, and uh, we'll we'll all be in touch soon. Okay. All right. Pleasure all right. to night. What? Like who's saying, Colin? What? Just Kalawat, whatever. Pleasure to meet you is all I'm saying. All right. You too. Good night. And folks, that was Ching Gluck. <laughs> Definitely uh, get her on again. Yeah, great, great. Uh, okay, so Matos, uh, come back on here. You got to do your part here in the panel because I know it's, geez, it's one in the morning there, Kalawat, huh? You getting tired or are you fading? I'm fading. I'm waiting until Druff gets back and then I'm out of here. Uh, okay. Um. So, I'm glad you brought that up because we do have to decide here, Alex. Yeah. At what point do we pull the plug on this show? It's getting late right. for you guys on the East Coast, also in Chicago. And if we're likely not going to find out anything tonight, we may just have to 
call it a night at some point, huh? It's good about Trump's speech that in theory is coming up. I don't know if you want to be here for that or... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We should, we should wait for Trump to maybe... Has he tweeted uh, or is there any estimation of when that is going to be? Let me check. Okay, thank you. Right, hold on. And again, thank you all that have listened. I mean, I'm pretty impressed. The number of viewers on YouTube and those that have been listening live, uh, it's been pretty steady. So you guys are great for being around here. All right. I, Badly's I am... been in with us. I see Bootsy Collins, Abel Bootsy, Jeff Hall, Matt Moyers, who's Doom. You guys have really, really been loyal here for seven hours. Some of you have been here with us. Thanks the only thing that is on there, Drexel, is um, I'll be making a statement tonight, a big win, and that was a half hour ago. That's it. Okay. Nothing else. Yeah. But if he says he's making it tonight, I mean, what, that should be within the next hour and 45 minutes? Probably. I guess. It's one, o- it's one o'clock on the East Coast there for him. Where is he? Is that where he is? He's, he's on D- the East Coast, yeah. He is, okay. Is he, he a D- – do we just – was it – My, my understanding is – my understanding was that he's actually at the White House. Okay. I am currently very confused. Um, yeah, talk to us, Billy. Just got a, a tweet from the Action Network, uh, fairly reputable, you know, uh, gambling website. Talks about odds. Uh, Darren Rovell had uh, retweeted it. And it said, you know, here here's the breakdown of the, the five states that are still kind of up for grabs. And it talks about, you know, Georgia being, you know, favored for Trump at minus 200. It talks about Nevada, uh, you know, surprisingly being potentially open. But it's, you know, Biden is a minus 300 favorite. OK, fair enough. And then it gets into Pennsylvania. And it says, right now, current odds, um, and I have no idea where he's pulling these, it says Trump is minus 250 compared to Biden at plus 175. And it, But he does go on to say it's important to note that Pennsylvania counts their mail-in votes last and, and blah, blah, blah. But you know, the current odds that he sees is minus 250. But then he goes to Michigan and he says, Michigan, Biden is a minus 150 favorite compared to Trump at plus 110. And then he talks about Wisconsin. He says Wisconsin Biden is currently a minus one fifty favorite. So if 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 this is true, and we're kind of leaving aside Georgia for Trump and uh, Nevada for Biden, and right now Biden is a favorite in Michigan at minus one fifty, and Wisconsin at one fifty, and if he wins those two, he wins the election. How the hell is Biden not the favorite? Yeah, to me that's very confusing. I would think if he's the favorite in Wisconsin, he should be a favorite. Right. Or, I mean, huh. at least very close to, you know, 50-50. It looks like they're calling Texas for Trump. Yep, uh, Fox News already did. Here's something interesting. A longtime PFA, Donkdown, NWP member, Granada, or Grenada Roger, wrote in uh, the thread on PFA, Brandon asked a history question. Has a candidate made a statement like Biden just did, speaking without conceding or claiming victory? And he stated, yes, Richard Nixon in 1960 came on television and refused to admit defeat, claiming he still believed he could win, which he didn't. Then he wrote, Brandon earlier asked if the Electoral College was ever tied. Yes, in 1800 and 1824, it deadlocked. 
1800, Jefferson and Burr were tied as electors were allowed to vote for two men, and the same electors voted for each of these two men. In 1824, due to the 12th Amendment, electors could only cast one vote for president, and the vote was split four ways, with no one having a majority. So Andrew Jackson and Henry Clay formed a coalition to make a majority of states elect Jackson president with Clay as vice president. Pretty interesting. I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of that. Okay, so where we stand now, there's one. Are you guys seeing, I guess, what, six states that have yet to be called? Is that is that accurate? That's what Fox News is showing. Are you guys seeing the same thing? You guys there? Anyone there? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing more s- not called on the New York Times site, but... I'm sorry, you say, okay, so on Fox News, I'm seeing Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia are the six states that aren't called. What am I missing? Um, I don't know that that's incorrect, but I can tell you, at least on the New York Times site, it's um, Alaska, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Georgia, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Maine. They just haven't called them yet, but that doesn't, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. So I'm seeing two thirty-eight to two thirteen. So, was Minnesota called? Minnesota was called for uh, Biden. Yeah, he's Biden. leading. Uh, he's according to the latest, it's three hundred thousand votes in Biden's favor. Ninety percent of uh, votes are in. Okay, that was my biggest bet personally. So that's that's awesome. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you then. Yep. For the popular vote. Uh, no, so Minnesota. Um, oh, okay. Toro. I mean, I, I laid like three twenty, so it wasn't a cheap bet, but I felt pretty good about it, considering that you know Nixon was the last Republican president to be voted by uh, <laughs> Minnesota. So I didn't think Trump was going to be able to pull it out. I thought that was odds worth laying. So, if Trump, or I'm sorry, if Biden would have won Florida, this election's over now, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. It seems that way. Hmm. So 16, 26, 46. I'm still trying to figure out if he wins Georgia and North Carolina, that would give him 244. 264. So he doesn't need the, okay. Still, no matter how you look at it, it's still going to be two or three, two out of three, basically, with Pennsylvania. Well, or two out of four. Yeah, yeah, or two out of four. Mm. Yeah. Well, if anybody does see, and by the way, I, you know, I don't know how accurate these numbers are on uh, the site I'm using, which again is Fox News. Biden has just jumped ahead of Trump in the popular vote for the first time since I've been looking at least at these numbers. Trump has been ahead the whole day, and now. It's showing Biden with 64,100,000 votes versus Trump with about 62,300,000 votes. But still a lot of votes to be tallied, but still. It's amazing how equal this is. Like It really just tells you how split this country is. It's literally like it's in with, within one percentage point of each other of just being a statistical tie. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I bet the popular vote too, so... That would be a big one to lose because I laid like minus seven fifty. Oh no! Oh wow! 
well, I think you're going to win that one. It's not yeah. going to be as comfortable as you probably th- would have liked, obviously, but you got yeah, about a two million. You have a two million vote lead now, and I don't think he's oh, going to yeah, give that up. Well, um, so Alex, what do you guys think here, Matos? Everyone, I mean, nothing's going to be decided tonight. At what point do we decide to pull the plug here? Do you want to wait like another fifteen minutes for Trump? Because I know we've all had a real long day, and you know what? I don't mind even getting on here tomorrow if 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 anything's interesting, and we could do this again for a little bit until this ends. If if you know tomorrow things are going to continue on the same lines, um, but uh, I don't know what more of a service we can provide without just you know repeating uh you know the same things over and over. What do you guys think? I have a question on one bet that I know I think uh, Alex recommended was the Florida to be called before midnight. Or if you call it today, does that – what was the status on that? It missed by, like, 39 minutes. Uh, it got, yeah, I got called at 1239. Hmm. Matos, do you have any action on anything today? No, I haven't placed any bet besides poker since March, so no, zero action. And how's, uh, how's poker going? I mean, I know the answers to some of this, but, you know, others don't. So tell us about poker lately with you. Uh, I mean, I've been playing online a lot on the uh, WSOP.com. And, fail uh, site. It is a fail site. <laughs> There's some real weird stuff that always goes on with that site. Like, for example, split pots. If you're playing a split pot game, I don't know if you've seen this, Brandon, when you've played on there, but when you get to the river and you bet and no one calls you and you have a hand that would win both, it does this animation where it has both the pots dragged to you, like half and half. So yeah. saying, oh, you had a half, you had a low hand, which is like, why would you yeah, give extra right. information to people? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, oh. no, it hasn't gone great, but I think I'm doing doing good again. So probably winning soon. Um, online poker is weird. I, I don't fully trust it, but I think at least WSOP.com runs a fair game. And speaking of that, we can I can uh, announce my contest that's on Poker Fraud Alert. Please, absolutely. Do yes, it. so um, I know people have a lot of action on the Doug Polk and uh, Daniel Negreanu, and I guess I'd like Druff to comment in on maybe some of the seriously serious stuff, and Doug Polk is a 4-1 to one favorite, but I was thinking, well, more interesting than that, like 4-1 to one favorite, that's boring, what's the line of money that's going to be won? So I put a contest up where you can guess how much money uh, either Polk or Negreanu will win, and uh, you can win, I think, $32 of my free roll money on there. Wow. On Poker Fraud Alert. There's a thread right now, correct? Yep. Oh, very, very nice. What do, what do you all think? Who's going to win? How much will the line be set? I, I still got it. I mean, I think Polk is going to win. I think that at 4-1, to one, you know, I don't think Negrana's a 4-1 to one dog, but uh, I think Polk. I mean, he has to be. He was the number one heads-up player in the world four years ago. Um by all accounts, he's you know I don't you know I, I I've never played a lot of heads up poker. So you all tell me what you think. Can someone literally be the best? I mean, you think about what that means. The best heads up player in the world, not just not to, you know just this country or you know the, the entire world. He was recognized as the best online heads up player. Could he slip in three years that much that he could lose to someone who never even really played a lot of heads up? What do you guys think? Somebody? Anybody? Alex? I mean, the only thing I would say about heads-up play is that the variance is high enough that it's certainly possible. 
You know what I mean? And I, I, yeah. at, at four to one, I, I don't I don't like it at all because even if you are the best in the world, your edge against someone else I don't think is that big, especially someone especially at heads up play. I mean, I just I don't see it. You know? Yeah, you know that's that's actually why I'm back here. That's the, that's the only reason I bet that was exactly what you just said. That uh, um, Negreanu is obviously not a fish, so um, you know, e- even if Doug is better at heads up no limit, which I'm pretty sure he is, uh, that I thought it, it, I got four point two five to one with someone. Yeah, you can't say no to that because he isn't that much of a dog. Now, yeah. now I I actually. I talked to Seriously Serious, who told me some things, which he said not to reveal, so I won't reveal them, that made me feel a little bit worse about my bet, even knowing that he's biased and he's worked for Doug and friends with Doug. So, like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm just going to stop here. So I only have a kind of a nominal bet. I have a, I'm only exposed $500 on that, and, uh, and I'll win tw- twenty one twenty five. It's with one guy, some, a guy from Commerce who actually listens to the show now. So, uh, anyway... Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree, I agree Druff. Even you are not. I mean, you're only what, like a ten to one dog. So, I mean, he. How bad could he be, right? You know. <laughs> well, um, the thing is, it, it doesn't matter how many hands. So, twenty five thousand hands is a lot, and eventually that that starts to smooth out. But, but still, it, it's again, we're not taking Paul against some fish. He's it's against Agrana, who who has adapted pretty well over the years to uh, to the changing styles of poker play. He's not even some guy who was winning in nineteen ninety five, but but can't keep up anymore. So, um, so I, I think that at 4.25 to one, I, I don't, I don't, I really liked it at one point. Now I'm kind of like, okay, like whatever. Like I didn't want to take more, but I was, uh, I was fine having the 500 on it. And uh, especially since the upside's over 2k. So why not? So Jake, so, if you're setting a line on this, what would you, with the money line, what would it be? Would it be, uh, well, I, see, I thought it was going to, I thought less than, than plus 425, which is what I got, which is why I was offering the bets out there. Um, then upon getting told some things by Sirius and Sirius, I, I thought, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe that kind of is the accurate line around plus 425. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying an even line for money one, like in, in terms of my. Oh, I, I don't even know. I can't, no. that's, I, I, it's hard to estimate. And especially because I don't play heads up no limits, so I don't even, know the swings all that well like if two good players are playing that that level for twenty five thousand hands it's kind of hard to figure that out if, if you don't play it and I, I don't play heads up no limit so i don't know i i, I thought i felt it was easier just to take who's gonna win and uh, that, i wouldn't guess on what you could expect Doug to win so if i if i could uh druff jay searles in the chat is saying is there any discussion or thoughts on the senate because right now it's forty six forty six, which is kind of well, a big deal. It is a very big deal. Uh, I, I have uh, I have was one of my few bets in this election. I, I had it on uh, on Danes, who looks like he's going to win in Montana. Uh, but uh, um, I, which are the ones that are up in the air at the moment? Is Danes considered one of them? I think he's going to he's he's doing pretty well. I don't know which ones are left. Let me take a look real quick. Right now, Danes for he's up. I've been watching. That Twitter really, Twitter placed a disputed label on that tweet. That's what they call it, a disputed label. And then Twitter wrote below Trump's tweet, some or all of the content shared in this tweet is disputed. It might be misleading about how to participate in an election or another civic process. I mean, it's ridiculous. They've got to stop. That is ridiculous. They've got to stop this. They... 
that's and they look bad. Like most people don't like this. There, there's some on the left who go, "Ah, oh, it's funny. Look what they're doing to Trump here." But you know, like most, this is not the role of these social media sites to to be the arbiters of what they think is truth and not truth. And that's that goes against the whole uh, concept of of open social media and open discussion. Because the problem is, some people say, "Well, why not have the truth label?" Well, because the truth is subjective often. And what is accurate is subjective. And uh, I even, I, I made an example on, on the radio show that if you can make a, a statement where of seven different things that you claim are fact, or just, you know, seven different things, six of them can be false. One can be true. And yet it should be judged a true statement because the one thing that was true is the really important thing. The other six are trivial. So like, if I say, you know, I got up at, I, I got up at eight thirty today and I really got up at eight forty five today. And it's part of my story. Well, that that's not true, but it shouldn't be fact checked because it's, it's, it's trivial. So that's why it's not a trivial matter overall to say what's true, what's false, and it's just not their place. They should just uh, one thing. There's not a shortage of is people commenting on social media. So if Trump says something stupid that isn't true, then there will be a ton of responses saying no, you're wrong, no, this isn't true. People can make up their own minds. It's so stupid that they should be. Uh, putting warnings, especially from the president. I mean, that's just insane. I can't believe they're doing this. I've got the map up. I'm sharing it now. I don't know if you guys can see it. Um, so this is where we're at. <clears throat> and this is apparently the projection is 49 <laughs> seats for the Democrats so far and 46 for the Republicans. Um, and, yeah, it looks like one of the seats that is open. You said Montana. Is this the one? Yeah, he's going to win. I yeah. think he's going to win. He's, got, he's up by six points. Uh, it was thought going into the election that he was in very good shape, yeah. and uh, and Montana goes heavily for Trump. You know, went heavily for Trump here. So it, it's it's a uh, that one. I'd be very surprised if if it loses. I've been checking that one because I bet on it. But uh, the ones that are still up in the air, they're Montana, I uh, sorry, Indiana, Georgia, and Maine are the ones that are still kind of up in the air. But this is what it's looking like, which is kind of. Well, let's look, let's look at the rest of them. So, uh, so you said, so it's Iowa, Georgia, Montana. I said the Republicans are going to win. Let's check yep. it. Check it. I'm going to check out Iowa. Let's see. Iowa Senate race. I'll, I'll give you an idea. Joni Ernst yeah, uh, versus Teresa Greenfield. Yeah. And then we've got for Georgia, I think there are two actually. Joni Arts has got it. She 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 won by by like it's already been called. So oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So so let's look at Maine Senate race. That's two two more for the Republicans. Yeah. Um, so that Maine is the Susan Collins one who yep. right, right now is way ahead, but I don't know about the it's eighty two percent reporting. So maybe like maybe it's coming from areas of Maine that are uh, mm. Democratic leaning. So I. That one's not called yet, but it's looking good for Collins at the moment. And uh, there was some talk about Collins losing, which I don't know. I've, she's been there for a long time. I was surprised that uh, I know they were saying, oh, you know, when it comes down to it, she backed the Republicans. But whenever you hear about two about two Republican senators who are um, going against the party lines, it's always Collins and Murkowski. It's always those two. So whenever I hear it's two senators, I know who it is. So she she's really one of the most liberal Republican senators. And I was like, so why is she going to lose now? I, I, I wasn't understanding it, but I don't know enough about Maine and the politics there to really, uh, I didn't bet on it. I just didn't understand it well enough of why they thought she was in as much jeopardy as that was being said. And I know that some of the polls were against her, but 
I don't know. I, I thought the whole thing was weird, but it looks like right now she said, so what's the last one? Georgia. So Montana or Georgia. Georgia Senate. Georgia Senate race. That is the one. That's not coming up. Oh, it's, yeah. Purdue and Ossoff. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, Purdue is, sure. is he's winning by a lot. So all four of those might go to the uh, Republicans. So let me all ask you something. We're, we're winding this down. Um, you know, we're on the East Coast. I know Kalawat's tired. Alex we're is tired. I'm actually uh, out of here. <laughs> yeah. So right now, Todd, if you have to predict whether it's 24 hours, 72 hours, a week, a month, what will be, in your opinion, the final outcome of this when all is said and done? Ooh. I know. Um, it's tough. That's why you're going first, buddy. Well, it depends what you mean by outcome. If you mean, well, who will be the president, the next president? Well, okay. So see, this is the thing. It can be like where it can be a, a result is there, and then the other side challenges it and it drags. But when on. all okay, there will be a president at some point that will take office in January, January two thousand twenty-one. Who's in the White House? Yeah, oh, you're asking me who's going to win. Not, yes, not how right, right. Yes, okay. that's what I mean. I thought you were asking me how no, long. No, no, I don't right. mean the outcome of like who's going to do what. A lot. Who will eventually be in the White House? In in ninety days, I, I I think it's going to be Trump, but I'm not all that. Uh, that's not, that's not a, It's just who do you? If you had to bet your money, who do I, you, I would I would bet Trump right now. Okay, Calawat, what? Do you, same question. When all is said and done, how do you see the likely outcome of this being? It's so close, to be honest with you. Like I would hate to pick, but you have to. Pick. I mean, I get. I, I know I got to pick. So I mean, I guess I guess I'll pick Biden, but I really think it's a toss up. I okay. really do. Matos, same question, sir. So I think uh, I'm going to go Trump. I think he's going to win. Okay, and why? What do you see that this work? Can you give us? I think he's ahead. He's ahead okay. currently. Um, Republicans are going to do all they can to stop those mail-in votes from being counted. They're going to do a bunch of challenges, and they have the Supreme Court to lock it up because that's what it's going to come down to. Oh God! All right, uh, Daly, can you unmute yourself? Because we're going off the air pretty soon. Daly, same question. All said and done, sir. Uh, how do you see this playing out? Uh, I think we're going to wait till tomorrow afternoon, late in the day. I think we're going to have a Biden win in Wisconsin and Michigan. I think we'll have a court battle for every bit of the following four weeks, and God only knows how that's going to go. Mm. Fair enough. And uh, last, because I'm going to assume the Greek the is – Long passed out. Alex, and I, I know you have money. I know what you want, but that question isn't what do you want. The question is, Alex, what do you feel the realistic outcome is going to be? Well, the truth is I really I, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I would tend to just go with Bailey and say that, uh, you know, if he's favored to win Wisconsin and Michigan, then I think Biden might be a small favorite. But I, I think it's very, very close, and I, I really don't know. But, you know. You have to pick. Yeah, an outcome. You think? I'm, I'm not going to go against myself, so I would go with Biden. Okay. Do, the last question, and then I think I'm done. Uh, for the whole panel that's left, do any of you see any outcome that does not involve getting relief from uh, a court, the courts, whether it's federal, state, whatever? To, obviously, it'll, it'll be federal in the long run. But any of you see an outcome that doesn't involve the court? I mean, at least from what I'm seeing now, it looks too close that it's not going to be disputed and it's not going to go to court. And we've already got Trump tweeting about a stolen election. I don't see any way it doesn't go to court in some way or another. 
Druff, same question. There's a good chance going to go to court, but uh, if if Trump manages to take uh, Pennsylvania and manages to take, um, you know, if he take two, Pennsylvania and and one of these those northern states, which is what, basically what he needs, that are that are Pennsylvania and Nevada, but Nevada's he's already fallen behind. I see. Uh, then Biden may not take him to court because uh, Trump's objection to Pennsylvania is the counting of the votes after it uh, they came in. And Biden, Biden never objected to that. That was something Biden supported. So could Biden decide to be a sore loser and, and dispute it anyway or find some other reason like claiming voter suppression in Georgia? Yeah, he could. But it's also possible that if Trump wins those two that Biden will uh, – uh, concede, but wait a little bit to make sure everything really comes in fully since it's very close. That's that, that's pretty much the only way to say it's at a court. If Trump loses Pennsylvania, then it goes to court. And I think if Trump loses at all, it probably goes to court because then he'll claim uh, Arizona, he got screwed in some way. Probably with, maybe he'll say it's illegal immigrants or something like that. All right. Uh, and Matto, same question. Sorry, I already said it was going to go to court. So Okay. Alex? Um... Well, there's a market on predicted for will either candidate concede within two weeks of the election. Unfortunately, I can't. Uh, Bring it up. <laughs> I'm trying to. You know, to see. I'm sure it's trading very low. Okay. Um, and I, you know, while you're looking that up, let me just say, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to influence anything either way. Obviously, not that I could, but I just went back for the first time in maybe 20 minutes, and I looked on Bet Online just to give me a gauge of, of what betters are thinking. And Trump now, after being idle at around uh, minus 120, minus one, as low as minus 115, but somewhere in that, that range, the low 100s, for about an hour and a half now, he's now bumped all the way up to minus 165, which is up now one, minus 166, which is the highest he's been in, in a good hour and a half, maybe two hours. Why is that? What yeah, is that's ha- a good question. That's a good question. In fact, I just wanted to go look at Bovada because Bovada – was uh, putting Trump as more of a favorite. Basically, if, if you're going to use either of these sites to bet, you should you should bet on uh, on you should bet on Biden on uh, Bovada and uh, and Trump on Bet Online. But yeah, Bet Online is now ni- minus one eighty is what I'm seeing. Yep, I'm saying it, it it's minus it's minus two ten for Trump on on Bovada. Wow. So I don't know if that means anything. So what? But what? Okay, and again, we've been asking this all night. What are they basing this on? I don't see any way we're Trump is a two to one favorite here, or betting. Favorite. I don't either. I don't, I don't know. It's I, I don't understand okay. it either. But uh, just how the money is coming in, isn't it? Or am I misunderstanding? It, it, could, be. it could be. It, it depends on what. As I said, with with, this, with these books, sometimes they will adjust the line based upon uh, just to keep themselves evenly exposed on both sides, so they they they're guaranteed to make the juice. Especially here, the juice is high. If you take a look, it's very high juice. It's very high, of course. So, they're not going to so, lose regard. They're not going to lose regardless. Well, but it depends if they if they like one side, then they they could let it go lopsided without moving the line, or or they could just be saying we're we're going to keep it so we're, we we have a guaranteed good profit with it with this big juice. That, that may just be the. So it may just be betters who are irrational and we're betting funny ways. I mean, you got to remember on poker sites with sports books attached, uh, the sports betters are there are the fish in the poker game. So they may also be the fish in the, in the uh, election betting game. This is not like predictive, which is kind of a specialized thing where most people who go there ha- have an idea of what they're doing. Not all, but most. Gentlemen, I got a clock out. I'm dying here. But all right, that- well, listen, you know what? Let's all go together. Uh, Druff, I assume, did you have any final Comments you want because it's on the East Coast for Matos, for Calawat. Alex has yeah. to go. So, no, you know, no, let's so just I do this. 
Everyone, look, hold on. Let's all give our, you know, dailies on the East Coast. Let's all give our final thoughts and we'll sign off. Uh, Matos, final thoughts before we cut off. Um, well, I think it's a lot closer than most people thought. I went yesterday. I was thinking Trump was going to win today in the morning. I was thinking Biden's going to win now. Who knows? So it's yeah. definitely, uh, I think one thing I heard that made a lot of sense was just all these pollsters. They can't get to these. Uh, working class people in these flyover states because they don't want to talk on forever on the phone to a pollster. So I think the pollsters yeah. have just shown they're, they don't know what they're doing sure. once again. Good point. All right. Good night, Matos. Thank you for Good coming night. on. And again, Matos has a free roll for PFA members. You can find this thread if you're interested in potentially winning some free money on Poker Fraud Alert. And the name of the thread, Matos, is? Yeah, I think it's uh, Dean Eggs versus Polk. Uh, free contest. All right. Sounds good. Thank you again, brother, for coming on. Thank you, Matt. All right. Thank you. Good night, buddy. Good night. All right. Kalawat, final comments, my friend. And Kalawat, on a personal note, it's very good to work with you again, to have you on. We've done radio on and off for a number of years, but I've forgotten just how uh, much of, you know, just how you compliment any kind of show. So I've enjoyed (laughs) this. I'm glad. No, I'm serious. I'm glad you've been on. It's, It's been fun. So, anyhow, final words, Kalawat, please. That's me, man. I'm a Christmas tree ornament, you know? Just hang me whatever, and I'll, I'll brighten up the room. But, uh, no, here, here's what I think. I think social media is going to be complete fucking shit show for the next month or so. That's my prediction. Probably. Yeah. Bailey, thank you for everything. And, you know, of course, I, I was sincere when I said that I, I respect whether it's your sports handicapping, you know, your political handicapping and it's only busting your chops before with the, with the mistake with uh was it south carolina was that the state uh yeah i had a wrong state checked yeah, off that's why they didn't add together right no problem but anyhow your final thoughts please and again thank you for coming on here man i can't express uh how great your contributions were today you got away with oh, no, words and you're very fun. good sure this was fun uh no i think um i think we're heading down a shit show for the next few weeks is what we're, we're heading. I can't make heads or tails out of what I'm seeing in the market right now. Yeah. I think it should be even worse. I, 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 at this point, I think the wrong person might be favored uh, because I'm just, I'm looking into the future here and I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing absentee balances, uh, ballots that are going to total over the amount required to get Biden to win in Wisconsin and Michigan. And uh, now I'm also reading that, it seems as though Georgia has as many as 60,000 absentee ballots that were cast in Fulton County, uh, and they had a water pipe burst, wow. which means how, they sent everybody just, home. Excuse me. I'm looking now just how close that's gotten in Georgia. Holy crap. We're talking um, we're talking a little over 100,000 votes all of a sudden. And there's about 13% left, right? Uh, there's 7% left. Okay. It's all Atlanta. Wow! So he's going to lose Georgia. Uh, no, I, I don't know. You don't think so? Yikes! Wow, that got so close. Yeah. Um. So I'm oh, seeing a wow. big argument there. That's that's an entire sideshow to Wisconsin and Michigan. So uh, I think we're going to get a dusty finish. I really do. Um, and then it's going to be followed by a, a court battle. And, and let me just bring it up since I mentioned North or, or Georgia. North Carolina is within sixty thousand votes. How? I mean, it's fifty point one. Trump has fifty point one percent of the vote. So aren't yeah, these if if they end basically the way they are now? Aren't these going to trigger likely automatic recounts anyhow? 
I don't see how it wouldn't. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, listen again, Daly. Thank you. If if anything comes up tomorrow, where something's prevalent, where we feel like we can maybe you know offer service, entertain, talk about this stuff, we'll come back on here. And uh, again, Daly, you know I can't even say enough. Again, all the things you've done for PFA with the handicapping, you've made a lot of people a lot of money. I think I can speak for Todd as well when we say thank you just for all your contributions yes. over the years. Yeah, thank you. No problem, guys. Thanks. Had a great time tonight. All right. Uh, yeah, if we do this again, let me know. Sounds good. All right, stay Ciao. safe. All right, and our fearless leader, the owner of PFA, who was nice enough to let us stream through his site, Todd, uh, closing remarks. Floor is yours, okay. sir. So thank you to the two of you, you know, uh, Alex and uh, Brandon, for setting this whole thing up. And uh, for it was once, good, wasn't it? It was a success. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And for once, I didn't have to to put in the work to to get everything going. And uh, like it's it, it was nice actually to just be a co-host on the show rather than the uh, the one running it. So that that was nice for a change. And uh, uh, we got a lot of good people here uh, discussing a lot of good discussions. And 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 we even had a, an election with a lot of drama where we don't even know the conclusion as we leave. It, it, it would have been a less interesting show if, if like, it was a Biden blowout. I'm sure that uh, Alex would have preferred that. But uh, as far as the, the show, the, the quality of the show and the discussions we could have, that added a lot to the conversation, just the way it's been going. And uh, I think we do have a, a, a tough road ahead for the country of what's going to happen here and possible court battles. And, yeah, we can start getting – we can start remembering what happened 20 years ago because we may see it again. And uh, the for a lot of you, when you wake up in the morning, there may be some difference. For example, Wisconsin is, is counting ballots. So they, they we may have an answer about Wisconsin by the time you wake up in the morning. I'll be up to see it. They claim by 1 a.m. Pacific, they'll know, but we'll see. Maybe that won't be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that'll give us part of the answer, but then we've got Georgia, we've got North Carolina, we've got uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and you know what? I I I don't know if it will even matter, but Nevada's way too close to call. With sixty-seven percent of the vote in, Trump's only down by thirty thousand votes, so he'll likely lose that. But it's still a lot closer than people thought. I'm, yeah. I'm showing sixty-seven percent in, and Trump's down by thirty-one thousand. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah, it depends where the where the votes are coming from, actually, because uh, Nevada is pretty much two different states politically. There's Las Vegas and then there's everything else. So um, we'll see what I'll just say it's trading over 90 cents on predicted. still. it's probably going, it's probably going yeah, to buy. Yeah. So, I mean, those are probably done deals, but yeah, it definitely, you know, Georgia is still up in there as well as, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Yeah. So we will, I'll be watching as the, as the night goes on, I'll be posting in the forum and and we'll see. This is it's uh, rough. Just for those, since there's such a crossover audience here, when will the next Poker Fuller Radio show be on? Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to announce that. So, because I I spent uh, a lot of hours on this tonight, uh, I decided at the end of last show, or actually the beginning of last show, that we're not going to have a regular Poker Fuller Radio this week. So the next one will be on November thirteenth. And that will be on Friday. So it's, it's a week from Friday. We're going to have uh, some time in between shows here, but that's just the way it is here. Because, you know, I, I, I only want to be away from the family doing these long shows uh, one night per week. And uh, so I, I 
shows that this week will just be about the election, and in 10 days we will have a regular Poker Fraudulent Radio show. And, of course, any any of the co-hosts who were on tonight on this show can uh, be welcome to join me on Friday for, for that show, if you'd like. And we'll discuss the election then, too. I'm sure we'll know a lot more. Nice. And did you mention earlier you said your family got to see you on video, or your son? Your Yes. Was that the first time? I Well, I know they heard you, but you're not, you normally don't, aren't doing Zoom-type shows, so that had to be a nice treat for your son. Well, it was, because you. he, he loves, my, my son loves YouTube. He, he absolutely loves YouTube in general, watches so much of YouTube. Oh, so that was cool for him to see his dad on YouTube. Yeah, so he got to see his dad on YouTube, yeah. So oh, that, nice. that, that was cool. So he, that is he, cool. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, Jeff, for being on, and uh, I'm going to say my closing remarks, and then let Alex go, and then we'll turn this off. And, of course, I want to thank everyone. We've had literally a, uh, the most loyal audience. We've had, I can't even say, but a lot of people. I'm looking at the names here in the chat that have been here with us, contributing, talking, uh, you know, not even trolling. I mean, just really participating, going on eight hours now. I mean, incredible, incredible. And it's not like a low number. I'm actually surprised how many people have been on. So I want to thank you all for that. Uh, you know, that's what we do this for. And I've had a great time, and I want to give a special thanks, of course, to Alex. He was the one that put this together, uh, so he gets all the credit for just organizing all this. I helped him out a little bit, but it really was his thing, his show, his first time kind of putting on something like this, and he did a great job, and I hope he wins. You know, I, I, it's 40000 It's a lot of, lot of dollars. I had a side bet with him, you know, for some significant money. I had Trump. He had Biden. I decided to cancel it because I didn't want – you know, I didn't want to feel any tension between us. And, you know, it's my buddy, you know. So, anyhow, Alex, great job today. I'm glad I could help you. And uh, that's all I got, folks, until next time. Have a great night. And, you know what, Alex, it's, you got the floor, buddy. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, thank you for everybody who uh, came on. And the election definitely had more drama than I would have expected. Um, I don't know how people are going to trust pollsters or, you know, forecasters. You know, going forward, uh, you know, even if Biden wins, it just should have never been this close in states like Michigan. Uh, I, I think people are really going to have to reevaluate their uh, their thinking. So I, I don't know how it's going to end up, but it's definitely going to be very, very close, and probably there will be uh, some litigation. Uh, I, I see I'm predicted now it's getting pretty close to 50-50, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yep, it will be interesting. I'll, I'll be watching. And, uh, and by the way, anyone who missed part of the show that wants to go hear it, uh, I'm going to put the audio version up in the uh, archives uh, very shortly. Nice. Th- it'll be fast because I won't be editing this. It's going to be slapped up the way it is. And then the video version should be up on YouTube as well on the on the PFA election channel. So you can uh, you can see the video version if you want to see what everybody looks like. Don't don't look for the Poker Fraud Alert channel. It's not on there. It will be on the on the PFA election channel. Maybe they'll even download it and put it on the Poker for Alert channel. I don't know. But uh, it'll be on the, the search for PFA election on YouTube and you'll find the uh, the archived video version of it as well. And the, I guess the last question I want to ask before we go is just so we can properly uh, state this. I am seeing the final odds before we close this show on Bet Online. Trump has moved all the way up to minus 180, hmm. which is the highest he's been in about two hours and Biden is plus 150. Uh, what are the final numbers you're seeing on Bovada, Druff? I'm seeing minus 220 for Trump, uh, plus 160 for Biden, which if you knock out the juice there, that's that's a minus 190 plus 190. But yet the three of us here, all college-educated, all intelligent, we can't 
interpret why we're seeing these numbers. Is that is that correct? Well, I mean, you said they're still counting in Wisconsin. So, I mean, has there been, you know, maybe some sort of an update? Oh, well, it's uh, 107,000 with 88% in. Still close. And that doesn't say – we have to know what, what they haven't counted yet. That's that's right. the real yeah. question. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, boys. So, All right. Well, anyhow, I'm saying goodnight. Thank you again. And uh, for myself, Alex, Druff, and the rest of our hosts, thanks for joining us tonight. It's right. been a pleasure. Night, everybody. Oh, thank you. All right. Good night. Good night.